Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti, featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Wow, wow, wow. Welcome to the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. We are live on a Tuesday night, live from Las Vegas, the place that never sleeps. At least that's what I've heard anyways. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. Thank you. we got a great show planned. It's our, it's our Tuesday show. We're going to switch it up a little bit uh, this week because I was in North Carolina just this morning. Um, thank you. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, and Black Ops Moto. Check them all out on the web. Thank you. Support us. Support those guys to support us to keep the show going so I can afford to pay my co-host for tonight. He's a legendary mechanic. Been doing this for a long, long time. Now he's a mechanic for Brock Tickle on the RCH team. He's a a spinner of the spanners. Tony Berluti, what's up, man? Hey, Steve. Spinner of the spanners. You what's like happening? that? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I just made that up. So, uh, you know, you never even talked about uh, Gibbs this morning. Or when I what came in, I thought you'd be all excited about that. Uh, you came too late to show time. I'm mentally getting ready. I'm preparing. Uh, I'm um, sorry. It's okay. No, it's not your fault. We'll talk about Gibbs. But, oh, good. Um, yeah, I was just, uh, you know, getting in the zone, as they say. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I know. I can see that in your you, eyes. You can see it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I'm like a shark, like oh. Chad Reed. Um Producing the show, taking your calls, handling everything behind the scenes, talking about optics, talking about everything is none other than the Tis Legendary. Tis, what's up? What's up? Thank you for coming in on this Tuesday and foregoing your free movie passes to some shitty movie. Well, it remains to be seen if the movie was crappy or not. No, but, it's going to be crappy. It, yeah, eh, it's going to be crappy. Know. No, it's going to be crappy. It really threw me through a loop coming in on Tuesday instead of a Monday. Obviously, I figured it out, but yeah. it took me until about yesterday afternoon until I realized, or morning or yeah. whatever, right. oh, crap, no show tonight. Right. So, anyway, so then you, cr- then so once, once you drive, usually it's, all, it's every Monday. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, Were you bumming yesterday? Were you? No, like no, I was enjoying the time off, oh, but okay. it was just weird, you know. Move your uh, mic up there, Baloo. Um, so after you wiped the tears away, you uh, got over it. and I got over yeah. it. Um, out, yeah. All right, thanks for coming in, Tits. Appreciate it on a Tuesday. Yep. Uh, don't forget Fly Racing Moto 60 show on Thursday. Something new that Tits and I are doing. It's uh, noon Pacific. It's an hour of moto. It's looking ahead to the race, and uh, we have analysts, and we have Jason Thomas on, and that's a Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Check that out. It's on the uh, iTunes under Fly Racing Moto 60. It's on pulpamex.com. Just trying to get some listeners for the new show. Um, so thanks, everybody, uh, for listening. We have a very, very busy show tonight. Tits may even be divorced at the end of the show. It's going to go so long. Uh, James Stewart, Cooper Webb, Mitch Payton, Nick Way, and John Anderson from W Wheels. Oh, John's coming on. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, out of those guests, Berlute, who yeah. are you most looking forward to talking to? Uh, probably, I love what Mitch has to say. We'll see what yep. he's, yeah, he's kind now, of a character. You don't, you've been around a long time, but you and Mitch, I don't see you guys as bros. Is there, like, just because, I mean, was there some, you use Pro Circuit of Suzuki a lot. Yeah. Uh, you guys switched. No, but I'm just, I'm just saying he's just, a character. I'm, no, no. I, I don't say I'm bros with him, but I think no, the guy's he's going to be. But you should be bros, Tony. Why? To me, 
He's been doing it a long time. So have you. You were there before his team. Yeah. That's how long you've been doing this. Yeah. So about it seems the same like time you guys should be bros. Came on, I'd say. Seems like you guys should be bros. Not necessarily, Steve. I never it, see you guys talk. It doesn't mean that we have to be bros. Is there problems? Yeah, I, okay. I have complete respect for him. Okay. All right. I, just, I don't I just, know if he feels the same about me, but no, he's cool. Oh, I think he does. Oh, Come on. It don't matter. He's he's old school. And he you're old is school. old school. I do like his old schoolness. A few complaints about last week when you were on the show. Um, me acting a, a dick towards you. Really? Well, with the iPad thing and all. I thought it was fine. Oh, nah, we're I was good, good with it. Okay. I'm getting better with it. Right. Well, he, he needed over a breaking in time, too. So. Yeah. Um, that's true. Uh, thanks. Uh, we got your voicemails. We got your uh, emails. Race Tech emails. We have uh, BTOsports.com Tweet at Tits segment. We have NFAB Banging Bars segment. And we have X-Brand Goggles Tear Off segment. So all those are coming up. We're going to have guests, 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 guests for the next little while uh, on the show. Um, right away. Let's do a contest right away, right off the bat. Uh, tits can handle this. But uh, it's our friends at Race Tech, is, uh, they're great guys. They're privateers' choice. And another privateer left his suspension company to join the flock of race tech riders, race tech suspension, the choice of privateers everywhere. So what we're doing, uh, I'm going to give you one hint. Lance Vincent is the guy. Lance Vincent just picked up race tech suspension, and uh, he's loving it so far. So what we're doing, and thanks to race tech for doing this, uh, we're going to give away a free rebuild on your suspension, labor and oil included. The winner's responsible for shipping and replacement parts. But the oil and the labor are free. And I know... If you guys are listening or anything like my buddies when we raced, you never change that shit. No. They never change that shit. Yeah. So trust me, your oil and your components, your bushings, your seals need replacing in your suspension. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. So thanks to Race Tech, you're going to get the labor and the oil for free. But what you got to do is you got to call in and you got to have a trivia question. They'll feel a difference right away. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No. And thanks to Race Tech for doing this, man. They're, they're, they're one of our best guys. They're always doing something to help out. Trivia question is, and I gave you Lance Vincent as one, but there's seven riders that ran race tech suspension at Muddy Creek this past weekend. 702-586-7857. First guy to name all seven. This is going to be tough. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Uh, Tits, we'll take your answers now. 702-586-7857. Seven riders who run race tech suspension at Muddy Creek, both classes. Was there Name seven them. only, or was there more than seven? There was probably more than seven, but yeah. they gave me seven guys, and gotcha. I gave you Lance Vincent. So, all right, uh, Berlute, Muddy yeah. Creek, yeah, the debut national. What'd you think? I you never been there before. Well, uh, no, I never have. Right. We we did press day, so I was there early. Okay, and uh, press day was actually really good. Uh huh. It was really deep and pretty bitching. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. Riders, no one I like, no one I talked to really liked it. They none of them were pumped. Narrow. Uh, the but the wood chips, no one could figure out the wood chips. I talked to Barnett, the track builder. He said he didn't have enough time to, to mulch them in to the dirt. Like, they just got there too late. Gotcha. Either him or the wood chips got there too late. It was basically a topsoil of wood chips for the first practice, and they all got pushed away. Pretty much. You yeah. know, it was Ruts. muddy the first practice, too. Yeah. Uh, Overly muddy. They'll get better. They'll figure it out next year. Yeah. And I And I, when I say next year, they'll be there next year because that crowd was amazing. Was it? I was going to ask you about that. I, you know, you're so in the zone. Yeah, you, yeah. I'm in the zone. <laughs> so, I mean, there was people at the hotel speculating eighty thousand, but uh, come on, eighty thousand, Jesus, no. Yeah, so what do you? What no, did no. you think? <laughs> did they have as many as Hangtown or more? Um, That's so funny. I would think that there was more than Hangtown or yeah. right around there. Okay. There's a lot of people there, man. Yeah, there was a lot of people at Muddy Creek, and I so track 
eh, narrow in spots too. Narrow. That was the biggest thing. I think yep. that was the worst. Uh, Villapoto tore it apart to me privately. Uh, Reed tore it apart publicly to me. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, I think there's some work to be done on the track, but they will figure it out. They will get better. Steve, I got to tell you something. You jinxed your guy, though. Why? You jinxed him. I don't know what you're talking about. Starting right away last week, two races in, you know, talking about an undefeated season. Why did you do that to your guy? Me and Longhorn were talking, and you just ruined the guy. None of that matters. What I say (laughs) does not affect the race. There's no such thing as karma. Tits, you're you're a Mormon. I am. Do you guys believe in karma? Uh, I don't know. Kind of like a version of karma. Like, you you know, it's, yeah. Uh, It's just... I no, say, I, I don't. Say I, no. I, I don't. I'm uh, joking. Do I don't believe and, in karma. But um, uh, it's just funny how that yeah. went down. Because well, I, I just thought it was premature. A lot of guys, you weren't the only one talking about it. He was it. so good. And, he is and, still and, good. He was oh, awesome. Yeah. No, nah, and he took off with the first moto win. Yeah. So, you know, without a doubt. And the second moto, he crashed twice and got fourth. You know, um, yeah, there's nothing that I saw at Muddy Creek did not make me think he's going to win every moto from here. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when he doesn't win, it's going to be something. A problem. Yeah, I don't think straight up he's going to get beat. Straight yeah. up, I don't think he's going to no. beat. He's going to have to get like a terrible start or a crash. If he starts 10th, I still think he can win. I think Millville or one of these races, I, you know, nobody ta- wants to talk about Dungey. Let's talk about Dungey. That guy is still awesome. I think yeah. he's going to – I think Dungey might, when he gets stuff totally dialed in, it seems like down the line he gets a little better. I right. think he's going to actually – he could possibly run with him or maybe beat him straight up. That's well, my opinion. Yeah, Maybe, you know, you put a, you said it right there. If he gets it dialed in and gets stronger right now, he doesn't have RV speed, but you know what he'll, I mean, I can probably almost guarantee you the thinking in the dungeon camp is, Hey, take our seconds. If, if they're there, take the wins when they're there, take our seconds and let's hope this dude cartwheels himself. He has done it before. He's missed three outdoor national seasons or whatever. So maybe that's the theory. It worked with James Stewart. Did you get a chance to watch you know, any of the footage? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whew. Did you see RV save? Yeah, in the opening <laughs> yeah, lap. Like, I mean, he's done that every race this oh, week. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, he could be a yard sale anytime. Maybe, and I maybe. hate it. I hate it. He doesn't need to ride that hard, does right, he? Right. I, I don't know, but he he reminds me of Carmichael. He really yeah. does. Like, the way he just pours it on, and he's so aggro when he's behind you. And, you know? You're going to um, think I'm nuts by saying this, but I almost think Carmichael's a little bit more in control. <laughs> really? I do. That's saying something. I do. You know? Ricky was pretty gnarly. So, yeah, um, yeah it, is, uh, it is something else to watch Ryan Villapolda right now. And so, hey, if you're him, he went 1-4, crashed twice, he'll take it. You know, good, and congrats awesome. to Dungey. Yeah. You can, he's clearly the second best guy. You know, Barsha, Barsha's close, him? but. I can't believe he's, he's really stepping it up. He is. Week he, to week. But you can see at the end. Dungey's stronger. Oh, yeah. Barsha's times drop a tad. Yep. So until he gets the man strength, remember Stanton <laughs> saying he had boy strength. Um, we got a winner yet for that race tech stuff or not yet? We're still still cycling through calls? Yes. yes. Sorry, I was distracted. Uh, yes. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you can name seven race tech suspension riders, you get a free rebuild. So uh, go ahead and try. I gave you one, Lance Vincent. So go ahead. There's seven guys on the gate this weekend at Muddy Creek. You're going to win a free rebuild uh, from Racetech. You will have to pay for the shipping and uh, any replacement parts. Thanks to Racetech for doing that. Um, how? What about Brock Tickle? How was it? Uh, not not as good as I was hoping. No, no. Right. Starts are terrible. It's going to kill him. It's, yeah. He's not going to. If he continues starting like that all year, that's where he'll finish. And he has started like that all year. You know. Um, 
the one race, San Diego, we got up front, and it was not good. And I've not seen him up front since. We're talking outdoors right no, now. No, but I'm just saying, like, in general. I, Why I, do you want to beat up on this guy so bad? I don't. It seems like you do. To What's me, your axe to grind, man? To me, yeah, he's a Tickle is he's a great guy. Yeah. Tickle is the perfect example of how deep this class is. Last year, for sure. he was a 3-4-5 guy. Yeah. And killing it. And yeah. I don't think he's gotten slower. Yeah. You know, if it, he's been, at the worst, he's stayed the same. If Maybe his at, starts have gotten worse. I don't know where he started. Mm, I wasn't there last year. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. remember him starting great last year, no. but he was better. Yeah. You know, but I don't remember him starting great. But there's no indication, I think, of how deep the class is than Brock is now a 10th place guy. Yeah. And, uh, right and, and, now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Um, so starts were the big thing for you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Terrible. Just never, never off the line. Terrible never at best. Yeah. Have you tried everything to get him off the line better? And Yeah. I mean, psychologically, I mean, a lot of stuff. I mean, because yeah. that's where it starts, in my yeah. opinion. You know, you can whatever, do different things as far as, you know, your rocket launcher, you know, your launch mm-hmm. control. Yeah. Different, you know, I mean, we've played with a lot of different things, yeah. But uh, it's, you got to, you got to visualize, you got to see it before you take off, you know. You got to say, mm-hmm. I'm going to be up there, you know. Yeah, I've always, I've long thought, I think I talked about this on the show, that starts are confidence. Starts are confidence because you can go out there with technique, and have all the best technique in the world and look great on Wednesday and, and be great. But if you're not feeling like you need to – you can run up front, you need to run up front. I don't think – I don't care how bad – how good your technique is. It's mm-hmm. not going to work. For I just sure. – I really believe it's confidence on what big part it starts. There's some guys that don't get the best jumps and stuff. Yeah. But they're magic. Yeah. But, you know, the first Chad Reed, in. Ryan Villapoto, those guys. Exactly. They, exactly. They, it doesn't really matter. I, you watch those guys. Sometimes you'll be like, oh, they're done. Oh, no. They're, they just grab more. They get there. My boy you know? Tommy Watts back in the day, oh, yeah. he was amazing with that. Oh, yeah. He'd get the shittiest jump, and I'm thinking, oh, man, he's in, in, in two corners later, he'd be in third. Yeah. yeah. I go, what, what? I didn't see how it happened. Right, right. But you got to do that. You got to uh-huh. make your passes quick. You got you to gotta go in deep if you get a bad yeah. jump. It's um, uh, it's interesting. The, 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 the race is going to be, the series is going to get good from here. The, I feel like Barsha's getting more confidence. He's leading more laps. He's starting to get up there. You know, he's going to figure it out. Of course, James Stewart had a terrible Muddy Creek. We're going to have him on here right away. Talk to him about that, but that was weird. Um, let me ask you this. So Josh Grant qualifies fastest in both sessions, which is weird. But then I was like, hey, he did press day. Um, yeah, he did, yep. So is there anything to that press day or no? Like, Probably a little bit, but I'll tell you what. We, we, gotta, we can't forget that guy on a given day or a given time, he yeah. just doesn't have it. The whole moto, but the guy mm-hmm. is phenomenal. His yeah, style yeah, is yeah. bitching, yep. and his speed is unbelievable. Yep. So okay, so not so much press day. You think just Josh Grant feeling it that day? Like, yeah, yeah. I think press day helped a little. A little. I'd, I'd yeah. have to say absolutely right. a little bit. Would you guys qualify? Uh, ninth. Okay, so yeah, he qualified better. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, Roxon Tomac Baggett, class of the two fifties, Muscan. Good job by Muscan. Yeah, he was solid and steady. You know, two two gets him the win. I feel like if um, if Tomac gets a start, he wins. He's stronger than Roxon, but he hasn't got the start, so that's it. You know, that's Second what's going to happen. Was gone, yeah, huh? all right, just like Lakewood, got, yeah. got started and was gone. Um, did you? So did you like Muddy Creek? Did, were you? Um, all in all, yeah, it was not bad. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I definitely think the track, you know, when the stuff got all pushed yeah. off, was you know, like you said, narrow and stuff, but. Um, as far as my whole experience in the yeah. area and yeah, stuff, yeah, I went that. down yeah. to Bristol and saw oh, you the, did? the speedway? track, you yeah. know, the speedway. And the people in the south are awesome. Yeah. They really are. Food's good. 
Did you fly into Johnson or Tri Cities? No, I, I flew into uh, Knoxville and we drove. Oh, how yeah. far is that? It's like 110. Oh, okay. Yeah. I went to Charlotte just because um, for the JGR shop. Yeah. All day yesterday. We're talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, you know, uh, Jeremy Albrecht, Corey Gibbs, obviously Jeremy Albrecht, Dean Baker, Sean Ulikowski, Patrick and Ben, the mechanics, Johnny O, uh, Johnny Olner from from Showa. He comes from Showa. You look at the team they have, they have assembled great guys. Mm-hmm. They don't have a lot of turnover. You know, the guys are... Stay there. The guys stay there. They've had some mechanics here and there, but all those guys have been there. They're all, they all know they've all won races and championships with other riders and other teams. And after seeing their shop, their, their motocross shop, like, I, they're doing it right. They got everything they need. Like, everything you need, everything you want in a race shop, it's all there. They're, they've had a crappy year. <laughs> Um, and then I got a tour of the cup shop. Cool. And that was, that was unbelievable. And it was good to get a tour with Koi too, because I probably got to go a few places where you don't normally get to go, but it's awesome. Koi Gibbs, right? Yeah. He was checking to see if his key, key thing worked <laughs> and it seemed to always work. He's like, I don't know if I can get in here. Oh, look at that beep. I can get in. <laughs> Imagine yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah got, got to see Joe's office. Um, yeah, that was kind of cool. And then, uh, yeah, just Washington stuff in there. Redskins oh yeah. Stuff? Yeah. A lot of yeah. Redskins stuff. Yeah. yeah. No. Super Bowl rings are in the lobby and stuff and everything. Oh wow, cool! Um, it's it's a, it's phenomenal. I mean, everybody's told me everyone's done it. It's you know, there's not two CNC machines. There's uh, ten. There's uh, a la- ten laser cutters. There's ten copper wire cutters. There's ten water jets. There's um, what's that? I don't even know what it's called, but it's the uh, it takes it basically makes plastic molds hmm. by building it up from nothing. You oh know wow! Like no. like there's a flat thing. Yeah. And you program it. You tell it what to do. And it just whips plastic together, little bits of plastic, and it builds up, like that's, in the movies. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Right. Um, so anything they need, like he showed me the triple clamps that, that where they do the triple clamps, and you know whatever they want to do in the motocross end of things, it's it's there's their priority over there. Like it's not, you know. Can they do carbon? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. They got carbon. Um, they got we a got carbon factory. Autoclave. Yep, they got autoclave. Wow, that's they crazy. have. Um, Metallurgy lab, metallurgy wow. lab, where they break down the metals no to test them, you know, Holy and see what smokes. they do. These guys are awesome. um, they got dyno rooms galore. They have the chassis dyno for the motocross team is in the race shop. The motor dyno is in the cup shop, but they have their own dedicated motor dyno, you know, just for them. Then they have car dynos, um, insane car dynos, one that's like over a million dollars. They're the only ones that have it. Toyota the went. Shaker? Yeah. Did you see the shaker? Yeah, the shaker. Yeah, yeah where they put, yeah. where they replicate the. the Did track. they show that? No, they didn't have anything hooked up to it. Oh, but, but you saw the machine. And then, I put it this way: like I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of uh, of NASCAR um, that much. But um, uh, there's nothing stock in stock car racing. Let's put it that way. Like yeah, I cannot right? believe yeah. the shit they have to do and go through to to you know be competitive like. It's nuts. I I knew it was big and I knew it was gnarly and all that, but man, the the triple checks and quadruple checks they go through to make sure their cars and parts are good. And you know, I, I went into one dyno. Um, uh, it was a a specialized dyno that only runs the top end. It's only a top end dyno. Wow. So wide open basically. Uh huh. And they're running Michigan. He's doing fifty laps on Michigan on a car motor on a TRD motor. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, we. Uh, we're checking our valve springs from our supplier. Like we're making sure they're good. So I just put on a fifty rap, fifty lap simulation um, for Michigan, and you know, so you hear the corner, like it's just you know wow. they're just running Michigan. 
to make sure that these random valve springs are good from their supplier. Whew, man. And then, yeah. You just... got quite the workout walking around there. Oh, yeah. I was lost. Like, we made a right out of the receptionist. And then we we were up stairwells and down and around. Wow. And I didn't know what. And I figured we were coming back to the receptionist area. And there's a whole nother room, you know, like. Did they paint, take paint... you to the lunchroom? Yeah, but it, nothing was going on. Oh. Paint. I, got, I did get free ice cream. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Coy said, hey, grab an ice cream. And I got a free bottle of Coke. <laughs> I got a free bottle of Coke. Awesome. Uh, I guess they're a Coke team. So, um, yeah, it's insane. It's yeah. nuts. I uh, have to go see it. Paint someday. shop, sticker shop, gym. They have a, a back out back. They have a pit wall. Um, oh, that's they, cool. They, they had practice? guys practicing oh, wow. on the pit wall. I wanted to watch it, and Coy was just walking. Like, Coy clearly had done this tour a thousand times. Right. So he's like mumbling, you know, and pointing <laughs> and opening doors and stuff. So I'm trying to keep up to him. But, yeah, the guys are hopping over the walls, you know, practicing during the week. Wow. Um, on, these, cool. on a car. And he said, yeah, they come – the car comes barreling down in here, like he's pointed, and they, they stop and Holy smoke. guys I go over the wall. That. Oh That's yeah, That's yeah. nuts. I, I didn't catch your whole story. I was taking some calls, yeah. but uh, a number of people have tweeted in that it's a 3D printer. Does that make sense? Something that, that yeah. they were. Yeah, man, 3D. There you go. Yeah, that's the answer to whatever it yeah. was that you didn't know. You're 3D talking sucks about. in the movie theater, but it's, it's good at JGR yeah. shop. <laughs> um, yeah, it's insane, man. And like I said, tough year for the guys. Um, on the track, uh, they've pulled in. I tweeted this yesterday. Uh, there's been uh, six. There've been um, six motos, twelve motos total for two guys, and they've pulled into the pits like six times. So what was the deal with uh, Josh's grant? Uh, they didn't really tell me. Come they on. said no. They didn't tell me. They said we think we know what happened. and We think we figured it out, but they never told me. Like they uh, never. So because I mean, it was running, he came into the pits and they were just pointing and looking and you know and even old Dan Ramp. You know, Big yeah. Dan was there and stuff there trying yeah. to look at it. I, maybe something like it, it It did something funny on the track or something. I, yeah, I don't know. He, I mean, J-Bone said that uh, he thinks they figured out the problem, you know. Well, that's um, good. So. Um, yeah, talk about bad luck. Though. You know, like then you said, Brayden pulled in a... for a front tire. Josh Grant had goggle problems. Brayden was involved in a crash. His kill switch was arcing against his frame and wow. affecting the, the ignition. Wow. At Denver. You know, they just. Um, Random shit, huh? Brayton's clutch lever broke, second moto, and he burnt himself uh, at the Muddy Creek. Grant's second moto pulled in. Like, it's just – but, man, uh, coming away from those guys – I mean, I know those guys. I've known them for a long time. You do too, brother. Yeah. You know all those guys. Yeah. They're they're down right now. Like, there's no doubt. There's, like, a dark humor with all of them, you know, and, yeah. and the results. But they'll they'll come around. The, yeah. I, you know, they just got to – they got it all there. It's, it's coming, you know, but um, quite impressive. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, thanks to the JGR guys for, for hosting me. I, I, I appreciate it. It was, uh, it was something else. I'll, I'll, uh, I have new respect for the NASCAR guys, definitely, no doubt, um, all the things they go through. You know, right before they get loaded on the truck, there's a steel plate right behind each hauler. You know, the hauler is backed up, ready to go. The steel plate, car, it's perfectly balanced, perfectly level. Car goes on that, gets cinched down. Everything gets triple-checked again, heights, widths, you know fins thing that you know spoilers that kind of stuff so and if then, you mentioned local guy kyle Bush's name over there do people light up uh i never yeah i don't even know come on oh, there's no there's no like a uh, big old kyle Bush no pictures all over the place there's pictures of every guy they even look on the only guy like 
I know they don't like Bush or whatever, or he's the rebel or something, or Kyle, the one that rides for, drives for Kyle's, a, they're, 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 Kyle's oh, probably the most winning guy. There's I'd pictures say. of everybody, like even Logano, which uh-huh. was a little bit bitter when he left. 20. There's lots of pictures of Logano. Like everybody yeah. was sort of celebrated, you know what I mean? Right. So um, the coolest thing, I like the Redskins stuff, all the footballs and all the rings yeah. and all the, you know, they had Joe's uh, Hall of Fame enshrinement uh, notes there, you know, in a, in a thing. Oh, wow. All the people he thanked and stuff. And, oh, cool. Yeah, and again, getting the tour with Corey, Corey is awesome because – He'd be everyone wants to say hi to him because he's the boss's kid, and then he's like, they stand in there looking at me, and he's like, this guy thinks he's in in the media. Don't 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 worry about him. <laughs> this guy's an idiot. He'll point to me. This guy this guy's an idiot. I'll try to ask a question. He'd be like, don't listen to him. <laughs> or you know, I'll be like, hey, I'm sorry that you like Koi or something. And the guy's like, I know. Like it was just we just busted on each other the whole time. Oh, so shit. yeah, it was it was a uh, it was a good deal. So you just came back this afternoon then? Huh? I flew. Yeah, I got in two o'clock today. Wow. Yeah. Had to go right to the show, bro. Yeah. I don't fool around. You're dedicated. So, you know. Shit don't matter to me. If you don't pay my bills, fuck you. Uh, TJ, you've been on hold the whole time. What's up, bud? What's up, guys? How are y'all? Good. How are you? I've enjoyed listening to your story about JGR. Um, and I have a few questions real quick. Um, one about James's scrub under uh, Alessi. Oh, uh, yeah. That was... that was. If he would do that, like ride like that the whole time, he would be up front battling. Did you see that? I saw Did that. Did you see that? Oh, my God. It's like a switch went off as soon as Alessi went by him. <laughs> That's what Wygat was saying, too. That was but he couldn't. Hey, Mike beat him. Yeah, Mike beat did. him. Yeah. Well, yeah. my question was, y'all keep talking about how narrow the track is. Doesn't the AMA say how wide the track has to be? What are these people complaining about? Um, I think there's probably some rules. Um, well, is, well, I live is, in East Texas, is, and uh, I know Tony real well, and – and we have help run tracks that have got AMA sanctions, and it has to be so wide, you know, through the tires, through the straightaways. I mean, there's rules, you know. So, I mean, is it that the other tracks are just that much wider and this one's just barely wide enough? I don't know. Like, who's in charge these uh, days? I think yeah. what, made it, what made it narrow was in the off-camber sections, how, like, you come off one section and you go into off-camber, and there's only really – one line on an off-camera type of deal. It, it, yeah. So it's it is narrow, but I think it's within you know the yeah. the designated. Yeah. Well, but there wasn't anything. Saying? Bomber the, way the, the, the track goes that made it narrow. Bomber admitted it was narrow, and then said I couldn't do much with some of the sections that were narrow because there was off-camber. It was a drop yeah. off. You can't yeah. can't do much. Yeah. You know. So um, yeah, I don't know, TJ. Thanks, bud. Well, you should and also ask James compare the. The kind of technology that his team now has compared to what JGR had. Good question. Yeah, we'll do that. All right, thanks. I mean, man. I'm just curious. I'm just curious about did, does I mean you you've been in shops and stuff like that. I mean, is the stuff that JGR has is it that much better than everybody else? Well, and, it's. Um, and I'll I mean, hang up and listen. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it for sure. Thanks. All right. All right. Well, I mean Suzuki. I mean, what do you guys? Yosh is pretty good. I mean, you guys worked out of the Yosh building, and you do now. They have a yeah. lot of machines. They have. I don't know if Yosh they don't have... is a little bit more involved with the, t- the race team now, but yeah. when we were doing it, you know, Roger was there and stuff, most of our stuff came from Japan. Did, okay. We yeah. got exhaust, you know, yeah. from them. At yeah, where There was times when we were in there that we were running pro circuit stuff. Yeah. That, was not a, that wasn't a good... <laughs> it wasn't a good vibe. Good deal. Right, right. But, uh, um, yeah, it's a... Uh, I mean, all these Japanese... The, the biggest thing, too, is, you know... At Yamaha, we would need a part, and it would be there in a couple weeks, three weeks. JGR, I would think if they need something, it could be there in a couple of days or a day. You know, like it, yeah, yeah. Like they're they're not fooling around there. With the, I can't believe like, 
And then, of course, like, uh, they don't do the motors for Toyota, to, for the cup team. Toyota builds the motors, ships them to them and everything. They still dyno them. They still take them apart and all that, but built by Toyota. But they do all the truck stuff, all the nationwide stuff. They have engine rental programs to the smaller teams. You know, they're doing all that. Gotcha. So, but there's this one dyno. I don't even know if I can talk about it. It was pretty secret. He wouldn't let me take any photos of it, but you, it's, like I said, it's like over a million dollars. Toyota helped it. You drive the whole car in. Everything's done. And without the wheels, take the wheels off, take the axles out, and there's these things that go into the axles, you know, from each side, mm-hmm. and just spin, you know, basically just there to direct uh, feed from uh, from the car. Wow. Super high-tech dyno. So, um, Is that the one that you said there's only one of? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Wow. No other cup shop has it or nothing like that. Um, I know the shakers, there's not a lot of those either. No, no, that's a big deal too, yeah. 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 Especially because you can pre-program your um, – track and stuff. your track yeah wherever you're going so you probably would have been into this more than oh, I, would. I would have been after, after the tour Corey's like hey do you want to see the nationwide shop and i'm like no nah, i'm good like i mean it's not it can't be anywhere near like i've just seen everything i could see for nascar yeah. stuff you know now you're so. mechanical you're way you blow my mind on the show even talking about the mechanical things i mean what? i know you've done this but you're you're pretty mechanical you're no, pretty i'm not not you're like pretty you. technical no i'm not like you no i mean technical love this guy right here <laughs> Yeah. It was interesting, man. It was it was really cool. I, I'm uh, I was like everybody's told me who's come back. You know, they do have resources. And oh it, yeah. And the question that we were talking about earlier is, you know, they're yeah. in this black funk right now. You would think. I, I personally think it starts from their riders. Um. Yeah. Well, when I no. say that, then you had James Stewart. You know. No, I know. And That's a tough one. They've they've gone every part of the gamut. They. they yeah, I feel sorry for them, for sure. They, they've they tried everything. They went for the high-dollar big guy and James Stewart. That didn't work out. They went for, Jesus, they, they freaking hired the same dude twice. twice. Two dudes yeah. twice. Two dudes twice. Right? Yeah. You know, they went for that one. They went for, like, the privateer hero, Gavin Graysick or whatever, Cody Cooper, you know. Um, yeah. They've done Summy, the hometown guy. They did Hanson, who had, like, a ton of talent but needed, needed uh, guidance, you know. Like, nothing they've tried has worked, yeah, I hear you, you know? But then again, like, they threw a boatload of money at Dean Wilson, you know? No go. Not even – did not even ride the bike. Didn't want to even ride a Yamaha. You know, they talked Look to Brock Tickle. They talked to Brock Tickle. Yeah. Uh, no go. Did not even want to do it, you know? Yeah, just no. The Yamaha scares everybody. Yeah, they scare everybody. Rightly or wrongly, it scares people. So. Wow. Um, Dean Wilson out for the year. Shoulder surgery. Saw that, yeah. Uh, the last Southwick ever. Did you see that? Yeah, coming up, yep. Berluti, you get to go to it. Yep. You know, you're finally back at the Nationals after years, and uh, and it's the last Southwick ever. I always like that place. Yeah, it's too bad it's going away. I like the area. I, I hope like the place. Yeah, area's great. Um, area's great, and I'd love to them. I'd love to see them replace it with another uh, soundtrack. Yeah, I don't know where, I don't know how, but Grantsburg, Wisconsin. Never been there. Oh, super deep soundtrack. Really? Yeah. We have a winner, by the way. We got a winner at Race Tech Contest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Fantastic. Ronnie Barrera. Congratulations, right. he nailed it. Good job, Ronnie. Thanks to Racetech for coming on board. Racetech, the privateer's choice for suspension. Racetech.com. Go to our sponsor deals on the Pulp Mech show page and save yourself some money at Racetech. Uh, we love those guys, and they love us. And uh, we're going to come up with Yoshimura Suzuki's James Stewart. Right away, Cooper Webb, Nick Way. Yeah, Nick, Way. Nick got Tough. some points, didn't he? That is best national year. Um, got points in both motos, so good, good. for him. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see him do a bit better, of course. So... Hey, don't forget, you can get this show on iTunes, you can get it on Stitcher, you can get it on Pulp Mix app, $1.99, buy the Pulp Mix app, and uh, you can get it on there. So, um, yeah, just uh, get the show however you want. 
We've got James Stewart coming up, Nick Way, Cooper Webb. He's been great. Um, John Anderson, of course, and Mitch Payton. So, uh, jam-packed show. And with that, let's get to our first guest. He had a, he didn't have a good Muddy Creek, but um, I'm sure we'll see better things from him. He's uh, Yoshimura Suzuki's James Stewart. James, what's up, man? What's going on, Steve? Thank what's you. going on? Thank you for doing the show. Tony Berluti's in studio. James, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good, Tony. How's everything going? Good, thank you. Um, you know, we, we try to get a real mechanic in here. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you retired one, so, uh, you're, you're out of the picture now, well, so we need a real one. All I can talk about is like pushing my bike back and, and one moto at Bud's Creek. Tony can talk about championships. Oh, so, yeah. Come it, on, dude. And just so you know, I would have replaced you, Steve, um, too. So yeah, you know, yeah. I don't feel bad. <laughs> I would have replaced you too. <laughs> um, the, and, and Hey, when you get him started talking about Robbie Renard too, he doesn't, he smiles. He won't stop talking. He loves Robbie Renard. Oh. That was his favorite hey, rider. Dude, Robbie was my favorite guy too. Robbie had style. So oh. number thir- 33 back on the Cali, dude, he was oh. serious. So he, I was loving it. He had gnarly style. You're right. Anyways, let's get to, uh, well, I mean, you had style on that scrub. No doubt. <laughs> we actually had um, a caller already ask us about that. Um, that was amazing. That scrub on Michael Lassie. It looked Photoshop. The photo, <laughs> that, you know, just looked like you got dropped in. But yeah, it was my day. My day was in a, in a very eventful, eventful day, uneventful at the same time. Yeah. And uh, I was, I had, like, I was going, and then Mike got around me, and I, I just had one of those, you know, what the what the heck moments, like what's going on. <laughs> right. And so I, I just had to do something so I re- at least remember the race because I kept telling people I got fifth, fifth and seventh or fifth and sixth. I didn't even remember <laughs> what place I got. That's how out of tune I was at the race. Like I, if yeah. I'm not on the box, I really don't care what's going on. Like it was just, it was just a bad day. But the, the scrub, I would say it's definitely, um, if I had to put it on my top five, uh, it, it would definitely be, uh, Definitely the top five scrubs I've ever done. Yeah, that's good. Um, so yeah, Muddy Creek didn't go well for you. So do you do you go out to California and start testing? Do you change anything up? Like, uh, is there any sort of reaction to you to the race, or are you? Hey, I just had a bad day. Just keep on keeping on. Is there any sort of uh, change of strategy or anything that you're doing to to um, change things up, or is it uh, just a bad day? No, I mean it's uh, you know it, it it wasn't a good day and. And, you know, what was crazy is that, like, I can, like, I, I, the one thing that stunned me the most was the time qualifying because the, the first practice, I actually wrote way worse than I did in the second practice. And, like, I don't even know how, I, like, I couldn't even tell you how I even qualified 17. Like, I don't even know if I could try to qualify like 17. Like, I've, no. I've tried in Supercross, like, to qualify in the top five and, and even, like, sometimes I'll come up and be on top of the board. So, you know, I'm gonna have to do some more investigating because I like to do some studying. <laughs> I got to figure that one out because I I don't I don't think that was right. But then, you know, just about the day and stuff, like it was, you know, it was just one of those off days and stuff. But I, you know, I think we figured out something. Adam came down from Showa, okay, and uh, we actually figured something out that's pretty big. So I'm kind of excited for this weekend. Oh, uh, you know, change change the things quite a bit because. You know, I, I think what what happened was was that you know the the day started off bad, and then like when when things are not going right, it just kind of snowballs. And, mm-hmm. and 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 considering like how bad you know how bad my day was, I mean, I mean literally like it was a four and six day. You know, honestly, if I if I 
wrote a little bit better. I, I you know, I probably could have had, you know, two fours or, you know, four or five or maybe even a podium one time. I mean, those guys were going good. So, you know, to be off that bad and still, you know, be top five, mm-hmm. you know, I was, you know, I, I can't really complain about that because every time yeah. I'm like, I tell people, I was telling my mechanic, Dave, I'm like, dude, I suck. It was a bad day. And he's like, how you finish? I'm like, oh, four, four, six. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, for fourth overall. And he's like, dude, I could have sworn you got 20th. So, you know, it was, uh, you know, you know how it is to be with, with myself. You know, if I'm not winning, then, yeah. you know, I might as well be in last. I'm surprised you actually said you'd come on the show because I know how you, you're like, why you don't want to talk to me? Talk to someone else. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I figured, like, if I keep having weekends like I did last weekend, I'm never going to be on a show again because right. I always talk. I always tell you I only talk when I win or right. I have something to talk about. So I, I, I guess yeah. I needed to come on there and do it. I need some luck or something. Do something. Uh, are you back? Are you on the Air Fork yet? I know Berluti's guy, Brock Tickle, went from uh, Spring Fork at uh, the opening round. He's on the Air Fork, and you went to Hangtown. You put the Spring Fork back on with old settings. Is that? Uh, can you tell us something like that? Or are you Are you testing that? Yeah, no, I'm back on the Air Force this week. Okay. Um, you know, we, we, we switched and, you know, the, it was weird. Like I told you in the thing, like I didn't go back because like I, um, you know, I, I hated Air Force or anything. Mm-hmm. I went back because, you know, we had like one, you know, we, we spent three weeks, you know, testing and didn't really go anywhere. So we had a pretty big change. And like when we did that, we kind of ran out of time. So we just went completely back. So I don't know if it was the right or wrong decision, um, mm-hmm. you know, to, to do that, but, you know, you live and learn on that whole situation. But, you know, we went back. We went back this week, so I'm, I'm happy about that. Uh, 702-586-7857 if you have a question for uh, James Stewart. Hey, question, uh, how's your body doing? Uh, hand, wrist, slash knee, like, are you all good? You, are you battling stuff, or is it, uh, are you, is it okay? Yeah, no, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm almost close to 100% on that. Um, you know, I, you know what sucks is that, you know, last weekend, uh, the, the, well, the first race, you know, I go three, three and, and, uh, you know, considering I was, I guess I was the best the rest of that one. And, and even at, uh, at Colorado, you know, I, I felt pretty good. You know, I, I caught Justin and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, came up through the back of the pack and all that. Um, I, I thought for sure in that first moto that I, I would like, I, I didn't think I finished 15th. I thought I finished a lot farther up than that, but yeah. I was so far back on the first lap. And then like you have one, off weekend and then all of a sudden you know i get the you know what's wrong with you like you're out of shape you know like the whole world comes crashing down from the people on the outside mm-hmm. and stuff and so you know unfortunately that's just the way it is but me personally like you know i i feel good you know and the only way i can really chalk up last weekend and, and how i wrote was just you know it's just off like right. it, and when i mean off it's just every every nothing nothing happened right nothing was my myself like i said you know, to qualify that far down and then just to have those, you know, those performances and stuff. Like, I don't really know what else to say besides it was just, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a bad weekend. Hey, uh, last year you uh, you went 4 for 4 to start the year before the Lakewood crash. And uh, this year, do you feel you're as fast as last year? Or do you feel like the competition has stepped it up? How do you rate yourself compared to, uh, you know, going outdoors last year? Are you the same? Are they a little better? Are you worse? Uh, what What would you think? Well, you know, I, I got to be careful how I answer this because I don't okay. want to, <laughs> you know, I don't want to downplay, you know, you know what's going on because obviously both Ryan's are riding really good right now, Justin and Trey. But for sure, me coming into this year and me coming in last year, like I don't feel like, 
I don't feel like I'm as good as I was last year, uh, you know, coming into it. So, and that's just that's just my own fault. That's just the things that have yeah. happened through the Superpowers. Now, do I feel like um, do I feel like I can be better than I was last year? Absolutely. Do mm-hmm. I feel like this week was a good week? Uh, do I feel like better for for sure, for sure? And like so, you know, I, I think at times um, the way I, you know, uh, at times for sure. Um, you know, I've, I've made a few laps here and there. I've, I've ridden better than I did last year, but I think also uh, last year it was just really, uh, you know, I didn't see once you get on a momentum train mm-hmm. and, and yeah. stuff like that, like I think, you know, things start rolling. And, and, and people kind of forget, like even last year in the beginning of part of the races, like this season, like I, I need to change stuff, but, you know, it's hard to go to the team and say, hey, I'm winning, but I want to change this. I'm winning right now, right, you right. know, so, <laughs> but we need to change this. And then so – I think this year with the with the competition and then just the way you know I started out with the first couple of tracks, I think uh, you know there's things that need to be need to be better. And I think you know with the air fork coming into it, I think all that does is open up you know question marks in your head like should I be on this? Should I be on that? But right, right. you know just to answer your question right now, do I feel like I was better last year in the beginning? Yeah, yeah. I, I do, but I, I don't think I'm that far off right now. Right. Um, yeah. It's. Uh... It, it is a deeper class for sure. Like we were just talking about Tony's rider, Brock Tickle, who, you know, was a big surprise last year. And I don't think, I don't think he's worse than last year. I think he's getting around 10th last year. He was a fourth and a fifth place guy, you know, after you, you were crashed out already. But I think the, that's a, that's an example of the class being deeper right there is that Brock yeah. is, is not a fourth, fifth, fifth place guy right now. He's a 10th place guy, you know? So, yeah, I, I think it comes down to, you, for some reason, like, and I, I think even Dungey, I mean, I watched the race a few times. I think Dungey, uh, you know, kind of proved that in the first moto because, you know, when Ryan got around me uh, the first moto and I, I, I saw Villapoto and them, and like the first couple laps, like, they might have had us a half second, you know, mm-hmm. to a second the first couple laps. And like, they like, well, I take that, they, they pulled away, and then there was a point of the race, like, you know, three, five laps in there that they kind of like was pulling away just little by little, but. What I found this year is if you don't hook onto that that coattail, you will get dropped. Like, even <laughs> if you're not, like, yeah. you know, you could be a second off. But for some reason, like, the first couple guys, that are the lead pack, you get dropped really quick. And if you notice, um, you know, this year in the racing, like, people have been spreaded out. And then I think what happened when Dungy, uh, when Dungy passed me, like, I was like, all right, you know, he'll probably start, you know, closing in on those guys a little bit. And you don't. Yeah. And in the next moto – you know, Dungey, you know, rides and does this normal thing, and he passed Marshall at the end of the, end of the race, but in the first moto, you couldn't catch him. So right, I think, right. you know, I think with Brock, it's probably the same thing. Like, if you don't get in that that uh, that slipstream, you don't, you know, you don't really go anywhere. And so that pace, to, to be on that pace and have everything dialed in, it's, you know, a couple, three seconds off a lap. So I, it's not necessarily that Brock's slower or, or better last year or, you know, better this year. I just think like you have to, you know, mm-hmm. you just have to catch on to that thing. And, and the same thing when um, Mike, when Mike got around me this weekend and, and also Trey, I lost like, you know, I lost a couple seconds in one lap. And then like the last, you know, 10 minutes of the race, like I actually just kind of stayed the same, the same with him, but right. I wasn't right there. So I couldn't catch him. It was yeah. just, you know, they was just far enough ahead. I can do nothing with it. Yeah, it's a deep class, Berlut. It's deep. It's yeah. the deepest I've ever seen yeah. Yeah. The, the premier class right. ever yeah. that I could imagine. Yeah. And so far, it's a- knock on wood, nobody's been injured. It's been three rounds. Everyone's been in. That's you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, there's no 
Uh, lines are yeah, full. No. Lines are full for you, of course, as usual. Um, mm. But Vance wants to ask how it, James felt it's scrub past the lessee. Well, he already answered that. He said it was the best thing of his race. Um, yeah. Oliver <laughs> wants to know if you'd rather win a moto but crash or not crash and not win a moto. That's dumb. He said all season long, like, oh. would you rather, oh. like, podium but crash? Or No, or James wants to win. I'm going to answer that for him. Right. He wants to win. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think the thing is, obviously, for whatever reason, you know, I've, I've, I've came in the season, I just haven't been that comfortable. And, like, when you have guys that are out hanging it out and you're not that comfortable, my plan has been – I got to be there. I really got to do damage control. So, like, yeah. when I say I don't want to win, it's not that, hey, I don't want to win, I'm happy with third, because I'm not. Uh, I, to be honest, I'm not. I'm not happy with fourth. I'm not happy with four, six. I'm not happy with a 15, you know, three, not three, three. I want to win. But, you know, and I just felt like until I felt like the gears clicked in, which hopefully it should start this weekend or, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully soon, that I've I got to lim- eliminate the big mistake of, you know, what I happened in Colorado, the first moto, which, you know, I threw that out the window, you know, to be, you know, mm-hmm. top five while, you know, until I figured this thing out, like I was okay with that. But to answer your question, like, yeah, I, I'd rather win. Like I said, <laughs> yeah. as simple oh. as that. That's why I had to throw the scrub and pass a lessee. So I remembered something about that race besides <laughs> a, literally a born four, six, at least somebody will talk about the scrub instead of yeah. the finish. So <laughs> um, maybe, maybe we just need to tweet a photo about you stepping up. Maybe you just need to step yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, I'm no. not even going there. I'm not even going there. <laughs> that Colorado thing, you had nowhere to go. That was, I mean, that you were, he was right down there in front of you, right? Is that the one you when you ran into? Uh... I think he's talking about last year. Oh, last no, year? No, no, he's talking about this year. Oh, when yeah. Weimer yeah. went down, right. and you know how those GoPros are. They look farther away than what they is. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he went down, and I, I didn't have anything. And the funny thing was, there was a split second. I said, man, you should go outside right now. I was like, nah, let's go inside. And the next thing you know, I'm, I'm taking my bike off the ground. So, it, it, again, this is my fault. I shouldn't have right. been following. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I know you've said that before. Like, I want to be in it. You got to be in it to win it. I got to make it through. And, and you're absolutely right by saying that. I'm not always convinced that you always believed it. But I, like I wrote a couple weeks ago, I think this year you do. This year you're like, I got to get better. But for now, no stupid stuff. You know, get the points. Move forward. You know, yeah, and I believe it. Yeah, so, <laughs> I, no, and and like you, you know, and I, I think people, you know, people will take, you know, because yeah, in the past, I, I, I've always been the person that says, yeah, like I, you know, I don't go into the season like, you know, what I want to win one race and crash out. It's just not how it is. Right. <laughs> but also been the person that doesn't back down from challenges either. Yes. Like I, I don't like I've I, I read those get out there and make my presence known, then, you know, just be a guy that's riding around. And unfortunately, I just knew this year, the way the Supercross season went, I was out of the Supercross championship by round four, you know, mm-hmm. and like, and that was the thing. Like, even I won Atlanta and, and had a couple of good rides in there, but I was so far out, like it didn't even matter. And so that's what I look at during this outdoor season. I'm like, dude, it's long as 24 motos. You know, some of the guys were like, they're, they're one you know, one swap out from being out of this thing. And if, you know, if I, I won four right. motos last year and I think I finished 10th in the standing. So, right. you know, I just knew like this year, like it had to be different. And that's just, you know, getting a little bit older and, and stuff and just learning that, you know what, in, until I'm ready to win, like there's no, there's no sense because 
at the first race, I could probably hang it out and still finish third, you know, just because I wasn't that comfortable. You know, right. same thing with Colorado. I could have hung it out and finished third again. So, you know, why take that chance? And if you get beat by 40 seconds or you get beat by one second, and it, you're still losing. So that's right. what I kind of figured out that I just need to, you know, take what I got now. I'm starting to get a little pissed off at what's going on. <laughs> now you're and I got to start <laughs> stepping up. I do got to step it up, but right. you know, I like at the same time, you know, people just need to understand my drive is still there. It's just you know how I'm going about it. It's a little bit different, and you know, right now I'm sitting 44 points down, so I can't continue just to hang out and yeah. you know take these points and uh, get their place or fifth, fourth, whatever it is. So hey, he's he's mad at that step up thing. He's mad. He, yeah, no, he, I could, he I wouldn't. Could uh, he he would not give me an interview for Racer X after the race. He's still mad. He wants to hash this thing out with Davey. And he, I said, okay, what about Pulp Max? He's like, all right, but he's mad. Who? who what are you talking about? Here? <laughs> uh, uh, DC at Racer X tweeted a photo of Chad Reed and said it's time to step up, Chad. Oh, okay. And he's been I sick and yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. it didn't go over well. Yeah, which I don't totally blame Chad. You know, I, I understand it. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it's one of those things that you know. I, you know, you're in a situation where, like, you know, the, the outside people don't know. Like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, like, I actually just looked at it and said, oh, okay, cool. Right. Like, I've had way worse. So, I like, that right. stuff doesn't really bother me. <laughs> right. You know, but, like, at the same time, like, you know, people, just like when people ask me the questions, they're trying to figure out what's wrong and stuff. And if you're you're sick, then the next week you're, you're better. But, you know, I, I think what I've learned in my career is that it's better to just kind of keep your mouth shut. You know, it's just almost better to keep it shut, like not right. like, hey, yeah, I can't wait to come back and, like, you know, teach all these haters this, uh, you know, you guys going to regret it, and then you come out and, and do what you do. I've, I've learned that lesson and stuff, so, you know, it's just better to keep it shut and all that stuff, and I, I know, you know, with him, it's probably a sensitive situation because, you know, we all don't know, you know, and the people who don't know, you know probably know he's pretty sick and stuff, but, you right. know, he's still out there riding, and, you know, even when I watch it, I'm like, dude, that guy, I, like, I don't think I can ride around in 20th place. Like, right. I, you know, I don't think I can do so. But, you know, there's there's reasons why he's out there. Maybe it's sponsor obligations or yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it is because yeah. I, I know Chad wants to win. I know he's not a 28th place guy, so I, that's the only thing I can chalk up is that he has to be out there and, and so you, know, you got to do whatever it takes. Yeah. Uh, Jared's got a question for you. Jared, thank you for listening to the show. What's your question for James? Jared, you there? Hello? Jared, what's up, man? You got a question for James Stewart? Uh, yes, sir. Hey, James, I've been a big fan of you for a while. And now that your brother's racing with you, has that encouraged you to, like, step up and, like, kind of uh, set the example for your brother on a 450? Um, no, i I just been there to, like, you know, help him, like, in between practices, me and Malcolm, like, we'll talk and stuff. And, you know, it's funny, like, we don't even really talk about, like, you know, racing. Just kind of talk about stuff, but I, I think like with him, um, you know, last weekend I told him that like the way I was riding that second motor, if he wouldn't have went down, he probably would have beat me, and that would have been bad. <laughs> bad. So I, I, I would have stepped up my game. Like I don't think I could let him go. That would have been I don't, bad. I don't think I could let him go past <laughs> me like that. So um, I, I would have had to step it up. Right, right. Um, all right, TJ, what's up, man? What's your question for James Stewart? Uh, I was wondering why you got into motocross. It, oh, back in the day when he was a kid? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, no, pretty simple. My dad, I looked up to my dad, so he used to ride. Um, if my dad would have played football and basketball, I would have got into that. My dad was my hero, so 
Um, he rode motorcycles. He got me into it, and and then uh, that was that was pretty much it. There we go. Thanks, thanks, TJ. Thank you. Uh, how about your heat stepping up yesterday? Speaking of stepping up, wow. No, uh, no. I, I, you know what? I know a lot about NBA, and I know a lot of people in NBA, and I hate to break a lot of people's bubbles, but NBA is fixed. Like just so you know. Really? Not, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's fixed. Yeah, it's fixed. So it's uh, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure after San Antonio swept what's name because. Of course, the NBA couldn't have San Antonio, Indiana. Indiana. Like you no know, way. Right. you know they, they like it. They're they're kind of a, uh, you know, nobody really knows a lot of people on that team. But <laughs> I've just been around it enough and heard people talk about it. Like you know, there's yeah. there's things where, you know, teams kind of lay down a little bit. And I, I knew and I knew Miami was going to win the whole time. But the NBA six. No. Uh, so who's going all the way? You know, I, I think when it comes down, I mean, to be honest, when it comes down to like those. Those like the championships. I think they let them play out. But you, you noticed last night that Miami got away with a lot of calls last night. That in uh, Game Six they didn't get away with it. So you know the players and stuff, they're not really in in on it. But at the, how the games are called, yeah. you know that's how it is. Sure. So, no, there, there's uh, there's columnists that tweet out, oh, I I know who's ref in Game Seven. You know, what I mean, there's refs that have the rep that the play that the columnists know what's going to happen or not what's going to yeah. happen, but. They're yeah. gonna they're the going cool to call is, it, you know. So the cool part is if you watch Charles uh, Barkley, I mean, he calls it out. Does he? Know, so. Yeah, <laughs> I don't watch. Yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he calls it out all the time. So it, it's cool. Like shoot, I I watched it, so yeah, right, it was, right. it's cool and stuff. Miami like, you and know, seven. I know. Miami. I think San Antonio. I've been hearing San Antonio from yeah. guys. Yeah. What do you think, James? You know, actually, yeah, I think San Antonio too. I wow. think what's going to happen is. And the only reason I say that just because I think overall San Antonio's kind of um they're a better like overall basketball team. Like they they you know, they got Duncan, Parker and all that, but they know how to play basketball. Like they, they're really good at fundamentals. Yeah. So I think if they if they do win it, I think they're gonna win it because of, you know, they, they pass the ball, they they just they do things right. I think Popovich is still a better coach than Spolcher. But I think if Miami win it, it's going to be because LeBron James just became a That's beast it, right. and Dwayne Wade played. Like, Miami will win it because their talent. San Antonio will win because their skills of how they play basketball. So, And uh, what do you think about the Stanley Cup, James? <laughs> uh, I don't know who's even playing. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> Chicago and uh, the Kings, maybe. That's, I don't know. That They're playing for it's, the right to go to the Stanley Cup. Okay, all right. Then um, I don't know. <laughs> Well, I'm with you there, James, on the hockey oh, stuff. Whatever, guys. Hey, but at least, at least I got like a, a team, right? Yeah, like that's I, good. I kind of yeah. watched it, but no, yeah, cool. I don't watch hockey. Oh. I don't really watch baseball either. So, oh, okay. Hey, uh, high point this weekend. Um, you've had some great races there. You've also had some bad races there. But uh, what does high point rank in terms of uh, you know things that you races you look forward to, or is it kind of in the middle, or is it uh, one of your better ones? Talk about this weekend. Well, I really don't have a choice. Like, I, I just chalk it up. Like, I don't really have a choice to – I'm not even get negative or positive on it. I just got to go do my job. Yep. So, you know, I high point, it's one of those tracks that, like, at this point in time, like, if I was winning a championship, it would be one of those tracks that, like, look, just let me get out with a podium. But okay. at this particular point, I just got to step it up. So mm-hmm. it's as simple as that. Okay. Uh, hey, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um and, Thanks for, uh, you know, meeting with the media after the races and uh, hanging out, even though I'm sure it drives you crazy. 
because you know it's not very good finishes but uh we appreciate it for sure we always want to hear from you good or bad what's what's going on with you and, and how the racing's going so yeah thanks man yeah no problem i realized that uh also realized that like the fans because i mean i have a bunch of fans out there after the races and stuff and mm-hmm. even with the media you know back in the day i used to you know get upset and yep. and and do it but I, now i realize that not you guys fault why I suck so you know why take it out on y'all so uh, like that. uh yeah you know, before we go funny thing Berlute. I was standing over there waiting for James and uh, Clement Sal and Stribos. Yeah. They came over to get photos taken with James. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> they're here racing against him, and they're getting, hey, can I get a photo with you? <laughs> they're like yeah, that. Yeah, I've autographed jerseys and stuff and, and, oh, and things. So I told him I got him back, so I won. I won the battle. I just so think I that's did. funny. I just think it's funny, like, still, they just want to get a photo with you and, you know, get it. It's just funny. That's awesome. So. It made me feel good. Right. It's all good. Right. Right. Well, I appreciate you guys having okay. me on, and uh, I'll see you this weekend, Steve. Thanks, James. See you, James. James. All right, thanks, guys. All right, everybody. It's Yoshimura Suzuki's James Stewart. Um, he's, he's different a little bit. In the department of people probably don't care. Yeah. Starting to come around to Stewart. He's winning winning me. Just saying. It's funny. Just, just saying. I, I feel, I'm feeling the same way. When you talk to the guy, when I, when I talk to him and listen to him on the show, you yeah. know, because I never really have talked to him. Right. They're, they're, he's home. Sitting there, he's probably comfortable, and he just says what he wants to say, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's uh, he's good. Um, and uh, I like his attitude lately. It's been it's been good. That's and, awesome. And um, yeah. no excuses, you know? Um, just got to get better. So, all right. Let's, get, uh, let's take our first commercial break of the night here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. We are going to come back with Star Racing's Cooper Webb. I'm Steve Mathis. That's Tony Baluti. That's Tis Legendary. See you guys in a little bit. Hi, I'm Jake Weimer. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time. Because like I said, it's Steve Mathis. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, 
and G3S Custom Series shocks. Race Tech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Race Tech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kurt Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. 
Savage Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy. Showy. Brop, the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more. Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, Honey Graham, Chocolate Chip Cranberry, and Blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. 
Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. The Pulp Mech Show was in by BTOsports.com. For Ludi, out of all my Van Halen songs that I love so much with Sammy Hagar, this one is my favorite. Yeah? Yeah. By far. Heads down. Hands really? down. Your favorite. 5150 it's called. By far my favorite. What's this uh, album? Song 5150. Okay. Yeah, the song is 5150. On 5150. Okay, yeah. right. Easily my favorite Van Halen song ever. Yeah. In case you were wondering, like... I was curious. Yeah, like in case you're, you know, like, hey, I wonder what yeah. wonder what Van Halen song Mathis likes the most. Yeah, I was wondering that. Yeah. Yep. Well, now you know. Thank you. All right. Well, we went from uh, Yoshimura Suzuki's James Stewart to uh, a, a now uh, superstar to uh, maybe the next great superstar in our sport. He's killing it in the, uh, the Nationals so far through three rounds. He's definitely the top rookie. My Plash, Yamaha's. Cooper Webb. Cooper, what's up, man? What's up? Thanks for coming on the show. No, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, yep. <laughs> We've never had you on. I think yeah, this is the first time. So, Yeah, first oh. timer. I uh, appreciate it. Hey, Tony Berluti, uh, Brock Tickle's mechanic, he's, uh, he's in the studio with me as well. So, How you doing? Good, good. How about you? Good, Cooper. 
Um, hey, uh, great, great season. You've got to be pumped. I mean, you've had a couple of poopy motos, but they haven't been for lack of trying or, or anything like that. Um, you're definitely, um, you know, one of the more impressive guys that hit the scene in a while. What do you think of the start of your season through six motos? Um, so far, it's been, obviously, my first motos have been really good. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we've we've had some issues, obviously, with the second motos. And <laughs> I'm glad, though, this week, even, even today, um, I really took time and worked with Gary Bailey and the whole team and really, mm-hmm. you know, looked and see, you know, if there was a pattern, which obviously... You know, it was kind of some freak stuff, and um, obviously some of it was my fault as well. So yeah. kind of, you know, learn from that, and, and I'm looking forward now to kind of going to high point. And obviously my my first moto is there, you know, I just got to put two together. So mm-hmm. um, I'm excited, you know, I'm, it's good to, to kind of finally be here and just race every weekend. It's It's been a blast so far, so. Yeah, you've been you've been waiting and waiting to turn pro for a while. We've been you know watching you. I remember when you rode Honda CR 150s. The guys at Gibbs are like, "This kid's going to be great. This kid is going to be great." And that was you know two or three years ago or whatever. So you know you've definitely had your eye. I don't know if you uh, if you read it, but I did the math after um, Thunder Valley, and you would have been like six in the points if you hadn't for those last laps, kind of the, the the stall at Hangtown and then the the uh, the, the crash at um. At Lakewood, like it's just fluky stuff. Uh, you can't really look back on that, I guess, and, and think too much of it. But uh, it does kind of suck to get throw away those points, huh? Yeah, no, for sure. That's that's what I was saying. Even yeah. if I would have been able to kind of stay where I was in all these motos, right? Um, obviously, besides last weekend, I think I would have ended up with two fifth places, and you yeah. know, I think would have been fifth or sixth in points right now. So, yeah. Obviously, you know, rookie coming in, you know, I'm learning every weekend. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm still, you know, seventh in points, but seven through ten is right, you know, real close. So yeah. hopefully if I can put in two, you know, good motos and um, just take it one race at a time, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a long season. As a rookie, you'll find that out, you know, come uh, near the end of the Nationals. You, uh, what about Muddy yeah. Creek? Have you spent a lot of time there? Is that a track that, you know, you don't live that far away? So um, do you have a ton of, yeah. ton of time um, there? I grew up like on fifties and sixty fives. I raced a lot there, um, and then on eighties, I didn't really race there. The last time I raced there was twenty eleven. Obviously, besides this weekend, it was mm-hmm. twenty eleven for a for a regional. And um, I mean, I raced it probably seven eight times, okay. but it was definitely nothing like it was then. This weekend, it yeah, was yeah. like a totally different track. <laughs> Yeah, that's what uh, Osborne said the same thing too. He's like, ah, you know, I know the layout, but the wood chips and yeah. uh, you know, there's two new sections added. So, um, yeah. um, so have you done? You know, you've got yourself a third with a great ride at Lakewood. Uh, you've been up there a lot. Is this what you expected to do? Are you on where you thought you'd be, or do, are you still? You want? Do you think you should be doing better? Are you happy? Are you surprised with how well you're doing? Like, where where are you at on that? Without trying to sound, you know. So cocky that Vital MX will blow up, but you know what I mean. Like, is this... nah. Yes, I mean obviously the the podium was definitely not necessarily unexpected, but it was one of those things that that was kind of like mm-hmm. if everything went right, you know, maybe by the end of the season I could you know grab a podium mm-hmm. or whatever. So um, coming in, like I thought, if if 
if everything went right, I got good starts, you know, I'd be a, a fifth to eight, you know, around that area. Yep. And obviously I've gotten two fifths in the first moto and a third. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's, you know, right where I said I would like to have been and maybe a little better. So right. obviously coming in, I didn't really know what to expect. I had been doing, you know, everything I could to prepare myself. So watching those kind of guys and obviously going to California and riding with them and right. obviously practice is totally different, but to kind of see where I sat was, was pretty cool. And like I said, the first motos I've, I've done really good. So, um, you know, if we can take that and put, put two together, we <laughs> sat. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you have a question for uh, Yamaha's Cooper Webb, Berludi, have you seen much of this kid out there? I know you're just on TV. Yeah. I, I didn't know much about 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 him, but uh, very impressed. Yeah, he's very he's, impressed. I mean, I know you're working on Tickle's bike, but you should maybe drop the wrenches and go watch. Yeah, go to, go to the right. fences and okay. watch him. I'll, I'll do that with 40 minutes. <laughs> I got 40 minutes to prep a bike. Doesn't matter. Motos. Don't don't worry about it. Watch Cooper <laughs> Webb. He's in, no. I watch him on TV, and I'm totally okay. impressed. I love it. Um, uh, hey, uh, what's been um, what's been the biggest adjustment? from amateurs to pros like what uh what's something that maybe took you off guard or what's what's something where you're like hey these guys don't fool around or is there anything that like comes to mind through, yeah. through six motos mainly is that you know they they don't mess around like just the first lap and the first 15 minutes and in, intensity wise is just yeah. unreal like <laughs> right to where i i always you know could could go fast at the beginning, but I felt like I was always stronger at the end. And, mm-hmm. you know, as an amateur, you can kind of, you know, settle and, and you know, let the race come to you. And yep. basically you can control the race to where <laughs> these guys are 100% balls out, you know, the first 15 minutes. And then you'll have some guys that, you know, are a little out of shape or whatever that'll fade. But, yeah. you know, just, uh, just pinning it. For thirty plus two is yeah, it's pretty wild. Which obviously I knew that was going to be, mm-hmm. but especially this weekend, you know, pulling the whole shot and you know trying to get out there and go as fast as you could, and you know, the guys are blowing yeah. by me. So <laughs> um, that's something I kind of struggled with, but we're getting the feel for it. But uh, yeah, I'd say that's the main thing. Uh, Ryan Morris, your manager there at uh, at Star Yamaha, um, great guy. I've known him yeah. for a long time. I actually worked for him as a mechanic for. For mini O's one year, but um, talk about Ryan. Yeah, he told me that. Oh, he did? Oh. He's, yeah. Did he tell you how I got screwed out of the Golden Wrench Award? <laughs> oh, God. Because yeah. I did. did. Yeah? I did. You got screwed out of it. Yeah, he lost. I've told this story a hundred times. But I I'm haven't st- heard it. I'm still pissed. Uh, he lost two motos all week. One to James Stewart and one to uh, Steve Mertens. Lost two oh, motos okay. all week. Mertens from uh, Northern Nor- Cal. Northern Cal, yeah. yeah. And uh, some lady whose car broke down on the way there and, like, changed a flat and got her kid there, and she's such a hero. She got the wrench. Yeah? I got screwed, dude. You got jacked, dude. Oh, I did. I want that wrench. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, what's, what's Ryan? What's, uh, talk about how Ryan's helped you, what, what you, uh, you know, uh, the process, process of him managing you and, uh, as, a, as a rookie and what he's helped you with and, and all that a little bit because, um, you know, I think Ryan's one of the uh, – one of the better guys in the sport, really underrated, a smart uh, thinker yeah. kind of guy. Like, he's smart. He's a smart guy. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he's been unreal. Obviously, um, I haven't worked with too many team managers, but right. 
you know, to have a guy that, for me, he can easily relate to him because, unfortunately, you know, he had to end his career early last year, but, you know, he was still racing the year before that and, you know, still even racing last year. So, you know, he knows how it is and and Mm -hmm. just all the little details that I think, you know, maybe not most managers would know or, you know, some managers raced back in the 80s or, you know, a while ago and things have evolved since then. So he, right. he definitely can put things in perspective and and really help us there and just, you know, always there, words of encouragement and, and mm-hmm. a little uh, on the track, you know, here and there. And Yeah, I mean, two, honestly, year, two years ago he was podium yeah. supercrosses, you know what I mean? So Yeah, like, yeah. Not far but off. Now, go ahead. It was definitely a unique situation for him to be put in, but I feel like, you know, he's, He's done an awesome job, and mm-hmm. I think the whole team would agree. Yeah, your bike, your bike looks good. Uh, Brad at Star, it's got the thing running well. Um, funny how that works. Like they haven't had the greatest success hiring riders, and so the bike may not have looked that good. But yourself and Jeremy Martin, who by the way is having a good season too, you guys are showing that yeah. thing is, you know, carburetors, man. That's where the future is, Blue. Yeah, go back to them. <laughs> but no, nah, uh, bikes, I mean, bikes are good. Yeah, really good. Um, I was, I was really surprised because they, they, they held me out forever. They would never let me ride the race bike <laughs> right. until I turned pro. Uh-huh. And, uh, once I hopped on that thing, I was like, wow, you know, like, yeah. this thing is unbelievable. I always thought my amateur bikes were, you know, really good and, right. um, just yeah. good bikes. And then when you hop on that thing, it's like night and day. And then this year we... I got onto the air forks and stuff, and those mm-hmm. things are, I think, unreal. And just the whole bike's really good. They put a lot of, we we tested a whole lot, and mm-hmm. even Morris, you know, tested a lot as kind of like a test rider. And because uh, obviously I was not racing Supercross, so I had a lot more time to to go out and you know test with Brad and you know develop stuff what he thought would be better and what I thought would be better. So. Mm-hmm. Um, the bike's been really good, and and you know we've had to make minimal changes, so that's that's always a plus. This is the new thing, Berludi, where these kids, Tomac, Barsha, Cooper, um, they're hitting the outdoors. They're skipping Supercross. Their first their first part of uh, being a pro is the outdoors. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you did you uh, like that, Cooper? Was that your idea? Did you want to start in Supercross? Like, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I, I it was. My plan, my family's, okay. Gary's, Bobby, everybody's. To our goal a year ago was all right. And honestly, actually, when we when we signed with Star in uh, late 2011, mm-hmm. we put a, a long term goal, and it was kind of you know you race B class this long, race A, and if you stay healthy and everything keeps progressing, we'd like you to race, you know, like Eli and and Barsha and Nelson did, and you know do the whole outdoor series and really instead of coming into the last I think it's only three this year, you know, and mm-hmm. racing a few and then going straight into Supercross, which is a totally new thing and so I obviously think it's a really, really beneficial way to do it instead of coming into the last three and I think there's there's a lot of pros to it and yeah. Obviously, you know, I think there's a certain point in your amateur career when you're ready and you don't want to wait till the red is, but you don't want to come in too early. So mm-hmm. I think, uh, I kind of came at the perfect time. 
Um, we open the phone lines up for you. We have two questions for you. And get, I, I, I don't have this question. I wasn't going to ask you it. But guess what both of these people want to ask you about? Same thing. Same thing. Can you guess? I can guess. Go ahead, brother. Um, probably Adam about oh, <laughs> You got it. So, so do you want to take these, or do we just tell them that? that like, I know. No, yes, I'll take. Okay, because I know, you know, lots of lots of rivalry here. You can't be on both sides. I'm trying to be on both bandwagons, but I don't know if that's going to work. I, one bandwagon may kick me out. Yeah, I don't. It's weird. It's a weird deal. Yeah. Um. But uh, okay, let's take let's take Jeremy. Jeremy, what's up, man? Jeremy, you there? Jeremy, turn your radio down. No? How you doing, guys? Oh, there you are. All right, what's up, man? What's your question? Yes, sir, I'm here. Okay, what's your question for Cooper Webb? Jeremy, you're, you're, yes. you're losing Cooper Webb here. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Uh, I just wanted to say, uh, Cooper, I think you're doing extremely well. Uh you're meeting and exceeding expectations that uh, I've I've been watching you ride for a very long time, and uh, I just was wondering if you're ready to be on the track with Adam with all the hype that he has got. That uh, I feel like maybe you should have deserved some of that hype coming up, and uh, just wondering if you're ready to just put the gloves on and. Uh, See, see where, and, see what happens. And there it is. There's the Adam Cincerillo question. Oh, yeah. uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Jeremy, for calling. He'll answer it right now. Thanks. thanks. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely ready. Um, yeah, you think you got third, you got third in a moto? Like I think you're ready. We've been right. You know, whatever you want to call it, since we were on 65 stuff. So for us to both make our, you know, pro debut at the same or originally we were supposed to mm-hmm. and all the hype obviously was at least i felt like it was more oh you know ac right. is definitely going to do better so obviously he still hasn't raced and um i'm not sure you know i, I heard he was sick and stuff so obviously you don't want to rush it but yeah i mean i'm I'm ready just to not, not necessarily go and race against him but i guess just kind of maybe shut people up and mm-hmm. and then see like all right um you know they're both i feel like we're both really good riders but it's to me anyway i feel like everybody did definitely put a lot of of emphasis on adam and even since he was on the 60s you know it's always been that way so to kind of be in the shadow of somebody like that it's mm-hmm. it's definitely been a motivator for me but it's it's at some point you know you just want to get out there and try to prove a point and yeah. you know for me i just it's kind of like the bullseyes on on his back for me so yeah you know, just um, always fired me up whenever i could beat him <laughs> well jeremy asked if you're ready i mean you got you you've podium this year i think you're ready you know what i mean like you yeah. said, like i think you're good you know what i mean it's not like uh, oh, yeah, i'm ready and, i mean and adam i like adam uh he's he's i don't know if we're buddies or not or not whatever but i like him he's a good dude he's gonna do well but just like when Millsaps and Alessi got together as pros, you begin to realize, you know, this ain't amateurs. There's a lot of fast dudes on nah. the track. Like it's, nah. it's, you know, and, and that, and that's the other thing is everybody puts so much emphasis on. Oh, I want to see who does better. But yeah. at the end of the day, like he's just one of the 39 guys. So. 
Right. Absolutely. That's the way I try to look at it. No, and I think you're right. I think that's that's the way you have to. But uh, goddamn, you knew we were going to get those questions. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, but uh, um, hey, anything else for loot for Cooper Webb? <clears throat> no, I don't. Uh, nothing. But uh, well, one question: Did you guys uh, who got the better of of who during your amateur career? It that's that's a kind of not sore subject, but okay. He he uh, on sixty fives. Um, I was I felt like I was really good on sixty fives. I never raced him on fifties. He uh, moved up to sixty fives really quick, and um, so I never raced him on fifties on sixty fives. Um, I think I beat him more on eighties. He beat me more, and then we raced one time on big bikes. And, you know, he beat me the one moto um, at, at Monster, Monster Cup, Cup whatever, right? Which, right. yeah. So it, it's, it was one of those deals, like, the year I won Loretta's on Super Mini, he raced two races and then pulled out. And then the following year, you know, won on Super Minis. And I just raced the one super mini class and a big bike class because I think I was a little too big for the 150, but I mm-hmm. had to follow my contract. And yeah, do all that. So that was, and then we raced, uh, I can't remember what year, 7-Eleven or whatever. I broke my thumb during Loretta's and 12-13, the 13-year-old year, I, I wasn't able to race Loretta's because I got hurt, so. We only raced really, you know, mm-hmm. the Reddas, especially a few times against each other. So, right. as as much as the rivalry we had, we we really didn't race. It wasn't like every every moto, every national, yeah. every class we were out there battling. You know, it's uh, it's weird. But, like like Wygant, Jason Wygant, uh, got some emails from from the Yamaha people. Nothing to do with Cooper. Nothing to do with anybody but Yamaha people. Mm-hmm. You know, coming into Hangtown, they're like, "Look, we know you're going to talk about Adam, but you need to talk about Cooper too." Like, like, and, and the yeah. fans are that that way on the message boards, and and it's weird. Oh, yeah. It's weird. Like, there's just I don't follow amateur racing that much, but yeah, I, I know, didn't know too much about it. Yeah, or I, I follow it a little bit. You yeah. know, I look at results a little bit, but I don't follow it. You know, obviously, but yeah, um, it's after Hangtown. I don't think there's any question uh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I would have to say that uh, Adam's going to have to step up. Oh, here we go with the step up stuff again. But the reason yeah, we can't, I we mean, can't say step up, stuff. step really, up's a bad one. Okay, he's going to have to yet, bring his so. game, a game. He's going to have to bring his a game if he wants to. We can't say step up after the Instagram problems we I'm had. I'm sorry, okay, Steve. I, geez, nobody wants my to bad. Nobody wants to tell these riders they need to step up. That's problems. A game. Bring your a game. <laughs> he, Adam's going to have to bring his a game. Um. Hey Cooper, thank you for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I know it's thank late. You. I know it's late where you are, and I know you're probably pumped to be back out of California too, and be back home, right? Uh, yeah, it's nice. It was it was a hot one today. Um, yeah, kind of south of the border, and um, <laughs> is that it was hot today? And heard about that place. Is that different from Club MX? I don't. Is it different? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's um. They're about an hour and a half away from each other, but they're both in South Carolina and. That's, Are they mortal enemies? Uh, Are they mortal enemies? Club M- Club MX and South of the Border. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, you never know. Uh, I mean, there's been issues, I guess. Um, <laughs> oh, now we got riding. Know. Now we got there, riding facilities. Battles. You're gonna have issues. <laughs> I feel, especially amateurs, Steve, like yeah, always issues that, after issues against between people. But yeah. it's nice to be, you know, back in the south and right. where it's hot and you know, still close to my house in North Carolina and stuff. So, have you raced high like point? Have you raced high point before? The amateur. I've done an amateur day, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so, so you, you somewhat have a feel of the track. Been once. Yeah, yeah, you somewhat remember yeah. it or whatever. Um, hey, man, yeah. great job! You're killing it this year. Uh, keep it up. I think you've uh, you've exceeded expectations at least as far as my non-amateur motocross following <laughs> ass goes. Like I, I, you know, you're better than I think that uh, than a lot of people thought. And yeah, like you know, if if some butts were candies and nuts, but if you had those points, man, you'd be killing it even more. But even still, seventh after three rounds, cannot complain. So, rookie. Yeah, year, nah, yeah. yeah. It's been good. So. Fun to watch. Hopefully. Yeah. That first moto was Hopefully unbelievable keep it going. to watch. Yeah. All did right. you watch that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, oh, yeah thank awesome. you. Yeah, you did well. All right. Thanks, Cooper. Yeah, thank you, guys. Talk All right. to you, thank Cooper. you. All See right, everybody. Ya. Cooper Webb on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. Yeah. I knew the AC question was going to come up. Uh, you gonna, knew it was. I wasn't going to answer it. You would. No, I was not going to answer it. Answer. No, I wasn't. I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to. Uh, hey, uh, mature kid, huh? Seems like it. Yeah. yeah seems like mature. it. That's how all these kids are now, man. Golly. Look at Adam, too. Like When you talk to Adam, it's like talking to like a 25-year-old. Really? You know, yeah. He's. I don't know him. I haven't oh, yeah. He's funny and like he's well-spoken and stuff. And, wow. And uh, Cooper the same way. Like, yeah. yeah. They're just kind of brought up that way. I think when you're in the limelight. Like now amateurs are in the magazines and getting, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of product when they're 10. Yeah. And you just, you know, there's like three or four amateur magazines and websites. and Websites. Magazines are on their way out. Yeah, good point. But, um, yeah, I just think that these guys are just brought up that way, you know. And, yeah. And, like, they're well-spoken. They interview. They do all that. Yeah, so. very mature young yeah. man. Yeah, I know. He's good, man. He's going to be good. I love watching him. That's, that yeah, boy is unbelievable. That uh, guy does not – he's not scared to hang it out. And he's got that amateur riding style where you're whipping it and stuff. and You know what I mean? Like all aggressive and yeah. like scrub and whip and like doesn't seem to matter like one way or another whether he uh, he crashes or not. He gets up, goes as what, fast as he can. What happened to him? That, that second mode he crashed the first lap like about the third or fourth corner, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then uh, what uh, – did he crash again later on or something? Do, or do you know that? I don't know that. Oh, I haven't yeah. watched the race yet. I, yeah. well, I watched it with Wygan a little bit, but they didn't catch it, I don't think. He, yeah. He did seem to be moving forward, and then he maybe dropped back a little what bit. What did he end up in that moto? Uh, what did he get? 15th or something? Yeah, 15. 14. Oh, okay. Yeah, 14, 14, 15, somewhere around there. Yeah. So. He must have had some problems because he, he yeah. was up front, and he got up pretty quickly, it looked when, like. You know, if he, if he hadn't stalled it at Hangtown, he lost seven spots on the Bummer. last lap. Lakewood, yeah. he crashed off the side of the tabletop. Last lost lap, lost right? another ten spots or something like, he gave away seventeen points basically in like two laps wow. at the end of races, yeah. you know. So, yeah. um, he would be much higher. But having said that, he's seventh. Um, let's get to our next guest. Yeah, uh, let's move this thing along. Um, he is uh, he needs no introduction at all. Uh, the the most successful team owner in our sport, and um, thick in the thick of it for the two fifty MX title outdoor once again. Mitch Payton, what's going on? How are you? I'm good. Tony Berluti's uh, hey, Mitch. in studio here. All right. How are you? Good. Just don't... They, re- they replaced, they replaced uh, Kenny with you. Uh, sometimes. Very similar personalities. Yeah, like, right? Very similar. <laughs> we, we haven't missed a beat going forward here. I, I love it. 
<laughs> hey, and don't talk about Robbie Renard because he loves Robbie Renard. That is his guy. Oh, stop it. You do. You do. Rob, hey, well, Robbie was fat. Hey, let's let's we ought to get Mitch's impression of his daddy. Does a great uh, Robert Renard. Oh, he does. Yeah. <laughs> can can we hear it, Mitch? <laughs> Put him on the spot. Lo- Sorry about that's that. That's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, but you did it so well. <laughs> so you're saying Mitch could go to Mitch could go to Vegas and do it, like have a little show. Oh, yeah. He could do people. a stand up probably on all the all the guys' dads. Right. Sure. Right. Um, oh my god! You tried to sign Robbie a couple times, hey Mitch? Um, mm, just no. Never... I, oh, okay. We only tried. We only tried to sign Robbie about six times. Okay. <laughs> just never, <laughs> never good enough money, team, whatever. Just, just yeah, whatever. No, uh, it it didn't work out. But he was really like, and I think Tony will tell you that too. Like when you watch that kid come into class, like he was, he was yeah. every bit of anything that you ever wanted. Like he was. He was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, his riding style is so good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you, yeah. Can, you can ask him about Pashan. He'll, he'll tell you about Pashan. That's probably his. Oh, you like Pashan, Berlin. Yeah. yeah. I like Yeah. I like Pashan. Pashan was awesome. Yeah. Um, Mitch, uh, tough year for you so far. Tough year. Yep. But um, you hope... Go ahead. It hasn't been easy. Is it? I mean, is it uh, extra frustrating, or is it as frustrating as another year you can remember? Uh, do these years sort of blend together, or is it, uh, you know what I mean? Like, can you compare it to a season, or is it just not, everything's kind of unique in its own situation? Well, you know, like, I, I tried to think of it a little bit. You know, like, we've had we've had really great seasons and, and okay seasons and then really bad seasons, and, like, like even – even, you know, like this year you sort of look at it and like the next, as soon as it started and things weren't going right, I, I like I kind of thought back. I'm like, man, did I blow it? Like, what did I do? And like, is it my fault? Did I did I step on a dog? Or... And I, I don't really think I would have done anything different. You know, like I, I really believe in my guys and I think they, they ride well and I think, you know, like, Going into the season, you know, like I was at the test track and you could watch Martine and Martine was going fast and Blake was going fast. And then I go to Anaheim one, they come out of the first turn and Blake was, I think, second mm-hmm. and Mar- Martine was fourth. And like within, within six seconds, they're both down. <laughs> Blake's broke his wrist and Martine's laying on the side of the track with a hole in his radiator. And, you know, like that's just, it's just part of our sport, you know. It's like, yeah. like I always say, I wish, I wished we were a little bit more like car racing, where like when when you have an accident and they smash into the wall, you know, like majority of the time, um, you know, you just you just fix the car and the guys the guys pissed off, but he's ready to go next week. And mm-hmm. and a lot of times in our sport, you know, like Tony can fix a bike in an hour and a half if he has to. I don't care how bad it is, but. We, we might not have the guy. The guy might be ruined. <laughs> yeah, right. 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 <laughs> bike's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bike's good. We're ready to go. What about you? Well, it's, uh, I don't know. This thing's broken. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Um, uh, I guess let's first talk to Dean Wilson. Crashed shoulder surgery out for the year. Uh, major bummer. Uh, man, I, I this bl- devastating blow to him and, and to your team. No, it was really bad. You know, like Dean, uh, 
Dean's been through a lot, you know, like he had a shoulder problem last year, you know, like after Seattle, he, mm-hmm. he, he tangled with Tomac and went down and blew his shoulder out and it was thought it would be okay. And then he rode the next week. I think it was at uh salt Lake and it wasn't a hundred percent, you know, and like he got tired and was favoring one side and then crashed there. And then he's like, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm going to be good. You know, like, all right, well, let's, let's mm-hmm. think about outdoors and you're going to be able to do it. And, I want to try. I want to try. And I, I knew in the back of my mind, I didn't think it was going to, you know, like truthfully, truthfully didn't think I'm like, you know, he might make it through one round or two rounds. Right. Like when you're talking about riding a whole series out of all those motos and all the practice you do, you're going to go down and you go down, you're going to pop it again. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a possibility to happen. And he tried Hangtown and even, you know, the first moto, it, it popped out during the moto and then yeah. i said well then that's it you know like we proved that it ain't gonna work so let's just get it fixed so that was really sad and then you know like he made a decision to go ride for another program and and that program didn't work out and then it was kind of a last minute deal that he came back to us and we put, put some stuff together and then um you know uh east coast didn't go the way i think he thought it would and then obviously he got he crashed again and mm-hmm. and uh, punctured along, and that that kind of hurt him and kind of shortened up the span. Getting ready for outdoors, outdoors started, and you know the 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 problem that happened was a mechanical problem, and it's it's my fault and just a you know something something was a mistake, and and I have to own that, and that's mm-hmm. it's my fault, and I feel sorry, and and uh, nobody ever tries to do anything. You know, bad. Nobody ever wants anything to break, but something broke, and you know he he crashed and popped the shoulder out. Yeah, that's it's tough. We've all been there, at least you know, as a mechanic or whatever. Like, of course, you do everything you can, and it's it's a lot of moving parts, and sometimes shit happens, right? Like, it's like I know you feel bad, I know you feel terrible, and it's not good, but you know, uh, yeah, these things happen. This is a motorized sport, and machine. Yeah, it's a machine. And um, if you do it, if, if you do it long enough, like nobody, nobody is immune to it. Like, uh, right, right. you know, I don't care whoever they think is the best mechanic. They can have a, a tally and, and a vote and you can pick the best mechanic. And I, I can go through and tell you <laughs> right. some failures that they've had. And, yeah. and it's and it's not always their fault even. And it's not mm-hmm. anybody's, you know, intention that it, it happens. And it's just, you know, it's 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 the nature of the beast. Yeah. Uh, 450 program, uh, you know, like I told you at Hangtown, it was always, it was going to be Langston. It was going to be Tedesco. It was going to be Jeremy Buell. Maybe not, but it was, uh, it was going to be all these guys, you know, you were rumored to do it. You finally went into it this year and I don't count tickles season last year. I don't count that because that was, you know, you guys had to do that for the, for the rule and everything. And, but now you got a new truck and two riders or you had two riders. Is this something going forward that you can see like in, you know, Five years from now, you're still running a 450 team. It's you know, like I've wanted to do it for a right. long time, mm-hmm. but I I've never done it if uh, if I didn't think that we had the right backing or the structure to do it. Right, and we had an agreement with someone that that basically came on and said that like he wanted to do it, mm-hmm. and so like we made a decision to go for it, and next year we should be solid and and great okay and 
we're not sure if that's still the case due to a couple things, but uh, we're going to see what we can do to, to keep it going. And I think, I think it's important, you know, like as all these kids out of the lights program move up, you know, like I feel bad for them because I, I, I feel as though that we're not going to have enough spots for them. You know, like I think Tony can tell you like Suzuki's got one guy this year mm-hmm. and, you know, like years ago that was three guys. So as all these guys graduate up and they get in the 450 class, well, where do, where do we put them yeah. if there's nowhere for them to go? And if you, if you immediately make a guy a privateer again after he had some success to, quote, point out, then I, then I think they might go away, you know, and, and I, I would like to see – I would like to see all the teams, not myself. I'd like to see all the teams, you know, be fortunate enough to, to have some backing where we could all, you know, like have a guy, you know, Factory Connection has been successful at it. You know, mm-hmm. they had Kevin yep. and – they ran their lights program and Kevin Windham and I always thought that was a, a really, really good program the way they did that and had a 450 guy because I think that enabled them to have this bridge between the lights and there and you know like now Kevin's gone and I think I think the plan is they're going to run Will Hahn next year mm-hmm. I I believe unless I'm wrong I think so um, yeah. on a 450 and I think I think that's great because you know like he he pointed out now like Will Hahn where where does a guy like that go Factory Honda's not going to hire him right so like there's no ride for him. Yeah, you think about so it. He like, goes from ha- having his best year of his life, and then he's out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, th- you think about it. Yeah, Suzuki, RCH, one guy. Suzuki, one guy. KTM, one guy. You know, Cowie, two. JGR, two. You know, being Yamaha. So, there, yeah, there just isn't those rides. No. It's just not there. Um, Tyler Rattray, am I, am I being harsh to ex- thought that to, to be thinking that I thought he would be a lot better um, this year. Is he where you want him to be? Is he, how's he doing? <laughs> no, you can, you can be harsh. Okay. Uh, Cause I think the world of Tyler as a person, as a rider, a hard worker, I, I can't quite figure out what's going on. Well, I do too. And like Tyler, Tyler's a guy that like, he was a world champion that came from Europe, you know, and like we knew Supercross was going to be a struggle for him. And we, we were in the belief that we could, you know, kind of work on that and get that down and and even not this year but last year at one point he even had the red plate and supercross mm-hmm. and then you know last year was really bad for him you know he got hurt when he rode for us and then you know Villapoto got hurt and Kawasaki needed a 450 guy and they asked if they could take him from us and move him to their program so that they could have uh Tyler up there and you know he was so excited about it and he went there and that that didn't go like planned. You know, he broke his finger, I think, at the first race, and just all these little things kept happening. And, you know, I always I always thought, you know, if the guy had a good, solid season under him outdoors, I, I, I believe that he could prove true to be a, a great 450 outdoor guy. And all during our testings, he was fast, and, and I haven't seen that yet at the race. So mm-hmm. I, I want more from him, but I don't think he's – I haven't seen the best of him. No one has, and and we're we're disappointed in it too. Right, right. Um, do you think that uh, Berludi is screwing Tickle up because he's doing worse this year than he was with you? Do you think it's Berludi's fault? That's what I think. No, I mean you know how it is. I, I, I'm sure I've known Tony a long time, and I guarantee Tony's trying everything he can do to to make Brock better than he is. And we did that with Brock, you know. And a lot of that is just a confidence 
um, confidence thing. And, you know, like it's, yeah. it's so weird, even with Brock last year when he rode for us, you know, like we, we pushed and pushed and pushed in Supercross to try to get something. And, and, you know, like we had little tiny flashes, but, you know, like we're like, man, you just, we, we needed more than what he was showing. And, mm-hmm. and then outdoors, it started turning around a little bit and we thought, you know, like this is pretty good. And I'm sure they thought the same thing that they could help him and, and make him faster. And, and I think their bikes are good. I don't think their equipment's bad. I think that's just a, I, I think it's just a confidence thing. So I'm sure they'll keep working on it. And I think, I think Brooks much more capable capable than he has showed so far mm-hmm. and he should he should be doing better than he is and he just he's got to buckle down and work on it 702-586-7857 if you have a question for the great mitch payton uh call in now pop show presented by btosports.com uh blake baggett i feel like uh he had a late start to the season uh he's coming around he's he's, he's you know he's certainly right there three three this weekend for somehow for a fourth but uh uh, we're, we haven't seen that. We haven't seen Blake at a hundred percent yet. Do you agree? He's going to get better. Um, I think so. I mean, like he, you know, his, his wrist injury, you know, at first we thought was, you know, you always think like from where I'm at, you know, like you a spinal cord injury is like a pretty for real deal. Yeah. And then you say, okay, you blew your knee out or you broke your wrist. And that's a, that's a minor thing. That's just going to heal up in four weeks in your back. And then, you know Blake's wrist mm-hmm. when he when he got out of the cast and started moving it. You know he didn't have a lot of movement in it, and he even had to go back in later because it just wasn't getting better. And go back under, and they had to manipulate the wrist and try to give him more range of motion. And from that point to the first national was like three and a half weeks. Yeah, and like. I think he's doing really well. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to get faster. I think he's, you know, once again, I think that's a confidence thing. I think once once he, like this weekend, I think was a lot better for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Hangtown, he had great starts. Um, Colorado, he had one moto that was a really good start. He went up there, I think, like second kind of spun and came down fourth, and then all of a sudden he was eighth, and then, you know, he worked yeah. his way back this week starts weren't that good and he went off the track first lap one moto and and uh i, I think he's going to do better and i think he's capable of running the speeds of tomac and roxon and muskin and all those guys so like i i i believe in it you know and like it's early in the series and whoever's going to win it has to be there at the last race yeah yeah it is definitely early he's right there uh neil what's going on you got a question for uh mitch payton yeah, I was just curious about what Mitch thought was going to be the next big design change in four-stroke exhaust. Like, we've seen resonance chambers and all this other kind of technology come into four-stroke exhaust, but what do you think will be the next big thing to make systems lighter for four-strokes? Well, I don't know that you're going to... I don't, make, I don't think you're going to make them any lighter because as we go forward, you know, the, the AMA and the FIM want us to uh, go lower on sound and... If you go lower on sound, the only thing you can do is restrict it more. So then when you restrict it more, you have a lot of heat. That's that's bad. And then, um, you know, like if you want to cancel noise, then you kind of got to head towards a mechanical muffler or something like that, and then you need volume to uh, 
to to get rid of some of the noise and and mm-hmm. I don't know I I don't think they're going to get lighter I think they're going to get longer and quieter yeah longer. so so you don't think using materials like Inconel will help at all like to reduce weight because you can make tubing thinner because Inconel is a little bit stronger than titanium or anything like that. You can make them out of Inconel, but Inconel is even more expensive than titanium, and already a pipe's a thousand bucks. So yeah, I don't think we I don't think we need to go down that road. <laughs> yeah, people people are already uh, not happy with prices of four stroke exhaust. Um, yeah. Thanks, Neil. Well, that that was my question. Thanks. Thanks, Mitch. Do you see an uptake in two stroke pipe sales and silencers? Have you uh, two stroke sales for us have been up like for the last year and a half, and it, and a lot of it is just, it's not guys that are seriously racing, it's just guys that like dirt bikes, you know, that that, uh, that mm-hmm. used to have a two-stroke, and now all of a sudden they, they uh, you know, they're not as serious, and they want to go ride on the weekends, and they just buy a two-stroke, and they just ride for fun. Right, so more, more of those sales picking up. Um. We uh, we have a segment on our show where, where it's called the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. Perhaps you heard of X-Brand Goggles, the goggle of choice for Michael Lessie. Um, no, I haven't. Okay. Well, um, the best goggles out there. And uh, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> You'd be surprised how good Scott goggles are. Uh, yeah. No, I hear it from John Knowles all the time. Um, so, <laughs> so, okay. So what we do is uh, we, we usually just have it for the hosts, but our – our question maker, um, a Corey yep. Moser, wanted to specifically ask you some X-Brand goggle tear-off segments. It's 15-second or less answers. So rapid-fire f- rapid uh, questions. So are you ready? I'm ready. We got three? Three questions. Three That's questions. correct. Okay. Yep. All right. First question. Which of your riders are you most disappointed with this season? Do I have to answer that? No, I I would say uh, maybe Josh Hill. I would have expected more from him, being young, and I thought he would bring more speed. All right, thirteen seconds. Next question. All right, next question. If it was your choice, would Wilson have raced a two fifty or four fifty in the outdoors this season? Um, I was okay with the four fifty decision um, because that was his dream. That's where his heart was. And I was okay with it. All right. Thank you. Uh, third and final question. Can you, quote, unquote, fix Davalos and get him that elusive Supercross win? I believe I can. I believe in his talent. He had five heat race wins this year. He led, you know, Vegas for 10 laps. Mm-hmm. And I believe he's got to be uh, in a little better shape. And I and I think uh, confidence. If he wins one, he'll win more. There we go. I think so too. If he gets, the, I mean, he's got speed and talent. He just you get one and you start realizing this is what I got to do. You know, this is the pace I got to go. I don't know if he'll ever get the one, but if it does, it could happen again easily. Um, well, he better. He's not getting younger. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> he better. Uh, Adam Cien Cirillo. You think after the break? Is that obviously nothing in stone, but if you uh, had to wager, and I do know that you're a betting man. Uh, uh, no, he'll be at Hank. He'll be at Hangtown. Hangtown. Oh, he was at Hangtown. <laughs> he was at Hangtown. 
he rode press day. I no, saw I would, photos. I saw photos I, of him riding. <laughs> no, uh, Adam got pretty sick. You know, he had seminal yeah. poisoning, and uh, so he could probably maybe race this weekend. But yeah. I think the best thing to do and and uh, actually read, you know, from Kawasaki and Alan, his dad. We've all, you know, we talked about it, and we think the best thing to do is like you're going to race, but then if you race. You know, then you got a two-week gap, so let's just take our time yeah. and let's let's try to shoot for Bud's Creek would be the goal at the moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No sense, uh, you know, getting in there. Um, Berluti, yeah. what's your best Mitch Payton story, one that you can share on the air? Do, do, I mean, I got I... one. Okay. <laughs> you go. What's your best Tony Berluti one? No, let him tell it first. Okay. No. Uh I'm gonna tell it. Yeah, go ahead. You, you, you're <laughs> I'm a better storyteller. It. <laughs> it was, I think, 1994, mm-hmm. and he worked. Was it Huffman? Yeah, it was Huffman, and it is the one and only time. And I and I I will swear on the Bible because after that, I thought it was it was pointless. It was cheap. It was cheesy, and I've never done it. But I will say Suzuki's done it, Honda's done it, Yamaha's done it, and everyone, KTM for sure does it, mm-hmm. is I had Dobb pull over and slow down so that Rhino could uh, pass him. Oh. And I was racing Henry for the championship. Okay. Berluti had Huffman and it cost him the overall, and I didn't even you think of yeah, that. Right, you know, right. I just... I was thinking two more points or something like that. Right. So I did it, and then we got two more points. And then Perluti walked by our truck and let me have it. And just, oh, are you fucking proud? <laughs> oh, no, you can swear. You can <laughs> swear. You can swear. And, and basically, he let me have it. And like I'm like, wow, that was really bad. <laughs> and that is, that is the last time that I ever did that. And I just, you know, like uh, – since then, I've had guys in the championship, yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. They, I've even had the parents come to me and say, "Hey, you're gonna have those guys pull over," and I'm like, "Nope." And I said, "When you came in, you know, like a lot of the amateur kids would take points out of." I, I mean, I saw the Lapoto take points out of Ivan, and you know, like different guys going along. And I just, yep. I think if it's, I think if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, and I don't think it's worth doing it. I, I remember the day that Bale broke his arm, and Larry Ward was winning, and. Larry Ward went into the trees. Nobody came out. No, Guy Cooper was leading. You know, right, I'm right. like, really? Right. And I just, in my heart of hearts, like, if we're going to win, I want to do it legit. And that was my one and only time I did it. And, and Berluti. It Berluti. But Berluti let me have it for it. Well, this is such a pure sport compared to, like, stick and ball stuff. But uh, actually, after that, I realized it is a business, and that's, that's kind of what has to happen sometimes. Yeah. No, but it does. I don't believe that. I don't believe that because you know in F one that's not allowed to happen because if you look back, there was uh, who was the guy, uh, the Formula One champion's son was racing on a team and he caused the yellow and they caught him on the radio oh. and they they banned him. It was uh, the the guy that's racing the trucks now. Yeah, uh, I, I remember that. I remember that. That I didn't know he wasn't even in the sport anymore though. I do remember that 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 uh, that deal. It. Yeah. But anyway, I, I don't, I don't agree with it. You know, like, and I had it happen. I've had it happen to us a couple times uh, throughout the years, 
and like I don't agree with it, and I've seen other teams like try to team ride us, mm-hmm. and like I I just I just believe that it it should be pure, and like I I don't agree with it, and I know it used to happen in the past, and I know it possibly could happen now if if the person is that hollow, but like I want to be able to like really own the stuff that we do and every championship that we've done, you know, like it's, it's, it, you know, like we, we just haven't done that, you know, like mm-hmm. it, cause if you start it, like, where do you start it? Do you start it halfway through the season? I remember one time Nathan Ramsey rode for a team and I won't mention him, but he wasn't allowed to beat a rider. And like, finally he just said, I'm not going to do it, you know? And mm-hmm. like, I want to, I want to be able to race and like, if I can beat him, I want to beat him. You know, I'm like, I'm like, I agree. I, yeah. I agree. You should. And like I think that's the way it should be, and I don't I don't think it should be, you know, if you have two or three riders and they can get in between there and shuffle the points, I don't think it's correct. I don't think it's right, and I don't think it's good for what we're what we're doing. That's funny, Mitch, because I've interviewed you near the end of title chases many times, and you've told me I did it once, never do it again. There's no orders. We're not going to do it. I never knew what the one time was. Like I never, <laughs> I never, no. I never asked you like what the one time was. But yeah, it was a it was uh, it was a Washugo. Now we know. For Ludi though, yeah. like you're a little out of line. Like yeah. I wouldn't have done that. Hey, I was. I just saw Mitch, and I was just so fired <laughs> up, and I just said, "Good job, Mitch. Good job." You know, I was pissed. <laughs> but, he was. He was so mad. I'm like, God, he's really mad. Like, <laughs> holy, holy shit! This guy's and, this guy's freaking out. <laughs> and for Ludi, when he was young, was a pretty gnarly guy. So like, you're like, he might come over here and attack me. No. Actually, it's funny because Berlut is super mellow, but on the, yes, I've seen him in the mechanics area get very, very animated. I'm animated, yeah. You are. Uh, la- uh, yep. I don't know. Last question for Mitch Payton from Brent. Brent, what's going on, man? What's the question for Mitch Payton? Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for uh, listening. Hey, no problem. Um, Mitch, I was going to ask you, when Honda came out with dual exhaust on the four strokes, did you got, did you or any of your competitors give pushback to the manufacturers thinking it was going to maybe negatively impact sales or did it boost sales on older four strokes or two strokes or what, how did that go? Well, the first, the first bike they brought it out on was the 250 and you know, like when they, when they brought it out, it it was kind of odd because you know, like at one point they brought it out and they had a theory why they did it. Um, Mm -hmm. And then as time went on, uh, they, they kind of, went away from that, you know, like at one point it was mass centralization of weight, which yeah, it's shorter. So it's centered up a little bit more, but, but the pipe's longer and you got two mufflers. So you got a lot of weight. Yeah. And then on the 250, every time we would try a single, you know, we could make more top end power, but it would never make as much bottom end power. And we even played with that on our bike just to see if it would help. And it always helped the bottom, but we couldn't package it really well. And we made more peak. And then, you know, like, we were helping factory connection and then finally they got approval where they could run the single and they wanted to run the single and that's just kind of the direction of it. And then um, now with the 450 Honda, it's kind of odd. It's like when you do the 450 Honda, you can do a single or a dual mm-hmm. and they run really similar on top and the bottom, the bottom's a little better with the dual, but the, but the loss on top isn't so much, but I'm not so sure it's, you know, the answer, but, you know, like maybe when we keep going quieter and quieter, they need more packaging room to, mm-hmm. to, you know, get rid of noise. I, I am not positive, but I, 
I personally don't believe in it, and that's just how I feel, and I think it, it adds an expense to it. And, like, I think I think we got to do everything we can do to make everything kind of affordable to keep everybody in the sport. So, I, to me, I'm, I'm not a fan of it, but it doesn't mean it's, doesn't mean it's wrong either. Like, if there's a real yeah. advantage to it, then I can see it, but I'm – I'm still believing in the single. Wow. Well, thanks for the honest answer. Hey, one more quick question. Uh, I'm in Atlanta, or I'm, I live in Atlanta, and I'm actually coming out to California on vacation, and I'm renting a bike when I get out there at Milestone. You won't have any uh, – <laughs> nobody will be out there testing, will it, on uh, Monday? This Monday? Yeah. Uh, there's always – don't really know. Yeah, there's always – there's always going to be someone out there. People go to Milestone, and then Tuesday they'll go to Comp Edge or Milestone or Paris, and yeah. then um, Wednesday back to Milestone. Thursday, Glen Helen. So you'll cool. see you'll see somebody no matter where you go. Yeah, almost right, almost guaranteed. Neat. Yeah, yep. yeah, I'm excited about it. Well, thank, hey, I really appreciate the honest answer, and uh, keep it going, and uh, things will turn around. I promise. <laughs> Thanks. All man. right. Thank you. Uh, look at Mitch. Even just. Callers are just offering sympathy to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is it? Hey. What has it gotten to? <laughs> Every, everybody has their turn. My turn. Right, right. Yeah, good point. Um, Nelson PK Jr. Hunter on Twitter told us that that was the driver. Yeah, PK yeah. Jr. Right. Like the Nelson PK's son was driving a Formula One car, and yeah. I think what it was is uh, they needed a yellow, and I think he, you know, like yeah. believe he drove into the wall. <laughs> And then caused the yellow. <laughs> wow! And they didn't like that, and they caught it, and then he got in pretty big trouble for that. Oh man! Uh, well, hey, uh, Mitch Payton, uh, Pro Circuit, Mitch Payton, thank you for coming on the Pulp Mix Show. Uh, appreciate the answers and, and honesty, and um, yeah, we'll see you at High Point. Thanks again. All right, we'll see you guys later. All right, see thanks, you, Mitch. Mitch. Uh, all right, everybody, that's Pro Circuit's Mitch Payton. Uh, thanks for coming on. Great, great interview. Always a great interview. Yeah, after good. the races, I love talking to him. Uh, you be- love stirring the pot, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. God, you're good. Thank you're you. You're good like that. What did you used to call me? Geraldo. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension. We gave away a free rebuild tonight from the folks at Race Tech. X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, great graphic company, FMF Racing, Brout Bar, 810 Solutions. Titch, you still feeling the supplements? Am still I still them? feeling the supplements? Yeah, still feeling the effects of the supplements still? Um, not just, right now. Okay, no. all right. <laughs> well, you were big fans of them. Sav or something for your arm there? What'd you do? Bark your arm up? This was a nice little crash I had this weekend. Went yeah. over the bars. Looks like it. Yeah. So that's the supplements. I, did not, I was not using the supplements. That's probably what that's it was. It was a lapse why. in concentration. So that's what exercise will do to you. Yep. Uh, w Wheels, John Anderson will be back, back uh, on the show tonight in a little bit. Um, we'll... Uh, Talk to him, Black Ops Moto. Uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, listening. Tits, we can um... – Yeah, let's do that when we get back. Okay. Um, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We're going to take a commercial break, and we will be back with the great Nick Way and uh, Tony Berluti. See you in a little bit. This is Ryan Villapoto, ride from Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Beep. 
Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself Gold Valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JVR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. 
It's 2013 and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kurt Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulp MX show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showing delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, showy, showy. 
Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on Trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deegan, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Daddy's flown across the ocean Leaving just a memory A snapshot in the family album Back, Paul Meshow, center by BTOSports.com. Berlute. Yeah. Some uh, corn doing Pink Floyd. I love it. Now, do you like Floyd? Do you like Pink Floyd or do you just like that corn and that song? Actually, growing up, I didn't really care for Floyd, but as I've gotten older, I like him. And then I heard this rendition of The Wall, and this is, I, I, it's deep. I like this one. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty good. I'm not a Pink Floyd guy either, but eating an apple here, folks. Yeah. I swear it's an apple. Um, I've gotten into a little bit more Pink Floyd as I get older. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a couple of them on my iPod. I think uh, Run Like Hell. Um, I don't want to forget. But, um, yeah. Have you done that with music? Like with stuff you didn't really care for and then you yeah, liked oh, yeah. it better? Oh, yeah. No. As you got older? Pink Floyd, Zeppelin, um, yeah. Queen. Yeah. Never hate a Queen. Yeah. Like, stupid Queen. And now, like, uh, I like some stuff. You yeah. Know? So, uh, hey, welcome back to Pulp Mech Show. Presented by BTOsports.com. Coming up with the, the great Nick Way. Don't forget, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, 
Showy helmets, free gun underwear, works connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brout Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and Tits, your latest one, Optrix. Um, Optrix cases for the iPhone are known for taking amazing pictures and HD action video with its compact wide-angle lens. But did you also know it's one of the best all-around rugged iPhone cases you can buy? In a I didn't know that. You didn't no, know that. No. It's true. In a recent independent test of all the top waterproof iPhone cases, there was LifeProof, OtterBox, Incipio, etc. The Optrix case was the only one that didn't leak any water, 100% dry. So do yourself a favor and don't waste your money on cheap plastic cases. They're not going to work. Go to Optrix.com, use the code PULP, and you can get 15% off your order. So there you go. Berloop. Yeah. You got yourself an Optrix tonight. I see this thing. This yeah. thing's amazing. You seemed, really re- you seemed really excited to get it. Well, I Honestly, it is really cool. I'm thinking of going to Hawaii, and this, uh-huh. I want to do it underwater with my camera. This okay. is going to be awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, mean, was, I mean, you know, you look at a product, and it definitely, the quality looks unbelievable here. Um, sure. And Optrix is going, Tits, you have a giveaway. I do. Um, what we're going to do, the people have two weeks for this. So what it is, it's called the Dirty Picture Contest. Don't let your mind get go in the gutter, <laughs> all right? Um, the Optrix series of cases are ruggedized, so you can take your phone pretty much anywhere you want to, especially in dirty places. So for this contest, what we want you to do is to send us a photo of you where you got dirty doing something that you enjoyed. You can submit them any way you want, whether that be posting them on their Facebook wall or sending them on Instagram or Twitter at Optrix. Or, if you don't believe in social media, you can just email them, contest at optrix.com. We're going to announce three winners, okay? Each of them will get an Optrix case of their choice, and the winner will actually get to choose a mount, whether that be a chest mount or, uh, you know, they got a number of other things. So, send them in. they got two weeks, and we will announce the winners um, on the 17th of June. Fantastic. Thank you, Optics, for coming on board with us. Yep. Couldn't be happier. Um, hey, our next guest, Nick Way, um, going to be brought to you by uh, Atlas Neck Braces. Atlas Brace, born and fueled from a racer's perspective, designed by a racer, refined over a three-year period of time, engineers and biomechanical experts. Simply put, the Atlas Brace ha- has it all. It delivers innovative features, comfort, simplicity, and adjustability. It's the best neck brace out there, atlasbrace.com. Villapoto, Weimer, wear it. Uh, why don't you? They're a supporter of our show. They're also, if you're a pro and you're riding uh, three nationals this summer, uh, go to atlasbrace.com. They will give you a free brace to try. That's right. Pretty cool. Uh, appreciate that Atlas guys coming on board with us. And Berlut, uh, um, yeah. First Canadian national last weekend. Oh, yeah. Asiati. Really? Just handed Metcalf his butt. No shit. Very surprising. Yep. Wow. Yeah, Fasciati 1 1 and uh, Metcalf 2 2. No kidding. But I guess from people who, from the reports I read, people I talk to, it wasn't even close. What, uh, is it Yamaha, Cowie? What, what are they riding? Ka- Fasciati's on a KTM. Okay, yeah. KTM. Yeah. And what's. Uh... Metcalf's on a Cowie. Okay. Yeah. So uh, pretty surprising. Good job to Colton yeah. Fasciati up there, though. You man. know, that kid rides good. Uh, I seen him at a couple, like a, a donation or something one year, yeah. and I thought he rode pretty well. Was that when you refused to wear Australia team shirt? That might have been that one, time. One have been that, uh, that would year. have had to have been that time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's get to our next guest. He's uh, 
he's everybody's favorite privateer these days, Mafia Moto Crew uh, rep, repping, and uh, he's number 27 in your program, but number one in your heart. Nick Way, what's up, man? What are you talking about? What do you mean? What's going on? Nothing. Thanks for coming on the show. Berlude there, too? Yeah. yeah. What's up, Nick? Man, he's got to be pretty expensive to bring over to your house. Oh, <laughs> dude. You're telling me, bro. You're telling me. Oh, Nothing he does is cheap. I mean, he's a two-time, Man. two-time Supercross championship winning mechanic. Yeah, lots. I don't, I don't, I don't know. He's he's attention to detail guy. I even noticed at the race he's got shorts that matches picture and the bike. <laughs> yeah, the the camo, the gray camo. Mm-hmm. Now he was your mechanic. Yeah, I worked at with Nick, Nick for Suzuki. about six races. Yeah. Oh, was that it? Yeah. So- yeah, he was he was Tortelli's mechanic, and then he I was uh, he was obviously hurt, so. Yeah, he's helping me out. What happened? Which is to your, cool. What happened to your guy, Nick? Who was your guy? Feltz? He, he left. Yeah. Feltz left or something? Ba- oh. Yeah, bad Billy. He hit the lotto and skipped town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta love that. Um, hey, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, appreciate it. Um, good and bad. Uh, not a great start to your national season, but the good part is Muddy Creek was the best one for you. So you're getting there. Well, I mean, it's just, it's tough. You know, obviously I've been, it's been almost a year since I've raced and, yep. uh, I rode only a couple of nationals last year. So I don't necessarily have like base setting per se for my bike or anything. So mm-hmm. it's hard to, you know, kind of simulate the race. Honestly, it's just kind of like <laughs> the intensity has kind of caught me off guard, but I feel like I'll, uh, by probably about halfway through, I'll, I'll probably be where I need to be. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's tough anyways. I mean, the first moto, I think I got. 18th or something this weekend yeah. and someone was yelling at me for like three laps and i like finally pulled beside me and it was weimer i'm like <laughs> are we really battling for 18th right now <laughs> yeah you're like you're on a factory team you're and then i look over yeah. and then i look over on the finish line because him and i battled the death on the last lap right and then i look over and like reed is like right in front of us I'm right like, yeah uh, I guess I'm not. i guess i'm not the only one struggling <laughs> <laughs> um no, it's, you know, we were just talking before you got on that, like, Tickle last year was, you know, a 3, 4, 5 guy, and, and he's riding fine this year uh, for Berlut's team, RCH team, but he's like a 10th place guy, and I think that that's a, it's not like he got slower, he's on the upswing, he's, he's doing well, but it's just an indication that the class is deep, is deep. Yeah, I mean, for sure, I mean, obviously there's like a lot of, I mean, as, as, like we see now, it's I don't know the bikes have gotten. As Berluti knows the bikes like the four fifty the last few years got pretty gnarly. Like ever since mm-hmm. we went to EFI, everybody went to EFI. It's kind of like you can make as much power as the bike can feasibly make, and you can kind of tune it to be rideable with the EFI. And yeah, you know, like the factory guys are kind of like they're, I just, you know they're a little bit next level right now. Right. Are you using that get but, stuff, Berluti? No, we use a factory. The, the factory stuff, yeah, yeah. And how much do you? How much? How, how much you can tell us? How often do you guys go in and tune it to sections of the track, like after after you map it? You know, like are, is that a big part of it, or is it? Uh... No, we don't do that. I mean, no. James might do that, but okay. we don't really have that much ability to do that. So, like this week, we we changed my mapping for the first time this year. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and it was because you know he had a little bit of a complaint. You know. Yeah. So. Um, but not we don't do it that often. Okay, right. if, if we had a you know dedicated like, yeah, guy, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you certainly have enough you know people on your team. Yeah, you can get right. one of those guys to do it. Hey, Nick, what, would you say <laughs> as long as you've been doing this, uh, 
uh, in the 450 class or the the premier class this is the most stacked you've ever seen it uh i would have to say probably i mean i, I mean there's always been a lot of good guys but this I mean, there's a lot of good guys now. Yeah. Yeah, I hate to be that guy being like, oh, you know, I could do better, but there's a lot of good guys. Yeah, no, no, crap, I'm not. Know. Give me some credit. You know, these guys in race look pretty good. <laughs> but, <laughs> no. but, but yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think a, a lot of it, I mean, I don't know if a lot of it has to do, I don't, I, I really don't know why, how, how it's so competitive, honestly, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of good dudes for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely, I definitely, it seemed like, Years past, like the lights class was deeper, like it was deeper. Right. And, but then, like you know, those guys would always like blow it. So even if you were consistent, you could, you know, you could go seven, eight, four, fifth overall or something right. in the lights class. Right. But but you know now it's like I don't know if it's the point system or mm-hmm. lack of money all around, and people are wanting to ride four fifties more because at least it pays more Supercross, you know, for right. you know just the per race thing. I don't know what it is, but it's definitely. Pretty 450 heavy these days. 702-586-7857. Uh, 702-586-PULP. If you have a question for uh, Mafia Motor Cruise, Nick Way. Uh, and we do have one question. Sinjin. How's it going? First off, uh, Nick, I appreciate you uh, letting me use your booth today at Comp Edge. I was the kid asking for boots. Oh, yeah? Yeah, thanks for uh, not hooking me up. Yeah, I didn't... I didn't... <laughs> I, 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 I left my boots at home, problem. and I had, I had to switch off with a buddy. And he was a size ten, I was a size eleven. I had to switch off back and forth. Hold on, I like Since... I like your commitment because the fact is, I looked in my in the back of my truck. I probably stopped like fifteen feet past my driveway to look because I mean that's a long, you, know, you got to commit to go to Comp Edge, and if yeah. you go up there and forget your boots or something, you're really bumming. So <laughs> you, no, I, I, over- I live out in Thousand Oaks, so it's, it's a far drive for me, and Jeez. whatever. I just. Broke my toes and you know just let it run. Okay, hold on. You had you forgot your boots, idiot. You idiot. You forgot yeah. your boots. And then so you walk up to Nick Way to ask him for boots. Like I walked up to every person in the pit. What are you doing, Sinjin? I heard him ask somebody before me, and I'm like, I laughed. Yeah, I asked like, like Tickle, oh, Moose, Gan, like, everyone. Oh, man. That's you got some balls on you, Sinjin. I just needed boots. I was gonna. I wasn't like I was gonna steal them. I just needed them just for the day. Do you think that those guys knew that? Do you think those guys knew that you weren't some just some jerk off kid? That's probably. Yeah, no, I, 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 I knew. I knew he was just right boots. next to him. I mean, this isn't Jimmy. Yeah, Al- if, not- if I had an extra set of boots, I would have hooked him up for sure. No problem. Jimmy Albertson. Not everybody knows that you're a super fan and friends with Jimmy Albertson. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. But uh, my, let me get to my question now. Um, okay. <laughs> my, my question is, uh, Nick, uh, after this or whenever you retire, if that's after this year, more years, whatever, um, do you plan on keeping the Moto Mafia, like, that team? Do you want to make that, like, a legit team, or is it just going to fade out? Like, if it's just for you? Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of like uh, something that I would like to keep going, for sure, help some kids out and stuff. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I mean, obviously, I'm in my beginning stages of this, and it's definitely a lot of work. For I don't know how much payoff, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I, ideally, I would like to you know keep it going and help some kids for sure. It'd be cool. And then one last question: Who's the next rising star coming from uh, Michigan? I don't, uh, well, this Joey Crown's pretty there good. Go. He's he's yeah. he's definitely he's definitely a little bit younger. He I don't think he he doesn't ride big bikes yet, but he's. He's pretty good. I've known his dad for a long time. He actually was ex-pro himself. And oh, Matt super Crown. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Matt Crown. So, oh. so Joey yeah. Crown, all right, I'll, I'll keep an eye out. And uh, next time, uh, always keep a spare boots, you know, just in case I'm there. 
Jesus, send you. I feel you. I feel you. All right. All right. All right. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, is that the guy that I made uh, some derogatory remarks at one time? Oh, that is the guy. Yeah, you told him to suck a dick. What? He didn't want to no, say that. Because Sinjin, say that. Sinjin called him and said, oh, how do you feel about neck braces? And Nick was like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, if you want to wear them, you wear them. If not, whatever. So fuckface Sinjin goes, oh, I hope you die and get paralyzed or something. What? Yeah. That kid that, that just nice. called. So Nick was like, ah, oh, go suck a dick. He did? Yeah. Get back to sucking a dick, Zinjin. Yeah, it's That's actually a said. drop on our app. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a drop on our app. You can you can listen to that to Nick saying that line anytime you uh, want. Okay. For $1.99, okay. you can listen to Nick say that. Um <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh Benny, what's up? You got a question for uh Nick Way? Yeah, what's up, NYK? Guard your grill, son. How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. Speaking of boots, I I run TCX myself just cause uh Nick wears them. I right. quit now. Get some garnets. Oh. <laughs> I quit. Oh, I guess I'm Get not up on the boots, those, dudes ain't, those dudes ain't that cool. Put them on eBay, son. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, I was just going to ask, now that you're kind of your own team manager, team owner type deal, do you, how involved your you know your wife is or if you ever call Chad Reed, maybe get some insight from him on how to run a successful team? Well, I can't really call Chad Reed because – I know that he's spending a lot of money, so I'm not really in a position to where I really want. <laughs> I don't want to sit my son. I really do not want to sit my son down and say, "You know what? I was going to send you to college, but screw that. I'm going racing, boy." <laughs> <laughs> Go apply at Seven Eleven. I'm sure they're high. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. All right. Well, hey, I uh, can't wait to watch your ride race here in Salt Lake, you know, the national. So I'll be uh, yeah, thanks, yeah rooting for you all the way. Appreciate it. Thanks, Benny. All right, see you. All right. Uh, All right. Scott, what's your question for Nick Way? Hey, uh, Nick, I was just wondering, um, when you come back to the great state of Michigan, do you still come back and ride some of the old tracks at all, or do you just kind of stick to D-Wit? We go to Baja. We go to uh, we go to uh, um, Baja, and then we go to um, um, Log Road a lot, and we also go to uh, the Road Race Place. Motocross track in the middle of that road race track. That's not Memphis. You know, I haven't really, I haven't, I haven't ridden that Baja probably like around that time since you almost killed that kid. Oh, Berlo- yeah, oh, Berlo- yeah. Mathis landed, Mathis landed on a kid yeah. on this tabletop at this Baja track, mm-hmm. and he was like laid. Mathis was laying there with some bruise on his leg, and the dude had to, the little guy had to get like hosp- he had to get. Um, helicopter out of there. He shouldn't have been out there. Mathis was so pissed because nobody cared if he was hurt or not. Because <laughs> <laughs> the kid was about to die. First of all, he was he was not in the right practice. Okay, he was in the wrong. And yeah, everyone ran over to him. And what about me? I'm in the weeds. I'm literally weeded in the weeds, and no one <laughs> no one cared. Yeah. <laughs> um. But Scott, yeah, you, you for 250 on a 250 landed on an 80. Well, oh. and you know what? And maybe if Woodrow <laughs> hadn't given me a bike with a broken fork spring, maybe I would have done a little better or been able to clear the kit or something. I blame Woodrow. Scrubbed him out or something. Uh, yeah. So Scott, he, uh, what, what, do you, what, what tracks do you ride, Nick? Yeah, uh, actually, I'm gonna go back there next week, and then I'm gonna go like between Buds Creek and Southwick. But, yeah, I mean, probably I kind of ride at my farm a, a lot. And then, uh, you know, like like Steve said, there, we did used to go to this place called Grattan, which has a track that does have a road race course also. 
and then uh, yep, I'm going to try to get out on I'm going to try to get out on Redbud um, sometime this next week because I see they have a practice or a race on Saturday and Sunday. So I'm going to try to get out there this next week when the tracks are off. So just try to do what I can to be ready for these races coming up. Yeah. What about the uh, the great Bulldogs to get ready for Southwick? Oh, yeah, that's true. I went there a couple of years ago. That was pretty good. Berlut's probably been there. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I know I know a Baja Acres. Bulldog, where's that? Is that up by you? It's, it's like right yeah, down the road. Yeah, that's it's like super sandy. I'm sure you've been there, Berlut. I don't know. Maybe. Were you Were you Button's mechanic? No. No. That was Dino. Dino was Button's no. mechanic at Suzuki. Yeah. Why, they went there a long time ago? Yeah, I don't know. I remember Button telling me how he went there. It's cracking me up how he, he said he ate it pretty hard there or something. Cause the track's pretty gnarly, sandy, bro. Yeah. Um, thanks, Scott. Thanks, man. Uh, All right, Scott. Later, later, man. Later. Later, Scott. Um, hey, how's how's uh, how's it been at the races for fans and stuff and reaction to you coming back and stuff? You feel like uh, you still got your fan base there? I know, like, lots of lots of guys dig you, uh, fans of the sport, uh, no matter where you're finishing, where you're placing. So how's that? I do get I do get mind blown on the hot lap, right? Because I'm always like, I'm always like, takes me a minute to get going. I gotta put my helmet on. I'm seems like the animators are sweating me to get going. Like I'm the last in the hot lap. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm here like air horns and people clapping, and I'm just like, so I like stop, and I'm thinking to myself, where's Wyndham? Right? (laughs) 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 I'm like, ah, yeah, people are feeling me. I'm into it. They do. Nah, people like nah, people like make way. Um. We're Where's real- Justin? Justin should be calling in. Oh, uh, I tried to get him to come in. He's too busy, and, oh. and I don't know. I know, but he's got to be calling Dude, in. Dude, he, he texts me the most random things all the time. I don't even like. I don't really? Know. Yeah. One day he texted me this last week. He said, "Look what Lucas got his kid," and it's a book that said "The Goat." <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm like, okay, all right. I guess Carmichael. I, I don't really know. I'm just like, <laughs> all right, good, good one, Justin. Um, uh, Nick and I were reminiscing the other day. He, we. We sold a YZ250 in the Moto Triple X days, and we said. No, we didn't. I, 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 well, I, you I, did. It was a bike that I bought. Right. And then Kyle Lewis had some dude who wanted to buy it for a premium as it, like, as it was like a race bike, so, so we prepped it or whatever. Did we think it had a pro circuit cylinder on it? I don't remember. I don't know. So anyway, the guy. Was, you, were, you were in charge of that. I guess maybe I put a stock cylinder on it. I didn't put a pro circuit one on it like we said we would. Or, or maybe it was a pro circuit and this guy was just being a jackass. I don't remember right. the specifics. But anyway, this guy's like, I want my money back. This cylinder is stock. There's no work done. And I was promised a pro circuit cylinder. You know, like, you need to get me one. And we're like, oh, shit. You're like, what are we going to do? Like, hey, Mitch, uh, we, you know, can you do the cylinder up for us? No way, right? That's not going to happen. So I'm like, you know what, Nick? I'll take care of this. So I... Took, I took Mitch's. I took Nick's race bike that Mitch really did do. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, no. This this is like this is like four months later. Like the dude had called me like a hundred times. Okay, calling both of you guys. Calling Mick, anyways. Yeah, and so I'm like Nick. I'll take care of this dude, and hopefully he's not a fan of the show. So I take Nick's uh, cylinder off his race bike just one time when I'm doing the top end or something, and I'm eyeing it. I'm eyeballing it up. Sort of measuring it with calipers, sort of figuring things out, you know? Yeah. Uh, in tank, I, wasn't, I wasn't there for this. Intake exhaust, transfers. Like, I'm like, ah, I got this. Yeah. You know? I got a new Dremel. Basically, Steve Cycle says, yo, yo, I got a new Dremel. Yeah. Let me get on this <laughs> yeah. port job. So I, I ported this thing yeah. for this guy, yeah. uh, for this cylinder. I've never done one since, never done one before or since. And, uh, we tested it before we sent it out. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Remember this part. You maybe forgot this part. 
So I did the whole cylinder up, and I'm like, oh, shit, you know, like, I hope it's good, you know? Yeah. Polished it up, you know, everything, like, oh, that Mitch Payton, check it out. So then the World Cup came. Oh, yeah. And the Team Checo needed a bike. Okay. <laughs> Somebody from Team Checo needed a bike through a buddy Oscar in Germany. Right. Somehow. So we had this motor or the cylinder or a bike or I don't remember. No, you you let them use the whole bike. Okay, you put the you put the Steve cycle cylinder on it. <laughs> That's it. So Steve's I put a... the ported cylinder on it yeah. for this kid uh-huh. who raced the World Cup in Checo. Yeah, and I'm all excited. I'm like, oh man, I hope it doesn't blow up, but you know whatever. And uh, so the kid rides it, and I don't. Know, he was a pretty good rider, or whatever. I go to him I'm like, how is it? How's the bike? And I'm like, uh, he's like, it's good. It's good motor. Not much top, very strong on the bottom, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. I just sort of. I don't know. I, I don't know about that. I would, I remember you coming back and me being like, "How'd it go?" He's like, "Ah, the rider wasn't very good, but I saw him pass a couple dudes up the up big the hill. hill." So I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's yeah. good." Yeah. yeah, there you go. So uh, thought you gonna tell me you yanked a holy? No, I don't remember that part <laughs> yeah. of it. But I do remember like using some calipers. Yeah, to you measure did. the intake. That's you know, that's and be like, okay, it's it's he, this wide. He borrowed somebody's calipers. Yeah, and then <laughs> you know, transfers just cleaned up transfers yeah. and then polished the exhaust, like polished the exhaust. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Hey, they, things take some time. You took. Some, you sound like you spent some time on it. Wow. I mean, yeah. So then we sent it to this guy and never heard another word back. So he's, he's happy. Because my cylinder's probably still out there, yanking holies and yeah. pulling dudes up hills. I'd imagine. Yeah. Not much top, but a lot of bottom. <laughs> so I used to date girls like that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, good times. Um, how's Big Nasty? My favorite mechanic in the pits. Mm, he's he's living the life on the road currently. Yeah. Not loving. I try, to, I, I try to make it as uh, as luxurious as possible. <laughs> okay, I gotta start coming over there more. You know, you're always being pitted in the back section. How's the pickles? Nah, dude. I, I was right. I was in the mix. I was across the road from from Pro Circuit next to Cali this week. Still didn't see you. No, that was still in the sticks this weekend. Man, those pits were that was yeah. way in the back. You needed you needed Red Bull placing where KTM was. Um, yeah, I gotta I gotta start coming out there more. Um, Okay, so uh, hey, I was at the JGR shop yesterday. Yeah, how, I saw that you posted a picture of Koi in his, in his race truck. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Good shop. Have, now, have you ever been there? I was wondering because they were we were talking about their motor leasing program, and I know you did it on Yamaha's. Did you ever go out there to the shop? No, I never. Oh, you never did. Okay, so you just did the motors. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you got a question for Nick Way, we got Jason Thomas coming up next. The great JT. Um, he's on all the time, so it's really not that big of a deal. But um, High Point, what do you think? You like it? Yeah, no, I always seem to like High Point. I mean, I've been there a million times in my life, so right, it's one of, it's one of the tracks I like to go to for sure. I mean, I raced there a bunch as an amateur before I was pro too. Right. So, um, my family's going to come this weekend, so that should be fun too. And, oh, nice. and uh, yeah. Um, hey, you know one thing uh, I was thinking about your season today when I was making these questions up? Uh, you haven't got a start. You haven't got a start. <clears throat> right? No. Like, no. is that what you were kind of working on? Is that something that you think you need to do better? Well, I mean, I need to maybe I need to maybe find a flagger that will help me with my start button at the track. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where where have you been? I haven't seen you on the inside. Usually you're the inside guy. 
Yeah, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to go more where I'm not going to get cut off. Cut off, but the inside's safe. You always used to go to the inside. I, I, I'm thinking, where's Nick? I haven't seen him lately. Yeah, yeah Tiggle has been on the inside a little bit, huh? Yeah, I mean, he goes. He it doesn't matter where he's at. <laughs> Perluti's down been, on Tiggle. We've been starts. everywhere. We've been everywhere on the start. What about Watson? What, what does Watson say? I don't start know. strategy. They probably sit up there in the office and talk about it, but I don't know. <laughs> they? Yeah. Okay. Does Watson tell you, like, what, does Watson get on the headphone when you're about to go to, like, a certain gate and then freak out over the thing and say, No! I packed down four inside the box last night and I poured four down the water <laughs> on it. That thing's going to grip. Uh, like, Tony no. Alessi, like Tony Alessi would? Yeah, right. right. No, no, none of that. Um, Watson and his concrete start um, technique with the contact cleaner, too. Oh, yeah. He'd just cheat every week. He'd, yeah. he'd hide it. He'd stuff it in a rag, like pour the, you know, spray the contact cleaner in, in a Ziploc. Yeah, is that what yeah. he used to do with for Sheik? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was yeah. always like, how's Watson going to cheat with contact cleaner this week on the start? That was the big game oh, okay. for a while. I didn't know that. Uh, Sinjin. Okay, just real fast. I oh, never no. said I hope Nick Way gets paralyzed because I would never wish upon that. All I said was, don't be mad if you get paralyzed, which was still pretty brutal. But I would never wish that upon someone, just just to get myself and, clear. And karma came back around, bro, because you didn't get boots today or yesterday. Yeah, well, it was today and whatever. But I'm just I'm just getting that clear. Oh, and want to hear something weird? Nick Way's wife follows me on Instagram. Hey, that's weird. That is weird, yeah. Maybe hey, she wants to follow, me. I don't you know. you follow Sinjin on Instagram? Yeah, she just said, who? Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture and post it on Twitter. Sorry that your chick wants me, dude. Dude, that's <laughs> jacked up. JT. Yo. Welcome back. My man. Welcome on the show. Let's not let's not get a twist this engine. Nicole does not want you. <laughs> no. Just no. for the record. Neither, J- does, neither does Georgia Lindsay, and neither does Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy might with his Euro underwear he's running around in all day in the truck. What oh. part of the country in today, JT? U.S. of A. No, what part of the country? Uh, uh, I don't know, Idaho? Yeah, oh, I had to think go. about it, actually. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I'm in po- Pocatello, Idaho. Is that where you live? Po- no. Is that a porn name, like Pocahontas? No, that's a real... That's a real <laughs> Pocatello. Town. Pocatello, right. Idaho. <laughs> Pocatello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's about three hours from Boise. Tess, you screwed up the callers. That Tyson can't be on five because JT's on five. Mike Tyson? Sorry. So can we get a caller or no? You're just going to say sorry? You're not going to correct yeah. it? Uh, three. All right. Tyson, you got a question for Nick Way? Yeah, sorry to disappoint JT. This isn't Mike Tyson. Damn it. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, question is, you know, talking about kind of home tracks and obviously with, with Nick being from Michigan, Red Bud's probably pretty close to him. When or JT can talk about this too, but I mean, when you go to your home tracks, whether Supercross or Motocross, is it easier for you because you get to sleep in your own bed and it's close to home and it's more familiar, or is it harder for you because you have so many more people coming to watch you race and you maybe have a little more pressure from all your your family being there? JT only got to ride Gainesville one time. Tyber Bob. Well, he's got like Jacksonville. I don't know. Well, I mean, you're you're right. I mean, it's not almost, it's not always like your home race is where you you ride all the time per se, because everybody's usually not <clears throat> at home, I guess. You know, so I mean, like, say Villapoto's from Washington, he's in Florida training all the time. 
Like, I'm I'm going to be able to get out to Redbud, I hope, next week, but that'll be the only time I've ridden there since, you know, last year's national. And before that, I didn't race and ride there until the year before that. So, I mean, it's kind of just like you get a lot of friends and family who come out, and it's obviously closer to where you're from, and that's cool. But there's not necessarily, like, a huge advantage in it except for at a, a unique track like Southwick that, you know, they have races like every other weekend or whatever. So, like, you know, guys like John Dowd and a handful of dudes, they they race out there like, you know, ten times a year or whatever. That's, that's an advantage yeah. there. Southwick is definitely a local track. Yeah. What about the last Southwick? Can we get some thoughts, Nick? Well, I'm sure Berlut can attest. Southwick isn't what it used to be, anyway. Anymore. Oh, and I can't. Sure. I can't attest to that. I can't. Well, I mean, nope. he, when was the last time you raced it, Mathis? When was the last time Berluti raced it? Uh, <laughs> jerk. I don't know. He, he's still a mechanic, bro. <laughs> I st- hey, I raced it probably before Berluti. I, I hey, did he, race he it. owns his own set of calipers. He didn't borrow some to take along. <laughs> how many crazy. how many DNS you got at Southwick versus Mathis? Oh. Don't even go there. I had one with and, Nick. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Oh, four. The okay. chain broke. Huh? That oh, chain broke. It wasn't your fault, bro. No, 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 no. You suck sand. I thought sand. your motor melted down. You suck sand in the one moto. Oh, well, Tim Ferry never sucks sand at hey, I, what can Yeah. yeah well, I got, I got a story on that, but I won't even go into that one. But anyway, yeah. no excuses, yeah. Roger's fault? That was a bad deal. No, it wasn't Roger's fault. Okay. That was my fault. They're all your fault when, when, as a mechanic. Was, exactly. Broke. That, that was, was funny because I remember that. I remember that because uh, Aaron Bates like interviewed me and she's all, "What happened?" I'm like, "The chain broke and the camera goes." <laughs> <to> the chain. <laughs> Chain's just fine. Chain's just. Because I'm not trying to tell you know I'm not trying right. to be like I don't know what happened to it. I'm trying to give her like some sort of bullshit answer. <laughs> they, they like can't... I'm always like I'm always like because uh, oh. you know. Like, Aaron Bates always cruises around trying to find some info about, like, what did you guys do this week? Like, did sure. you change anything? Right. Whatever. Yeah, I and that's... Tell, I, I try to tell Ryan to tell to tell her that he burnt up six clutch plates practicing so many times <laughs> <laughs> to, see, to see if she would say it. Um, they panned out... Six clutch, I burnt six clutch plates this week, man. I practiced so many starts. Hey, Tyson... Six of the 15 uh, or F. Tyson, you got anything else, or is that it? You guys think that when they take Southwick off, that they're going to try to find uh, another sand track? Because we kind of talked about, you know, that's not really a sand No, there's a, there's a flat field next to LAX. Hey, that'd be great. Yeah, it's easy to get in and out of. <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I think they should replace it with a sand track. I absolutely do. Uh, no, I definitely – I think they should too. I, mean, yeah. I think they would definitely try to look for one because it's – it's right. definitely like unique. I already got the track. No one's gonna listen to me, but I already got the track. What's the track? Grantsburg, Wisconsin. Is it pretty sweet? Yeah, it's sweet. It's it's beach sand and it's wide. It's through the trees. It's pretty sweet. Let's go up to your thought, one track. I, I thought you were gonna say Canada. Gopher Dunes. Uh, Gopher Dunes. Yeah, I don't know the one up in Canada. That's what Nick just said. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that one. Well, I'm, I'm gonna go. I actually, I live in Illinois, and I'm about. 30 or 40 miles from a place called Sandy Oaks, Keysburg, Iowa. And they held a national, I think it was 1977. Berlut probably raced. Berlut was there with, yeah, Berlut raced it. Berlut, were were you a mechanic for them? What? 
<laughs> I remember, I remember them having a race there, though. Were you a mechanic in 77? No, Is that when you started at Suzuki, no, about 77? Don, Don Stevenson will tell you about that okay. race. I, I'm just kidding. But uh, supposedly, Hannah wrote it, and he said that it was probably one of the hardest sand tracks he'd ever raced. Hmm. And he never, he'd never go back, and he said it was so tough and hard. So No, I, got, I, I, I come from where the toughest sand track is in the world. That's not true. Nope. Austin, Manitoba, bro. Manitoba, eh? Yep. All right. Thanks, Tyson. All right. See you. See you. It's in Crawfordsville, Indiana. What? It's going to be in Crawfordsville, Indiana. I agree. That's my is prediction. That the, is, that, is that the place that, that's like, uh, has a GNCC and looks pretty, pretty sweet? It's a um, place where that plaque on the wall over there by Tits Legendary. That's where I got that plaque, Tits, Crawfordsville, Indiana. Fifth place, industry class. Was that a rough one, Steve? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I was on Kelly Smith's 125, too. Yeah, it was Sandy. Really good No, track. not Sandy at all. Oh, well then. Hard pack field. The hell? With mud. Um, all right. Nick, thanks for coming on, man, unless you want to hang out. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good good to hang out, Berlut. Hey, it's yeah, good. for sure, we Nick. We get much, much time hanging, but it's always good to see you. Hey, you too. And, and, uh, I, I, and, I, and I, do like the, I do like the shorts matching the right shirt, on. man. Thanks, bud. I appreciate you're, it. You're, you're always attention to detail, guy. I you like are attention to detail. Your shit's always tight, for sure. Oh, you have no idea. He'll put a helmet sticker on and then stare at it for a good hour <laughs> in 17 different angles. You know what I'm talking about. I've been about. there. Yes, he will. Yeah. I'm a bit of a tweaker, as we all know. <laughs> well, Nick, hey, uh, I don't even care how you do. Uh, best of luck with everything. Uh, you're still my favorite rider out there. Yeah, every, you care. Every, every you weekend. Want, you no, I want him to do good, but I want him to do good. But if he's do. happy, I'm happy, and whatever. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm not happy. I'm on the grind. Uh, yeah. You need to listen to Tim Ferry's advice more. I know you're not listening to it. I know you're doing more and more work. You need to listen to the great Tim Ferry. All right. Thanks, Nick. <clears throat> yeah, I appreciate everybody at the races. Definitely with uh, the warm reception from the fans. It's been cool, so. Look for the MafiaMotoCrew.com to be blowing up soon. Get your get your crew represented. Do Even it. You, Berlut. Yo. See ya, buddy. All right. See you guys. See ya. Nick Way, everybody. Mafia Moto Crew. Now, you cannot be the 702 chapter, Berluti. I am the 702 chapter. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Then what am I? I've been 702 my whole life. Well, so have I. Hey, so do uh, we got JT still on there? I'm here, buddy. JT, what do you think? Do you believe in karma by chance? Um, I don't. I don't know if I like karma is kind of like a Buddhist philosophy. So I don't know if I'm. I don't know. Seems things seem to come back around. I'll say that. Okay. How about Steve last week with Villapoto calling it too early? Huh? Oh, that was that was just silly. Silly, stupid. Silly. You're silly and stupid. (laughs) I mean, it was we were eight percent or something through the season, and you're already calling it. Exactly. Your mom's silly. Yeah, well, it's all right. Um, <coughs> I don't want to bring Deb into this. Cheap smokes. Yep. Hey. She can smoke. She can smoke all right. Uh, let's do the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment, JT, while we got you on the line here. Let's uh, right. let's do this, and then uh, we're going to circle this whole thing around and get you back on to do Tweet at Tits and, uh, and wrap up the show. The X-Brand Tear-Off Segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, the X- uh, goggle of choice for uh, Michael Lessie, Ben LeMay, um, Austin Politelli, Bobby Canari, Jimmy Albertson, Jake Canada, 
God, you name it, they wear X brands. Everyone does. Uh, Xbrand.com, EKSbrand.com. Uh, Pulp Show 13 saves you 30%. Uh, also, too, by the way, JT, your appearance on the show is brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing USA on Twitter, uh, the gear choice for Andrew Short, Trey Kennard, many others. Uh, they're also on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Couldn't be happier to have Fly Racing on board. Um, so thanks for those guys. All right, so rapid-fire questions. We already did these with Mitch Payton, and uh, now they're Tony Berluti and Jason Thomas and myself. Correct. And these questions are, who are these questions uh, from? Uh, Corey Mosier. Hmm, Corey Mosier. Kind of a shady individual. Can't say I've heard of him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, you have any, you care who goes first? No, no, it's, it's, it's really your deal. All right, we'll start with you then. Okay. Uh, okay, first question. What American rider would fare the best transitioning to the GP series? Uh, Ryan Villapoto. Thank you. Berluti. We're off to a flying start. Yep. Yeah, we are. Who is the best and worst Moto Dad you have had to work with? Ronnie Lusk. Oh, it's worst. What's best? Oh, best. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. both. Best. Uh... You better say Nick Way's dad. Nick Way's dad. All right. T-Way's rad. Hey, hey yeah, uh, he's cool. He Berlute, is cool. Do you yeah. mem- Berlute, do you remember uh, Gatorback 92 when Ronnie made Ezra go ride? his race bike the day before the national and just thrash himself into the ground. Do you remember that at all? I just remember that being a kid. Like I think, him, like, I think so. Yeah. I remember him cause he was, he went to this local track that I used to ride at all the time. And it was the day before the national. He took it. He had took the race bike and just was making Ezra do motos like all day before the national. And it was just worked. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> that sounds like his dad for sure. Yeah. Just classic. Um, uh, Roger DeCoster brought up Damon Huffman's dad all by himself, all alone, without even mentioning it. Uh, somehow gone around mini dads or something. Brought up Damon Huffman's dad about being the best or the worst. No, the worst. Just being you like eventually he had to tell him to stay away. His his dad wasn't around that much, and when he was, he had some insight. Sometimes it wasn't probably the the best or whatever. He was. He, his dad was kind of out there, but his dad wasn't that bad. Okay, all no, right. not at all. Okay, Jason. First question. Are the short breaks between the motos good or bad for the racing? Uh, good or bad? I don't. Waffle, 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 waffle. I think it's waffle, good waffle, for the program. Mathis, shut up, dude. I'm trying to answer here. Fifteen. That's it. Fifteen seconds. Thank you. All right, Steve. Second. Question. I said it was good for the program. That was the answer. Okay. Okay. Second question. Who is the single most influential person in the motocross or supercross industry? Mitch Payton. Would you agree? Aren't you going to say Baby Roger? Coons. No. Mitch. No, I know you want to say Mitch. No, I, I just, it all comes down to Mitch, man. Like, nope. You're, you're yeah, Baby I, Coons. I'd have to say what, what JT's saying for sure. No, I don't think Baby controls the amateur national scene, the pro motocross scene, the GNCC scene, the most popular magazine in the sport, the TV package. What I mean, Mitch I Payton owns the racing team. No, no, he yep. doesn't. David, I mean, Davey has nothing to do with Supercross at all. Um, and Supercross is definitely Mitch. Mitch has something to do with Supercross, running Supercross. No, no, not running Supercross, but racers and support and riders. Mitch Payton, I believe, was a big reason why Mike Fisher is no longer around. Mitch Payton's a big reason why teams do certain things. Uh, guys will call Mitch. 
to run things by him. He's got the ear of every team manager, every rider in a sport. We'll call him, ask him for advice. So. Okay. I don't. I think you're overestimating. All right. Fair I know lots of teams that he has no influence on. Okay. Okay. Berluti, second yeah. question. Yep. What other mechanic have you enjoyed working the most with? Uh, probably. Goose. First of all, caveat. Hey, what? Berluti and I never worked together. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, it's that's good true. to know that. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, okay. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead, Berluti. Pro- probably Goose. Goose. Goose and I had a pretty good uh, rapport together. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. Second question. Did a lessing pu- sorry, did a lessee pulling out of Supercross early to test new technology no. and prepare for the outdoors help or hurt him? <laughs> Negative four. Help or hurt him? I don't think it I don't think it hurt him, but it definitely didn't help him. Uh, for once your waffling is totally right. I don't think it did I don't think it I don't think it changed one thing, right? Like Yeah. What, I mean, was it? I don't think it? it I don't it definitely couldn't have hurt. But it definitely doesn't look like it helped. He was yeah. better this weekend. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but that's three, but, three weeks I mean, in now. Yeah. You expected him to come out swinging a hangtown with that I'm move, fi- and that clearly didn't happen. I'm fifty dollars poor because of him not coming out swinging a hangtown. Should have yeah. had Zach Osborne, bud. Yeah, no, I know. Blah blah blah. All right, third question for you, Steve. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. After staying at Weege's house, what was the most shocking money-saving technique that you witnessed? Um, like a drunk uncle who keeps his flask hidden in the toilet tank. Weege is very subtle about his cheapness, but there was plenty of things that he pointed out were, were, were bought by Craigslist. And <laughs> the cheapest thing I saw was his daughter, two-year-old daughter. They cut, she outgrew her onesie. So, so they, they cut, they the cut it into a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and as he said, saves money, bro. Saves money. <laughs> so that might have been the worst thing. Um, he did let me plug things in. Oh, he let me use great. electricity. He let me use the water. Um, he bought a new mountain bike from Scott. Wow. It's a $4,000 mountain bike. He bought it? Yeah. But he got it for cheap. But it is still, it wasn't that cheap. Wow. But he got a deal on it, so he justifies it that sure, way. Sure, yeah. Like that orange Jeep he has. Yep. Okay, Berluti. Yeah. Third and final question for you. Who is your favorite current 250F rider. Mm. Zach Osborne. Why is that? I just, I think it's a great, he's a great story. Yeah. And I like his personality. And he's just, and I'm, I, for some reason I'm rooting for him. Have you been on the show here when he's been on? Mm, here in studio? Or just on the, yeah, he's been on the phone. and Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we've had him on a bunch. Yeah. I was going to get him on this weekend. And I'm like, you know what? Too much Zach. Overflowing with Zach. He Zach's everywhere. So much eyebrows. Everywhere. Uh, he's everywhere, right? Yeah, now. he got beat up quite a bit when he was on that KTM deal and stuff, and he went to Europe. I just yeah. think he's a good story. I like it. Yeah, yeah JT, he's a good guy. JT coining that snack pack phrase. Yeah, I coined it. Oh yeah. You're whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, for that. Oh, <laughs> you. Everyone knows that you whispered in Ping, Ping's it wasn't ear. Ping, yeah. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. Because me and Ping really hung out a lot in 2005. Absolutely. All right. JT, third and final question for you. How would you like to see the outdoor tracks prepped? Uh, I think they should have, like, dissed it. And I said that this weekend. I think the track would have been amazing if they would have have dissed the track after practice instead of kind of leaving the lines in it. 
Um, I'm a big fan of always disking it. I think it, you know, I, I understand it makes it smoother, but as a rider, I thought it was awesome. Traction was always cool, and yeah. I forgot to time them. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think that they, if they want to put so much water in it, too, would have maybe helped it. Usually water's a good thing, but. I don't know what was going on that first practice. Yeah, it was gnarly. But it, it set the whole pace, that set the whole track up for the rest of the day. Good or bad, though? Bad. Bad, yes. Yeah. From the vibe I got, it kind of reminded me of Elsinore last year where you know, the first women's practice where they got up there, they are just getting douched with, with mud and everything. Like Whoa. Women and douched? Whoa. Come on, guy. Whoa. You know what I'm talking wow. about. Wow. Where's Dungeon when we need him creaming in the <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> now, now that's, oh, I can't win. <laughs> <laughs> his, his pants were getting douched with cream. <laughs> oh my god! Tish is douching his Optrex. Oh dear. Um, JT, we're gonna take a commercial break. Uh, John Anderson's coming on from W. Okay. Uh, and then we're gonna come back with you to wrap up. We got a All right. very busy show tonight. Are you gonna be around still? Because we, I got email questions for you. Yep, I'll be here in Pocatello. <laughs> I bet you will be poking Sounds a fella. Um, all right. Thanks very much. We'll call you back, JT. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. John Anderson, W Wheels, is coming up. Uh, NFAB Bang and Bar segment. BTOsports.com. Tweet it. Tit segment. Emails. Voicemails. Tony Berluti. Awesome. You name stuff. it. Shit's going on. Thanks for listening. Take a last commercial break of the night. The X Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement.
replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Villopoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulpamec Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summer Cross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways... Don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Racetech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a Racetech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed. 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me. Listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars. He's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archives. You can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars will help you become a much smarter person, and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had, where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please, check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. 
Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic showy hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Showy's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 Showy. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where proudly everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Brop, the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients no preservatives and are gluten and soy free available in four delicious flavors honey graham chocolate chip cranberry and blueberry order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll free at 1-855-8-BROP today mention pop mx and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes like us on facebook or follow us on twitter at brop nutrition now brop nutrition bars accelerate your body and mind bike missing that final piece of the puzzle does it feel like you're just coming up a little short can your bike use more power it's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire rpm range with the black ops moto ignition coil install one now and you're set for the tracker trail what this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event besides the power increases you'll get better starting quicker throttle response and then expect to be impressed the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on Trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deegan, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. 
Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Welcome back. Paul Pumek Show presented by BTOsports.com and Optrix also on board. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brown Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bar, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brop Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Motor, Balut. Yeah. You think my wife's tipsy? No. I do. Really? Yeah, bro. You know her better than me. She's drink. She's she's tipsy. Really? Uh, tits. I say I, I I'm with Stevie on this. Steven, yeah, not not, yeah, you know. Sutter home mini bottles of wine. Why many? Why doesn't she? Why don't you get her the the gallon? Dude, she went shopping. I don't know. Oh, you know okay. why? Because she can put it in her purse better. Oh, like really? hide it from coworkers and shit. No, she don't yeah. do it while she's hey, working, does she? I don't know, dude. The show is so boring to her. She's got to drink. Oh, I know. Right? Jeez. I thought tonight's been a pretty good show myself. I think so too. Very interesting guest. Yeah. 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 But apparently not. She's missing. Someone. She's missing out. Yeah. Um, and with that, let's get to our another interesting uh, guest. Uh, um, he's a he's a proud sponsor of the Pulp Mech Show, and we thank him for everything that he's doing. He's a great guy in the industry. He's been around a long time. W Wheels, John Anderson. What's up, John? Steve, how's it going, man? Good. How are you? Berluti's in studio, of course. Yeah, yeah. I've been listening. Hey, what's up, Tony John, and uh, how Peter? Are you, buddy? How's it going, man? Hey, thank you for those shirts, by the way. I never got—I forgot to do it when we were off the air, but oh. I appreciate it. 
No sweat, man. You're very welcome. Did Berluti get any? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. All right. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was. Uh, he was I on it Tony next day. And I, I told him I was pumped that he didn't even want to wear the shirt. That was pretty dang cool. I wore mine yesterday, the the, the green circle one, and I was in a Starbucks, and I'm like, huh, I wonder if they see any. You look like you work there. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Right. Um, thanks for coming on the show, John. Appreciate it, man. And, no problem. Well, thanks a lot for having me, man. I've been listening to your show for a while, and we obviously decided to jump on board as a sponsor this year, and we've been it's been a it's been a good ride so far, and we're looking forward to uh, to a, a yeah. future with you guys for sure. No, thank you, man. Berluti's not cheap, so you know whatever we can do <laughs> to keep W on is going to happen. So, <laughs> yeah, um, well, I'm I'm sure they probably do okay over there at uh, RCH Racing, but uh, right. yeah, Tony's a really good guy, and I've enjoyed working with him uh, last couple of years, and. Uh, a lot of other people in this industry. It's yeah. a lot of fun, man. Likewise. Um, w Wheels, man. I definitely, you, you guys are more, I imagine sales have been great because uh, you're getting more and more involved in a sport. More and more top racers are using it. Uh, it, it probably keeps you pretty busy supplying some of the, the world's best racers with it. But hopefully you're selling a ton, too, because, uh, you know, it, it seems like W is coming on. You know, we're uh, well. I appreciate that, Steve. I mean, we're 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 doing our best. I mean, you know, W's only been around for two years, uh, but obviously, as you mentioned, I mean, my wife and I, uh, Kristen, we've been in this industry for a long time, and it's an industry we love to to work in. You know, our background came from White Brothers, and you know, certainly we worked for her dad, Tom White, and he taught us a lot about this business. And we're just trying to do all the right stuff, and uh, you know, offer good products, good service, and. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, partner with some good marketing partners out mm-hmm. there. And, yeah, you know, we can't complain. Sales are, are good. Yep. And um, we are very fortunate. And it's something I definitely appreciate all the time, the fact that we're able to work with, you know, I mean, some of the best uh, athletes on two wheels in yeah. the world. It's awesome. Um, yeah, and the stuff's trick, too, man. The wheels are trick. Like uh, the color combinations you guys have and the, the hubs and stuff look sweet. Um, it's, a, it's a nice setup. Um, for anybody to have an extra set of wheels is, is pretty sweet to have, um, no doubt. Obviously, outside the factory guys who use mag hubs and Japanese stuff, uh, yep. who do you supply? Can you tell us who uses them? Sure. Well, I mean, you know, W. It's funny because a lot of people refer to W as W Wheels. I mean, our company is actually W USA, but but that's okay. We'll take any mention we can get. But we're uh, we're the actually the exclusive importer in North America, so that would be. Uh, uh, the United States, Canada for Talon and for Kite. Mm-hmm. And then we also distribute Galfer and Brembo brakes as well and DID and Excel rims. So I feel like what we sell here is the very, very best that you can get. And, you know, you mentioned the factory stuff that, uh, that some of the guys get, uh, even like um, um, uh, Brock and, and even Villapoto and those guys. I mean, mm-hmm. very trick stuff, but if uh, you guys have been at, at this top level before and you know, or maybe you don't, I, I don't know, but that stuff's awful expensive, and it's not like it's it's built to last for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we we, uh, we are very fortunate to uh, sell some really good stuff, I think, and have some great partners. And But uh, anyway, to answer your question, um, teams that use our stuff, I mean, uh, Troy Lee Designs, JGR, you just went out and visited those guys, the Rockstar guys, Josh Hill on the RCH stuff, and, of course, one of your uh, one of your sponsors, BTO Sports, and Forrest Butler and all those guys, JT, it's a lot of fun. And I don't know, I, I don't want to bore you with a bunch of names, but um, I, I don't know, we have yeah. over 20 teams that use our stuff, and it's kind of unbelievable, and, to be honest with you. And, and you were telling me, too, that your wheel set, 
there's, well, there's a factory team out there running, you know, their works wheels, and yep. your wheel set is lighter and maybe perhaps even stronger than a factory team wheel set, but they can't use it. They can't use your wheels. Just it's yeah. a lot of political reasons in there, you know? Uh, certainly there are. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, this year spent some time with, with Tony's team up at the test track with, with, with Ricky and Kenny and those guys, and I mean, hey, they're just trying to do the very best they can, and they have a great team, great equipment and stuff, and yeah, I mean that's a every team's a challenge and every team's a different relationship and mm-hmm. every rider's different and whatnot and what they what they feel what they think they feel and and whatnot. But that's okay. I mean you can't win them all. And uh, hey, we're we're happy to have the people that we do and the teams and riders and whatnot. So uh, hey, no complaints yeah. at all on our part. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt about it. <clears throat> um, what's the most popular thing you sell? Um. Well, certainly wheels, but I would say like, uh, yeah, you sell completes, but complete ones complete, built or yeah, okay, yeah, complete yeah, stuff. Yep. Um, I would say probably our Talon carbon stuff is oh, okay. comparable to our kite stuff, like yep. the kite stuff that Dungey uses and stuff. And then uh, even this year with uh, with Davey on the Rockstar Suzuki team, I mean, mm-hmm. he ran our our carbon stuff, and yeah, I worked with him last year on the JGR team on the Yamahas, and um, him and James, mm-hmm. and that guy's gnarly. I mean, you know. People, you know, motorcycle racing is a—it's an incredible sport. It's a violent sport, but you guys have both been on many attracts and stuff. And when you stand by a, at a national or at a supercross, and you can feel that vibration going through your legs from guys landing, it's yeah. like, man, when you think about the first thing to make contact is the wheels. Yeah. And um, you know, it's a good idea to have some pretty good stuff on you. I yeah. mean, it, it, under you, I should say. You know, those carbon hubs are trick. Those are, yeah. cool. those are cool. The funny thing about it, we most, have those. most people always ask, they say, is that really carbon? You know, yeah. they think it's, it's aluminum a with a wrap, yeah. you know, yeah. and I go, no, it's first, first thing I did when I, when we got them, uh, you know, I, it was to tear it apart and yeah. look, I go, it's full on. You're like it is, it's That's carbon. That's an awesome, uh, awesome adhesive glue, whatever that you guys use. <laughs> yeah. Well, the hubs, the talent stuff, you know, is made in England, and it is pretty incredible stuff. I mean, they all they make the stuff in England at Talon, and and absolutely, I mean, um, it's it's definitely a carbon tube, and it's it's pressed and bonded with basically uh, like a military spec uh, uh, glue they use in the English Army, and it's pretty gnarly. I yeah. mean, that stuff's been around. They started making that around 2004, and Caroli and all those guys over there have used it and won World Championships on it, and. And today we have, uh, you know, quite a few teams on it. Even when Chad started 2-2 Motorsports, you know, I mean, um, that was really something that kind of came about from, from Kenny, from Watson. And I think at that time Chad was talking to those guys uh, a couple years back, and Chad saw him. He wanted to go all, to Australia and, and race. And it's like, hey, what's with these wheels? And we just said, yeah, man. I mean, my wife always kind of kills me for that but i always feel yeah. like every every opportunity is a good opportunity right and maybe that's why we have so many teams but it certainly doesn't cut you know isn't from the fact that we we give out hundreds of hubs because yeah. uh that certainly isn't the case it wouldn't be in business long huh if you just start <laughs> dishing out the hubs like, like like they were candy um yeah exactly uh you've been around a long time john like you said white brothers you were there forever yep. uh yep. your wife is which white brothers daughter tom white tom yep. white's daughter yeah. Um, um, we used White Brothers uh, at Yamaha. Honda used it at the height of White Brothers square carbon mufflers. Yeah. Yeah. You guys had to have been the number one in the market. We were. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny. They were everywhere. Is, um, 
it's funny because I was listening to the show earlier, and I have all the respect in the world for Mitch Payton and even the folks over at FMF and Yoshimura, all those great companies. And uh-huh. you know, I was if White Brothers was still around today, I I really could probably sit here and tell you the truth and say I'd probably still work there because I really did love to work there. And uh-huh. you're right, back in 2004, um, we had we had everybody. Yeah, I mean, White Brothers started as a four-stroke company back in the 70s, you know, with Tom and Dan, and mm-hmm. and in the you know the, the beginning. I mean, uh, we were the first ones to come out with, like, an aftermarket exhaust for the Yamaha yeah. back in 98 on the YZ400. Uh, Spud Walters rode for us, and then uh, Spud continued to do development work later on for Honda, and we got an opportunity. You know, it's just, you guys know how it is. This, rela- this business is all about relationships, and Spud rode for us, and he did R&D testing for Honda and just got it into the right people's hands, and we got it on uh, mm-hmm. an opportunity to have Nathan Ramsey try it on his, uh, his Honda. Next thing you know, I mean, you know, man, all of a sudden we had Ricky Carmichael and Chad and Wyndham and, and Villeman, and we literally had every four-stroke yeah. in the top ten at the Nationals on our pipe. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, sales <laughs> were, awesome. Things, things were flying off the shelf, I imagine, right? Absol- oh, absolutely, yeah. man. I mean, it was, uh, you know, it was right when carbon was kind of coming around. And, and yeah. uh, I mean, back then I think they were still 800 bucks, and that was – over 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. were, uh, you know, you get on those kinds of guys' bikes and stuff, and, uh, right. yeah, I mean, they were selling, absolutely. Um, yeah, those are, those are, that was crazy. The, yeah. um, well, they were so much better than our GYTR. I remember we were on GYTR stuff, and it was like, we had the White Brothers, and we're like, oh, God, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank yeah. you. Um, uh, the um, Spud Walters, you worked as his mechanic, and yep. you text me after last show. When I was uh, yeah. when I was telling Berluti about how Kelly Smith, yeah. the East Coast champion, met Spud Walters, the West Coast champion. Uh, that's funny. We met in yeah. the East Coast, and Kelly Smith came away with the win. Yeah, and and John texted yeah. me and said, "Yeah, you guys are too scared to come out west." Yeah, I did. I, it was funny because Spud's <laughs> like a a little brother to me, and I, uh-huh. I, I you know I love that guy. He's just awesome, and we had some great times years ago, and and. Uh, did, yeah, I mean, we definitely wore everything on our sleeves for sure, and we put a lot into it. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm very proud of what we did back in the day with yeah. the bros before four-strokes became what they are today and going out and doing, you know, four-stroke series on the first started on the West. And you might remember some of those stadium thunder bike things they used to I do back in 98, uh, yeah. 99. And we did some of those. I remember Kelly coming out and yeah. rode really well and gave us all we could handle. But at the end of the day, uh, I think oh, he ended okay. up on his head. See, that, but, uh, that was before my okay. time. He needed me. <laughs> he needed my smooth, calming hand. Yeah, to, that's uh, right. Hey, did right. I know Kelly's made a shit ton of money doing that series. Did Spud do well? Like, was it a good paying thing? Like, KTM would pay Kelly, I think, five grand a class win. Hmm. Yeah. And he would wow. win two classes, 250 yeah. Pro and yeah. four-stroke Pro on the same bike. And KTM was just like, they, they treated it like it was the world championships. Wow. He made so you much know, money. I think that when it was first going on, I mean, uh, we did all the stuff on Yamaha from 98 to 2001 and then 2002. You know, Honda approached White Brothers about trying to do a four-stroke effort, and, mm-hmm. and we took it, and they gave us a truck, and we got some parts and bikes and stuff, and that was the year, 2002, we hired uh, Paul Carpenter to come ride for us out of New York, and I know you've I've heard a lot of stories from you yeah. guys, and I certainly got plenty of my own for sure. But <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, we did we it, it was good. I mean, Spud made a good living at it, and you know, he's still around today. He works for American Honda back in in Ohio, and mm-hmm. 
and uh, he got a family and stuff. But yeah, he did good. I mean, there was a good purse. And you know, nowadays, it's like the, the the not the norm is to go out and and, and ride a two stroke. You know, back then it was I know, like right? everybody rode two strokes, and it's like what's with this four stroke? You know, and I it was really cool to be in from the very you know beginning of that. It yeah, was, you guys uh, were on the, a lot of fun. You guys were on the forefront of that for sure. Uh, yeah, we definitely and, and yourself. A, yeah. Yeah, we definitely had a good opportunity, and it's uh, funny now that kind of got a little bit older or whatever, and I, I hear all these guys that all the time from working with so many teams, you know, they're always in airports, and, man, I have all the respect in the world, certainly for riders, but just as much for the, the mechanics and all the team people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the lifestyle that they lead, and, and the, it's not all just, you know, fancy lights and yeah. barrels and all that, man. It's <laughs> it's gnarly what those what, – <laughs> what Tony? What all those guys do? Yeah, I, I can't guys, believe Billy, I can't believe Billy is still doing this shit. He started in 1988, 87, yeah. 87, yeah. 87, and he is still a race mechanic. Yeah, that's, well, that's he should right. get an award for he that. He should. Okay. No, he should. That's I, gnarly. I don't need an award. I just got passion, I guess. But it, <laughs> the, the travel is the part that sucks because I do love. I to this day I love yeah. the races. Yeah, if you know. could get like teleported there. Yeah, yeah. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean. uh uh, yeah, that's just, it's, that's unbelievable. It really is when, I mean, someone, they always talk, I want to get into racing, and we hear it all the time. You know, mm-hmm. I hear it a lot, and, and uh, boy, try it for a couple of years, and after you see the same city once or twice, <laughs> there's not much more to see there. Right. And, you know, I mean, especially the days where the rain comes in, you tear down at a national and stuff, and the canopy's blown everywhere, and oh, mud, and you look, yeah. the truck driver's looking at you <laughs> like he wants to kill you. Yeah, you're destroying yeah. his truck because guess what? You get to fly home, but the driver, yeah, he gets to wash all that out. I know. So it's just it's gnarly did, stuff, man. Did you get to work on, or did you guys have access to the? Remember the works Honda four stroke? Yeah. Uh, did you have much to do or work on that, or did they keep it kind of under wraps, or were you guys in on the ground floor on that thing? When well, Rhino we definitely it? were. I can tell you because uh, yeah, Rhino, at the time yeah. that would be around two thousand three, two thousand four, and. And White Brothers is over in Yorba Linda, and I remember it very well because it was right down the hall from where I was at. And and at that time, as I mentioned, you know, when we had all the four strokes yeah. Yamaha and Honda, because Cowie and Suzuki weren't doing them yet, we had two rooms of R and D, both behind locking, you know, the little code thing on the uh-huh. door. Yeah. One side was American Honda's factory bike, and right next door was the factory Yamaha, and it was gnarly. Like Dan Bentley would come down, and then John R. and 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 um, and Bob Oliver would come down from Yamaha, and they only went in their side of the building. And Jim <laughs> Lewis from Merge Racing, a great yeah. guy, great friend of mine today, does great stuff. He was the engineer that built all and designed all those pipes. And, uh, yeah, so we were definitely in from the beginning. But uh, White Brothers spent a lot of money, sure, to, to sponsor those teams. But yeah. Uh, yeah. as we talked about earlier, it was worth, I think they'll tell you today, it was worth every penny yeah. um, no, was, to do it. You know? It was an exciting time, like factory Honda. Here's another you know, they use their works rule, and yeah, here they are. You know, it's kind of, anytime Honda has done anything like that, it's always a, always cool to see. Yeah. Um, well, the, the funny thing was is back then, you know, because the factories, you know, they were all about the works parts, and, and it's like that today. So whenever you put an aftermarket part on something, you run the risk of like, wow, you know, what if our bike fails? You yeah. know, we, uh, we lose accountability. It's kind of like when you were with Yamaha, and they made you change your own tires. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? They no, did that for a reason, why. and the right. same with the pipe. So even when we stopped racing in 2003, and, and I was still at the company, and my job was to go to the races and do rider, rider support, and literally Ricky would run four exhaust systems on his factory Honda in one, at one national, mm-hmm. one for Saturday practice, one for Sunday, 
and one for the first moto and the second. And then I would just put them in a gear bag along with Chad's stuff and the other guys yeah. and put them on the plane and bring them back, you know, because you just can't take the chance. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, it's just the way it had to be. But uh, but I think it worked out good for everybody. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Chris Ackerman, uh, what's going on, man? You got uh, something to say about John Anderson? Yeah, first off, I just I didn't know that he worked for, uh, for Spud. That guy's a, a class act stand-up guy. And so is John. I um, I had the opportunity to, to. I was building a bike for Brian Deegan back in '06. He wanted to race some nationals, and um, mm-hmm. so I called up John Anderson, and uh, and he was all about helping him out. Sent sent wheels out, and Brian ran those tail on tail on hubs and the rims all the time. And just to attest how strong those things are. He hit, um, this was right when the ramp to ramps yep. were coming out for freestyle. Mm-hmm. And he, it was 75, a 75 foot gap. But Brian hit it like third gear on it, not knowing, and went 164 feet and landed uh, flat concrete, dented the concrete with the frame. <laughs> the frame was all dented and only blew out a few spokes. Wow. On the wheels and flattened. Uh, yeah, he, he did flatten the front, the uh, front wheel. But um, but yeah, John Anderson is a yeah. He's a good dude, stand up dude. Yeah, hub held together, spokes all held together, everything like that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Chris, yeah. for saying that, man. I I totally remember you for sure, and uh, I always did enjoy working with all the guys in this industry, and that's really cool you to say yeah. that, man. I I hope you're doing well, and and um, yeah, I appreciate that, bud, very much. Hey, right on, and uh, the thing about the green shirt. That Mathis was saying with the yeah. like the Starbucks Starbucks like like logo on it. I uh, one of my friends who actually rides for you gave me one of those, and um, and somebody came in and goes, "Wow, where'd you get a Starbucks shirt?" Oh, and I looked at it and they're like, "Oh shit, oh yeah, That's not Starbucks." <laughs> like, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I just want to say John's a great guy. Thanks, Ackerman. and uh, it's yeah. cool to have him on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, man. Thanks, Chris. Right on, guys. Thank hey, you, Baluti. Yeah. You rock. Thank you. See ya. See ya. Yeah, I mean, there's not much drop-off, or not. there's not much difference in performance between Kenny and yourself, Berlute. Very similar people. <laughs> Very similar attitudes. It's great. Uh, it's like great. you said, it, it takes uh, right. chocolate and vanilla. Hey, buddy! Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, John, do you lace and true the wheels yourself? No, we have our guys that do it. I mean, we all we all loose lace them, whatever, when we're yeah. busy and whatnot. You know, even my wife's done it, you know. But really? We I... have our guys. I mean, we started just my wife and I in our, yeah. our little shop when we got this opportunity. And, and uh, our wheel builders were guys that we worked with, the White Brothers. And and it's cool. We're up to – we have about nine employees now, guys and girls. And um, How fast can they and, do? Uh, How fast can they do one up? Um, well, I mean, if they loose lace them, I mean, typically we can do about, like, say, in a day um, – no, no interruptions or whatever. I mean, we can do about twenty sets, I would say, in a day. Okay. Um, so a fair amount, and then you know, we've got some job. really good distributors and whatnot, and and, uh, and Western Power Sports and Tucker, and mm-hmm. and even one of your show sponsors, BTO Sports. They buy a lot from us and stuff, and mm-hmm. that's something we really prided ourselves on with our businesses. You know, again, having good product and just good fill rates, good selection, and and really good service. You know, I mean, wheels can be an impulse buy for sure, and if you 
guy calls to order them and wants that special color and that trick this or that. Yeah. And then you say, well, okay, it'll be three weeks. Uh, well, I mean, in two days he's right. changed his mind. Right. <laughs> and so we we definitely you know something we really strive to do to have really quick turnaround and uh, and. Uh, Get people what they want, you know. Now, obviously, the spoke torque wrench helped a lot, Berlu, but I hated that. I hated mm-hmm. lace truing wheels. Yeah. Like I, I can't. I mean, I use a, a torque wrench. Yeah. For some, sometimes, but I've used. I've gone by Phil for so long. I go. Oh really? Phil, yeah. Oh okay. I, I, I used to trade off like, hey, I'll do your filters because you know Yamaha. We also had to oil our filters and clean them. Oh, you did. Yeah, because oh, it's Yamaha. God. Um, I used to be like, hey, I'll do your filters. Yeah. You true, you lay some true couple wheels. Yeah. I just, I wasn't that good at it, and it was too, took me too long. Hey, so. John, did you ever have to do a, like a, back in the day, the conical hub? They had about five different size spokes, and it got really gnarly. No. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I mean, about. even, even, you know, the funny thing is we were talking about White Brothers and 98 and whatnot. I mean, we ran those wheels on Spud's bike and, and Dubox bike when they rode for us, so we, I mean, they first started making hubs over 30 years ago. They've been around for a long, long time, you know. So, I mean, we're there's stuff that that we're working on now that it uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, we're we're in. I have, kind of have a, like a testing process. I mean, I I learn a lot from teams like Gears, Sony, and and Ricky. I mean, that was quite an eye opener and stuff. I mean, the things that that guy can feel even in a wheel and whatnot. Yeah. But I mean, we're we're trying stuff now, and it's actually being tested and. I really believe in testing a lot before we come and hand it over to you guys because I know you or any other big teams, you kind of get one shot. You better have it right the first time before you hand it off to you guys. So we're doing stuff right now, with, uh, and it's been done before, but, uh, but people have gone away from it, but we're working now with titanium spokes. And uh, and even there's some carbon rims out there and stuff, you know. And oh. and so we're, we're, I mean, Jimmy Albertson's one of our testers, and, I go through a process. I start with some fast amateur kids, yep. then go through Jimmy, and uh, it's pretty cool. We're in our kind of like our last phase of testing, and and then uh, Jeremy McGrath, he's a, a good friend from many years ago, and and Jeremy's going to do the final testing for our Honda stuff, and uh, it's pretty cool. You yeah. know, it's all to make the stuff better for for our customers and stuff. You know, and that's uh, so good stuff. So. Both the racers won at Muddy Creek. Ryan Dungey, Marvin yep. Scan. Yeah. Yep. And uh, kind of a cool thing, Steve. Even uh, Andy White's team up there with Colton. He runs our Talon uh, Carbon, and he won this weekend as well. Nice. Man. Oh yeah. And uh, Benoit, um, he got second. Yeah. And um, wow. Brad nodded. I think got on the podium in the lights. And we also do, you know, we do Bobby Canary stuff up there, and the uh, the Yamaha team. Oh yeah. So it was really a good weekend for us. No you know doubt. how you're talking about Tony was saying about you know it's just a pain in the neck sometimes to build wheels. Kind of a cool deal. Um, uh, Carlos Dungey's mechanic. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's kind of kind of cool, but did you know that he builds all of the team wheels at KTM? No, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, he, he builds them all. Yeah, it's oh, I'm pretty, give, pretty I'm gonna cool. Give, I'm going to give Frankie shit this weekend. Yeah. 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 Uh, he, that's that's his thing. He builds them all, and uh, yeah. and uh, we bought this really cool chewing stand, and there's only three in the country. Oh, yeah. Uh, it comes from uh, Belgium, and um, they have one, and so... Uh, Suzuki, Suzuki's has got one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. You've hmm. seen it, Tony, down yeah. there. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I and use so, it. So, uh, funny thing is, do you use it? Yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, when they when we got it, uh, it was kind of recommended by DeCoster and stuff, and we got it. But there's only one problem: they don't give you any instructions for <laughs> for all the things. So 
we ended up going down to KTM, and Carlos gave our guys a little 45-minute quiz on how to use the machine. Right. It was pretty dang cool that they would do that. But, uh, yeah, he was saying, yeah, Roger has me build all the wheels, and it's like, oh, man. I, a lot of work. Uh, I use the the uh, the machine with the duct tape and the sharpie. Yeah, yeah, that works. That's my machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, John, uh, thank yeah. you for coming on. Uh, really appreciate no it. Uh, wusa dot com. Check them out. Um, like you said, they they've got the best stuff out there. High end deals, uh, brakes even. So even yeah. if you're in the market for a set of brakes, uh, check it out and wheels. And yeah, man, thanks uh, thanks for everything. Uh, I feel like we could bench race all night long. Um, yeah, but, but we got to run. And, no uh, problem, man. I appreciate you guys having me on the show. It's no, a great absolutely. show, and uh, I'm sure you guys are all tired. You had a uh, stacked show tonight. So, we did. Uh, we did have a stacked show. You're you right. Did. Um, I, when you did. When I saw the lineup, I was like, oh, my gosh. After everybody listening to all their guests and stuff, and then I get to come on as the, uh, the, the guy in the last. end. Everyone's going to be falling asleep. But, nah, well, hey, I appreciate the opportunity to come nah, on. It was a lot of fun. Most of our listeners, very few are live. Like, we... Over ninety percent of them are uh, are archived, so they'll be hearing you at some yeah, point in the day, in the middle of the day. Yeah. But uh, um, no, thanks no a lot, man. Thanks for the support, and uh, yep. I mean, good luck with everything. I don't need to even tell you that because you're killing it. But uh, yeah, thanks very much, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Great, thanks a lot, guys. Have a good night. All right, See John. You, John. All right. Good night. T- take care. Bye bye. John Anderson, everybody at W Wheels, W USA. Great guy. Good guy. Good. You guy. know, it's uh, you like you said, building relationships. A lot of times in the sport, you know. You know, people come and go and whatnot, but uh, John John's just one of those class guys. Easy, easy. De- his demeanor is incredible. You know, mm-hmm. he's easy to get along with and yeah. stuff. I really like him. No, I I first met him when he was Spuds guy early two thousands. Yeah, that's crazy. you know yeah. uh, at the races, U.S. Open four stroke races, and then when I went to Yamaha, he was the White Brothers guy. You know, Alan Olson was a big part of that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He mentioned um, when he worked on Reedy's Spud helped. Yeah, Spud helped get honda in the door while well, alan elson helped get yamaha in the door because gotcha. alan knows everybody and alan's working for white he was a white brother guy yeah yeah so that's how yamaha got involved with through alan and then eventually rookie had an accident and alan took over the right. wrenching tours yep. wrenching duty so um that's how i met john through that way and uh well reconnected with hey so was there way. kelly championships before like uh lance smell after i think after, after yeah lance okay. lance was lance was like 97, 98. Because he was a four-stroke guy. He was. He, he won was, championships, He was right? the first four-stroke KTM guy. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, the works rule that Honda used, right? Like, Honda had the works rule. You know, every team's allowed to use one right. works yes, rule. yes. One, one well, year. Yeah. So, KTM wanted to use theirs. They had a 250F four-stroke before their stock one. And they wanted to use that rule right. to, to develop this 250F. Mm-hmm. Well, without... Whenever KTM had this like kind of crappy race effort with Lance Mail and Tom Moen, Moen, I don't think he had told anybody, or I don't know exactly what happened, but Moen used the KTM works rule for that Lance Mail 380 or whatever, 640 or whatever that thing was. Remember when Lance made Daytona? He made some Supercross mains. Yeah, that was yeah. a works bike. Okay, under the AMA rule. Oh no, kidding. Yeah. And so KT, it was it, wasted, is what you're saying? Yeah, the AMA's like, uh, yeah, sorry, you already used it. And they're like, oh, what do you mean? Shit. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, Lance in 97 used it. So was that rule, um, was it uh, per four stroke period? It didn't, it was 250 or 450, or did you get it? No, get, you just got to use it once on anything. Once. Yeah. You could use it on a two stroke if you wanted to. We, or we used it with Ricky on the 450. Yeah. 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 Somewhat. It wasn't quite probably like Yamaha's deal, like with a Henry's bike. That thing was a full-on bitch. That was a full bike. trick, yeah. yeah. Now, my first job at Yamaha, very first job, 
they said, hey, um, wreck all these motors of Doug Henry's. All these Hammer, motors. sledgehammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, welcome back, JT. You cried. Thank you. JT, you're back. I'm back. Um, we have a segment what on I'm, the show. What I miss. Uh, John Anderson. Yeah. Oh, yeah? You yeah, guys talking about some wheels? Yep. And White Brothers right. and Spud Walters and Kelly Smith and you name it. Wow. I missed well, a lot. Yeah. Um, NFAB. Cheap and truck products. Industry leader in making quality Nerf bars, pre-runners, other off-road accessories. They design and manufacture the strongest, most durable, best-looking bars available in the industry today. NFAB's committed to building heavy-duty, high-end, high-quality tubular parts. And I'm going to just move on. Um, N-Fab.com. And, of course, they help out Filthy Phil Nicoletti, who's absolutely killing it right now. Killing it. He got eighth in the first moto at Muddy Creek. He's on the NFAB Ty Lube team, Yamaha. And second moto, he fell down on the first turn. He was 15th from last, or near last. And uh, then had a, a um, cam chain tensioner go out on him. Who ever heard of a cam chain tensioner going out, Berlude? I don't know. Right? Yeah, I know. Hey, it's funny. He, I, mean, he, when, when, I don't think I ever changed one. No. Nah. <laughs> well, the ones. The manual ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But these are the autos. Yeah, the automatic ones are the ones you have to be careful of. Oh, you do? Yeah, because they're, you know, they're on, they got teeth and stuff, yeah. and sometimes they get worn out, and then they want to slip. Um, so, so Phil came up to me at the end of the race because yeah. we were talking. He was on the show last, uh-huh. was it last week, right? Yeah, I think so. And he's like, you know what? I didn't know you were Tony Berluti. I was like, what? <laughs> so last week when we were talking yeah. on the phone, he didn't know I was tickle, oh. the same Tickles mechanic as or oh, whatever. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah. So he just – and I'm like, oh, okay. But it, good guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bummer for him. You know, super bummer. Yeah, because he, he is riding really well. He is. Very well. Um, but this is the NFAB Banging Bars segment. It's Banging Bars so, brought to you by NFAB. The guy in the chat room who says uh, good night to me that he loves me. Uh, I love I love you too. Who's that? I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, man friend. So banging bars battle, NFAB. My pick is the Stuart Alessi one. I like that. Um, that was cool. Especially because even James admitted that after Mike got him, he's like, oh, I got I got to pick this up. Yeah. I got I got to get. I, it, it woke me up. It shook me up. And, <laughs> but yet he didn't get him. Like that Cooper was – who was Cooper battling with where they were going back and forth? That was unbelievable. Guy Cooper? That guy's amazing. <laughs> it Cooper Webb. It wasn't Guy Cooper. Oh, damn it. Yeah. I like that guy. <laughs> um, he was like – I mean, it was – those guys were like going at it. He, I mean, he's not scared, that guy. Was no. Was it with uh, one of the Yamaha was guys, it, or the Honda no, guys? No, it was Bogle? Was it Osborne? Bogle? Osborne? No. I don't know. It was that first moto, but he yeah. was throwing. There is throwing it back in and out of there. I mean, he wasn't. Yeah. Anyway, well, that was a good battle. Okay, we can have that one. We can have. Oh no, I'm not taking yours away. I'm just saying that. Well, who whose show is this, Berluti? I'm sorry, my bad. JT, help me out, man. You're always bailing me out when J- when he starts beating up on me. Just slap him. Yeah. Just reach across that table. Oh, that's slap a that's a test out of him. That's a quick way to make this your last ever appearance. I've never been that lucky. Um, we have, you haven't been in studio for a long time, bro. Yep. Well, um, I'm picking the Alessi Stewart battle. Cool. For uh, that was and, good. What do you mean I haven't been in studio? I was there less than a month ago. Huh? I was there less than a month ago, Friday before Vegas Supercross. 
Oh, that doesn't count. No, that's a Vegas show. No? No, <laughs> it's different. It's a different deal. <laughs> different deal. Count. Unless, and uh, James's scrub by Mike was, no, sick. Did somebody get a photo of it? Or did you just see oh, it yeah. on TV? Yeah, they, no, they took a screenshot again. of it off the TV. Oh, really? I don't know if well documented. Got, I don't know if anybody got it. Like, real, all, huh? Yeah, I don't know if anybody got it. I yeah. want to check it out. Documentation. Um, There's a lot of photos of it, by the really? way. Really? I'll have to find it. Okay. Um, it was like a flash of the old James. And then it was like, ah, yeah, that's all you get to see for now. Yeah, that's it. I'm going back indoors. It's like the, it's like Puxatawney Phil. It is. Six more weeks of, <laughs> of not getting them, not winning races. <laughs> People know about that guy? What? What guy? Puxatawney Phil? Yeah. It's from Groundhog oh, yeah. Day, man. It's common knowledge, bro. What's the one? We got a we got that that uh, thing out here with the uh, turtle, huh? That's Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, no, no, Sonic no. God, he. I think it just died a little while. What ago. are you talking about? Yeah, brother? there's a deal. The old man's gone crazy. No, yeah, no. You're you're way off base on this. Hey, <laughs> really? I have no idea. What he's a native. He's like, I was born and raised here. That doesn't mean much, but still. Oh yeah, Tuxicani Phil. Yeah, that's the hedgehog. Or the okay, so what about hog. this turtle? Anyway, there's a turtle. I'll, I'll have to. I'll look it up and I'll I'll, I'll bring it to you. <laughs> you know we got those des- a, the desert a, tortoise out here. There's a turtle. They do it. I'll up, look it up and bring it to you. No, no, they do teenage, it. Up, is it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Same kind of deal, but different. Yeah. All right. In Canada, we got the walrus. Steve's crushing me right now. I am the walrus. Okay, um, that's a good song. If you're into the Beatles, BTO Sports. Dot com tweet at tits segment. It is time. Let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOSports.com. It's the tweets at tits QA segment where your twatted questions find answers. Tits. Alright, these are the best questions from our listeners. Um tits. Well, they're sometimes they're the worst. Some people say they're the worst too. Um, let's do it, tits. Sponsored right. by BTOSports.com. Use the code PulpMX to save big on BTOSports.com. And uh, BTOSports.com is also a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM team. Featuring Andrew Short, Michael Byrne, perhaps Matt Gerke very soon. Do we have any Gerke news, uh, JT? No, I haven't heard anything yet. No. Nope. Okay. Hey, JT, what about, what about Fasciati? Uh, yeah. Um, pretty impressive. I mean, obviously we didn't get to see it. You know, I was no. watching lap times, but pretty impressive. Um, no, yeah, he handed right? it to him. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. But uh, really yeah, I think Medi will get better. But obviously, it was a great start to the season. I think he kind of caught everybody by surprise. Yeah. Fair. While we're on, while we're talking about uh, Fasciati, while we're um, talking about Fasciati, have you heard about Optrix? Yeah. At Craig523, uh-huh. um, he says, was Nanaimo just another reason to be annoyed that Fasciati won't go ride the AMA and give us fast Canadian to cheer for? Mm. Canadian. Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't think so. I- I'm going to Calgary in two weeks. I'll, ha- I'll come back with a full report. Thank you. Yeah. We'll I mean, see. was anybody beating his door down to pay him this year? No, no. Well, I mean, what do you want him to do then, you know? Stay like, there and make money. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, that's not well, – you can't really blame him for that. If he's turning down, like, good deals down here, then maybe you have a gripe. But, I mean, he could sit, stay up there, make a lot of money, come down here, spend a lot of money. You know, what are you going to do? Well, he's so, like the Villa Poto up there, right, for the last couple of years? Well, he's been hurt last oh, two he years. Has? He got hurt. Oh, okay. He hasn't won. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he's certainly fast. But um, don't get me started on the USA thing. Okay. 
Um, the sex was actually was emailed in. Okay. Um, but so we, we don't think, take it okay. emails or. Well, no, we we can we can do okay. whatever. Right. But uh, Rudolph Santini has a question for JT. Um, Jason, he says when he when you rode. Um, can you explain some of your program, like how many miles you rode on the road bike or running distances, any of that stuff? This is back when you're pro. Uh, when it, when back it, when I was pro. Well, I, I didn't year? think you were talking about like 96 because that's the last time I wasn't pro. So you pro? Um, <laughs> y'all pros? Y'all pros? Um, yeah, basically I think it's pretty standard, uh, Bicycling, like, at least an hour a day, or if you're running, at least 30 to 45 minutes a day. Uh, and then riding, and there's there's a lot of different philosophies. You know, I was always kind of one of the guys that rode a lot. Um, Supercross, we're doing, like, depending on if we're doing sprints or motos, but, like, 220-lap motos at least, um, and then sprints. And then if we're doing, like, shorter stuff, you know, you try to do at least 50 laps a day, like 50 race laps where you actually have a time on it. Uh, and then outdoors, we would do a warm up, and then at least two like race length motos, like thirty five minutes or whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's pretty easy. It, it sounds easy as far as what you actually have to do, but um, you know, you have to actually get out there and do it. That's the hard part. So you find find lots of guys that make lots of excuses of why they didn't do it that day, or why they did, can't do it, or won't do it, or whatever. But uh, the guys that are serious, you know, they find a way to do it regardless, and put the work in so uh, i think it's pretty common now most guys are you know everybody pretty much trains hard but back then uh man there was a lot there was a lot of slacking going on so i don't think it's that way anymore okay thank you um bo colligan um his question is will the new model yz450f that's been rumored to be coming out will that help jgr find some new talent for next year uh, bike has been seen, photographed by all the magazines, the U.S. magazines. So it's here. It's not that new. Oh. Well, I guess yeah. it kind of is. I mean, it's is got it not new enough. It's it may not be new enough. It has the wrap around. Uh, it has a James Stewart tank and shrouds. Mm-hmm. So it's narrower and lower. It's got a new frame. It's got the no gas cap on the top. You know, like the Japanese bikes. Did you see that? Photo? Yeah, no, that's it's got cool. that for stock. Um, it is for stock, huh? Yeah, that's it's got cool. the little different subframe and stuff. I guess the perform. I think the engine's mostly unchanged. So I don't know. The engine's good on that bike. It is a good engine. Yeah, yeah it's strong. JT it's hates really it, good. but it's not bad. Really? <laughs> Have you rode it, JT? Yeah, I rode it. Is he, I, is he is he making shit up again? No, I'm not a big fan of it. And to answer the question, I think if they have improved it at all, you know, just changing, changing something just to change it doesn't do any good. It has to be better. Yeah. So that's going to be the defining factor. Nobody's going to sign up to ride that bike without testing it first. So they're going to know, you know right uh, away if it's good. Uh, I didn't hear this from Coy Gibbs, but I heard it from a, a pretty good source close to the JGR team. Dean Wilson basically, because he didn't want to ride that bike, one hundred percent. About about a million and a half said bye bye to. Wow. You know that was one hundred percent. He did not re- take that deal because of the bike. No, I know. And a million yeah. and a half. Wow. He said nope. That's what he gave away in in the two deals. He just didn't want to do it. Hmm. Yeah. So. Well, his 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 
uh, Cali deal was really good, though. Yeah, but it didn't materialize. Yeah. No, no, no. But at the time when he had to make a decision, right? I don't think the number was that that big of a difference. So uh, did did Gibbs luck out or did did uh, yeah, did yeah Wilson? Uh, poor Dean. Yeah. You know, and talking about you know your guy Robbie Renard, yeah. what what did him in shoulders? Yeah. What what's Dean now have? Another yeah. surgery on an, on the same shoulder. Yeah, not saying that's going to be the same, but that's that's something to think about. Um, all right, tits. Okay. Uh, while we're on the subject of Dino, um, wow, look at you just segueing, bro. At OS Ryden. Um, hey JT, you should see tits. He looked like he was attacked by a, a, a mountain lion. <laughs> claims he had optics optics accident. Claims he <laughs> fell on his mountain bike, but yeah. yeah. Um, on a scale of one. To wield Tasmanian Devil, um, how did Mitch react to Dino's tweet about his bike blowing up? Uh, I don't do you know. Think he cared about I'm it? sure he wasn't pumped. I mean, what are you going to, you know? Uh... Yeah, like, I, I feel like as a former mechanic, like, look, the team doesn't tweet, ah, Dean Wilson gave away a moto win because he fell over in a turn. You know what I mean? Like, Look, shit's going to happen like we had Mitch on earlier, JT, and he feels bad about it and says it's his fault. And you know, But I feel like he should have kept that to himself. Berluti, what do you think? He tweeted, like, bike blew up and I crashed. Like, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, he should have. Like, he should have, like, but look, yet look, he doesn't we, want to be the bad guy. We let you like, down, Dean, no doubt. The yeah. team let you down, but you've let us down. This yeah, is, this absolutely, is a, this is for a, sure. A, a both situation, Absolutely. you know. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I love I love Dean though. A great kid, great guy. I felt like you didn't need to say that, but um, I kind of feel bad for Dean though because he's he's got to feel like the world is against him right now. Right, right. And right. when he didn't, when it wasn't his mistake that he's hurt and everything's just totally screwed now. I'm sure he was just looking for a little bit of kind of like. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I just, I think he's looking for a little bit of sympathy. Uh, he wasn't, he wasn't people t- to feel not feel sorry for him, but be yeah. kind of like, dang, that sucks. Like, you know, this wasn't your fault, you know. Yeah, like he uh, wasn't tweeting against Mitch Payton. You're saying he was tweeting like, look at, look at my situation. Right. Yeah, like this right. wasn't my fault. Like, I can't help it. You know, right, I didn't right, screw right. up okay. again and crash yeah, yeah. and get hurt. Like, there's nothing I could do in this situation. Right. Okay. I'll see. Because people on Vital and all these things, if you. They're gonna say, "Look, he crashed again." Like he's, you know what I mean. And that, and when it's not your fault, it's tough to just sit there and take it because people are writing your career off right. in the meantime. You know, yeah. And that's what people are doing. That's what teams are doing. They're they're literally writing him off as we speak, whether that's fair or not. Uh, every time you get hurt and miss seasons and do all this stuff, your your stock goes down. Absolutely it's fortunate, but it's the truth. Okay. Next question. From at SLC Chuck, this is for you, Steve. He's, his question is, if Van Halen did not exist. First of all, uh, I don't want to live in that world. Somebody, <laughs> somebody give Steve CPR. I, I, that's not a world I want to live in. <laughs> well, if, if that world was, was real, what would be your band of choice? Who's the number two? Uh, it changes a lot. Um, tragically hip. U2, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam's got some good stuff. I was listening to some old Pearl Jam driving the other day, and I'm like, this is good. I don't know what happened in the last few years. Some of the stuff's good, but early stuff, man. It's... You like all the political guys. Bono, uh, uh, whatever that Pearl Jam's dude's name is. Eddie Vedder. 
Teddy Vetter, yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's not, that's not, maybe so, but that's not anything, yeah, that's not, like, by choice. Uh, tragically Hip, probably a Canadian band. Uh, I've seen them live a bunch. They're, they're pretty good. Or, um, Steve Winwood. No way. Come again? Just kidding. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> next question is from Evan Johnson. Uh, this question is for everyone. Um, his question is, with the way Mookie is writing... Do you think he will be riding a 450 in Supercross? Yes, I do. He should have been on one already. This is old news. Should have been on one last year. He's too big. Yes. But he didn't. So do you think that? Yes. Yeah, I think. I think. I, I think that he'll get whatever somebody gives him. If he if he hasn't pointed out and that some he gets a ride in a lights bike, he'll be on a lights. But he definitely should be on a 450. Jason, do you care to uh, elaborate? Uh, I would. Say, I think it's silly for him not to be on a 450 in Supercross. Yes. All right, um, Jason. This next question is for you. It's from Ronnie Viola. Um, says, "What are the odds of Reed getting a fill-in guy if he doesn't start feeling better soon?" Uh, I would just, say zero. Will he just tough it out. I'd say zero. Okay. Uh. At Burnbuster seventy five, the question is: Did the Muddy Creek track suck as bad as Reed indicated, or is he just hating life and being negative? Mm, I think uh, it did not suck that bad. It wasn't great. It's not going to make anybody's favorite track list. I don't it think it's cool from the TV. You think? Yeah. Okay. Um. No, I don't think. I think. I mean, obviously, everything's going wrong with Chad right now, and he's never been one to hold back. Uh, his feelings. I would think that Jason Thomas, even though he doesn't race currently, I would think Jason Thomas would put Lake Elsinore below Muddy Creek, even though he has not raced Muddy Creek National. JT? Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd put a uh, – you could hold a, a National out on, you know, out front in your driveway. That's, be- that, that, that's, better, than, that's better than Lake Elsinore? <laughs> Try Lake yeah. Bed in Vegas? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay, uh, while we're talking about Muddy Creek, uh, at Hasco, uh, the question is, is there no input from the riders when tracks are done, especially a new one like Muddy Creek? This is in reference to narrow tracks. He thinks that'd be an easy thing to fix, so why couldn't they have done that? Did they not think about it? Um, well, the narrowness was Bomber stated that he couldn't do much about it in certain spots. Uh, okay. You know, California, they'll have the guys come out and ride Elsinore um, or Paula. You know, I'm sure the the Miller Mountain thing will get uh, ridden on because they're out here, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how you – I mean, I guess you could call JGR guys over. I don't know if that happened or not. So, yeah. Okay. Anybody else have anything for that? Okay. No? Uh, th- th- this next question is actually from last week. I don't remember who submitted it, so my apologies. But uh, it's actually uh, asking about Alden, how he's working with Adam now but not working with uh, Baggett anymore. Do you guys – anybody have any – Info on that? Was it a choice between one of the two, or is it merely coincidence? I think Baggett's contract with Alden was up, and I decided not to renew. Yeah, yeah I think so. Could have been a money deal, huh? Yeah, he's not cheap. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't think so. What do you think Alden would charge, JT? Um, your firstborn child and <laughs> half of your contract. Right. right. <laughs> no, I don't know. Whatever it is, it's worth it. That's my that's my opinion. Well, what would you think? I mean, a hundred thousand dollars. It, dep- it depends. Like, I-, I guarantee you that 
Villapoto pays the most, and I've heard that Monster is a part of that deal for those guys. Oh, okay. Uh, because Villapoto literally is every facet of his life, training, nutrition, everything, which not all those guys aren't right. all on the same level. Like, there's different levels. Uh, but I, I would think it's in the two hundred to 250000 range for Villapoto. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. Um, last question. Uh, it's in reference to Southwick. Um, DJ Hightail you gonna miss 55. Southwick, JT? Are you going to miss Southwick? Am I going to miss Southwick? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a legendary place to go, we especially sh- now that I don't have to race there. Hey, you know what we should do, JT? You and I? We, uh, we, got, nothing, we got nothing going on. <laughs> we got nothing going on. I say after Southwick National this year, you and I climb up a tree and we don't come down until the National comes back. They'll send, How about you, you do it and I'll report on it? For a they, send food up, they send food and water up. You know, we just don't leave. We're not gonna. We're having a hunger, not a hunger strike. No, fuck that. What are we gonna do when we got a poo and all that stuff? Uh, you just go, go to another branch. No, you go to another part of the branch. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just and you go to another part of the, the branch and just yeah. don't look the other person's direction. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I say we just we just go up there. <laughs> you're JTM, both, you're both men anyway, and we don't do. come down until Southwick comes back. All right, head up there. I'll meet you up there. <laughs> all right, um, Berluti, so, will you do it with me? <laughs> no, I don't want to. Fuck off. All right. Why? Do you, do you have any terrible. ideas of what track they would replace it with? Maybe another sand track? We somewhere? talked about this already. Yeah. It must have been when I was doing something. We, we covered some this total producer. thing. You sure? Yes. Not okay. about the tree. Yes. <laughs> no, All right, well then, not the tree. My apologies. Who picks these questions? That's old news, right? Go out on a high note. Uh, Lance Vincent just switched from uh, suspension companies uh, to Racetech. Racetech. Uh, Racetech.com since 1984. Privateer's choice is suspension. Um, man, if you have a vintage bike, if you have a street bike, if you have a car, if you have a dirt bike, if you have anything, Racetech could probably get you anything to do with suspension, as well as the suspension seminars that Paul Thede himself has been doing forever. They are a top-level suspension company, and they can provide you with the same stuff that they give their riders. Have you ever been to their webpage? Yeah. They got every bit of information about everything yes. and anything there is. You type in your model. You have a yeah. 1984 KX125. Spring rates. Everything. Yeah, it's good. Oil height, clickers, yep. everything. Yeah, it's It's good. crazy. Yeah. Um, Racetech is a sponsor of our show, and we couldn't be happier to have them on. And with that, let's do the Racetech email list. Emails list. Um, I'm going to start off with a nice email. Chris sent this in. Uh, Steve wanted to take a quick second to thank you. I never really have time to call into the show, but I get to listen for a while live and catch the archive. My main reason for sending this is to say thank you to the show and to Thunder Valley for the tickets that I was able to win for this year's national. I have been going every year since I moved to Colorado in 06, but this was the first time my wife and son have wanted to spend the entire day to watch a national. Getting them out to watch me race has never been a problem, but spending an entire day at a national as a family is always a hard draw. Uh, this is the first year my son is excited about raiding and watching a race. Needless to say, he had a great time. I was able to take them and a friend's sons for a motocross race. We now have another fan of motorcycle racing. Thanks to the Pulpomex Show as well as Thunder Valley. Thank you for everything you do and for having such great sponsors that support the show and the sport. Thank you, Chris. Really appreciate that. It's a nice email. 
Um, JT, this is for you. If Chad Reed does not return to a top five rider when he recovers, at some point does Chad Reed, the owner, put Chad Reed, the rider, on the shelf in favor of trying to pick up someone like a top 10 or 12 place rider like Shorty to fly the 22 banner and keep the sponsors happy, assuming someone is available? Or from a sponsor's perspective, is 19th place ailing Chad Reed still a better value in terms of marketing than a lesser known rider much higher in the standings? Thanks from Matt. What do you think, JT? Uh, Matt doesn't know Chad Reed that well. I know I'm, you know, I know that. So, uh, no one believes in Chad more than he does. So Chad Reed is Chad Reed. No, the guy's just very, very confident in himself. And I don't think that he's that concerned when, that when he's healthy, he can't go fast again. Um, he's just in a bad situation where he should not be racing yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, until he is well, but he kind of has to. So yeah. he's just out there suffering through it. You ever looked a shark in the eyes? <laughs> oh, man. Well, you can't really blame Dave. He's not allowed to say anything. You um... probably shouldn't have been on your show to start with for that reason. Yeah, but I, th- I, I, I didn't have Dave on for that reason. To talk about Chad Reed? Didn't no? Oh, you didn't. What did you want to talk about? No, Young Hawk Troy. No, no, <laughs> just just to have him on, like as a as a guest. He he had asked okay, me so one time. Chad Reed's going through one of the worst times in his career, and you have his team manager on, but you didn't want to talk about that. Oh no, no, that's, I was no, no. That's I, what you're going with? No, no, I was going to ha- I was going to talk to Dave about that. Of course, I had to ask him. I would never skip that's, it. You just said that was that wasn't not the why reason. you had him on. No, no, that's not the reason why. No, absolutely not. No, nothing to do with it. Just wanted to get Dave on. That um, had nothing to do with it. It did not. It was not. Wow. And that's why You're I... You're dreaming if you think anybody believes that. Okay, well, whatever. That's why I asked him once, and then he didn't answer, so I asked him again in a joking manner, and when he didn't answer again, that was it. Oh, we, I, if you didn't want him on for that, why'd you follow up with another question? Well, because I, I was making fun of Dave, like, not giving us the answer at all. Oh, so, okay. What'd you guys talk about? Mountain biking and stuff? Uh, what did we... <laughs> we talked about 100%, Drewlene... We talked about um, what else did we talk about? What else did we talk about? Berlut? Talked about Buell's. Oh yeah, Buell's working for Buell that time. Remember when he was doing that top? Jeremy Buell? Bike? No, yeah. no. It, it, it may have. I know the op the optics get that doesn't look don't look good, but uh, it's optics. But I said optics tits. Right. Optics. Happy? Yeah. But but that that wasn't it. That really wasn't. No, I, I mean I understand having him on. That's your job. You're trying to get to the bottom of it. But there's no way he's allowed to talk. Oh, about of course anything, not. Or even knows. Oh, I, I don't even, even knows. think he knows. Right? Yeah, absolutely. No, I wasn't trying to. So he uh, he believe me, Chad Reed's open enough with the media that you know you could just ask him and you could see that Chad wasn't telling anything. So it's not like Dave's going to go and break the you know. Yeah, and, and I, I honestly don't think he's told them really what's going on. To, yeah. be, to be fair. Yeah, maybe not. Okay, uh, Scott, question for JT. The question is for Jason Thomas. Jason, in light of Dean Wilson once again re-injuring his already weak shoulder from the aggressive takeout move Tomac put on him over a year ago, do you think Tomac should have any remorse for basically destroying? (laughs) I don't. Also, I don't remember, but did the AMA issue any penalties or stern talking to conversation with Tomac? Thanks, Scott. No, I think Dean no. Dean provoked that situation, and I think that yeah. Tomac responded accordingly. I, and I think Dean realizes he, you know, 
obviously yeah. Dean got the short end of the stick, but Dean was riding very aggressively as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was. Um, Kip sent this in. I'm a longtime listener of the show, and I like everything that you and, for the most part, Racer X do. I do have a little beef with how nostalgic, repetitive, and bias some of the MX reporting can be. The latest instance that is getting under my skin is Ryan Villapoto being compared to Ricky Carmichael and the whispers of a perfect season business. I don't know who was whispering that. I don't know who. who, who. Certainly wasn't you, that's was, for sure. Wasn't no. me. No. Definitely no. not. Don't get me wrong. I like RV plenty, but what is so big about him winning a few races? Does that make him the next RC? My problem is that he was much more comparable to James Stewart, although no one will mention it since James has lost his immortal status among the MX media. He's ripped, bro. Uh, he, RV, has missed three whole seasons of 450 MX competition since going pro and is much more likely to crash or win than most would like to mention. My point is, why would anyone like to go back to when racing was horribly boring and one guy had won everything? Those days are gone and I couldn't be happier. We need all the James Stewarts, Ryan Villapotos, and everyone else, and Ricky Carmichael needs to quit forcing his name back into racing and the media should do the same. I don't know, Kip. You lost me with a few different messages, but uh, when you say James has lost his immortal status among the MX media, uh, I get called a James Stewart ball licker all the time. So, <laughs> so people seem to think that, you know, I like his balls. Um, <laughs> so that's not true. And Carmichael, you say – and. Ricky Carmichael needs to quit forcing his name back. He's Ricky Carmichael's not forcing his I, name I back. I don't get that part. Yeah, I mean, he's not. Ricky's not going around forcing his name. But fact is, I've watched a lot of races. So have you, Berluti. So have you, JT. And Villapoto reminds me of Ricky Carmichael. So Yeah, I mean, I do get a little bit of what he's saying, though, as far as Villapoto being out for three years. I mean, Ricky, yeah. Ricky won a championship every year that he raced. Yes. If, if, if there's any, you know... Right. If you want to make some comparisons. Right. Uh, Trevor, Steve, you need to give the Canadian guy you ragged off about watching motos on his phone a break. Last year, Canadians had no problems watching live motos on Ally Sports site. This year, if you are Canadian, log on to the site. You're either asked to verify your cable provider or download the NBC Live Extra Sports app, which would allow you to stream the event on your device. But as the guy mentioned, the app is only available in the U.S., but it doesn't matter since you have to verify your cable info through the app as well. I have a U.S. iTunes account and I tried this. So, Steve, don't assume people want to watch streaming motos on their tiny 4-inch iPhone. Anyone with Apple TV can mirror the feed from their iPhone to a big screen. The quality is good. There is a solution for Canadians and the rest of the world who need to watch the motos live. There's a dude who posts a link on MX Forum each weekend. It's a pirate feed and has worked so far perfectly all three rounds. I'm not going to post a link here. But go to MX Forum and you can find it on your own fairly basically. Second motos in Canada are carried on the score, which comes a basic cable package. Muddy Creek second motors were live with no commercials. Go Cole Thompson. Thanks, Trevor. Waking up from the emails. Where's Cole? Huh? What was that, JT? I said, wake me up when this email ends. Oh yeah. Uh, Cole's racing this weekend, four fifties. Oh, okay, good. This weekend. Um Millville. I mean actually uh, Millville. Uh, high point. Uh, high point. Listen, Trevor. Uh we don't get your nationals down here. We're denied watching Colton Fasciati and Brett Metcalf. Bobby Canari. So, you know what? You can't watch ours. Suck it. Suck it. That's it. Give us yours, and we'll give you ours. That's how it goes. I want to watch your Nationals. I can't do that down here. So, you shouldn't get to watch ours. 
Think that'll fix it? You sound it upset. Might, it might. Are you mad, bro? You mad, bro? Oh, some guy on Twitter. Not happy with me. Um, Shocker. Racer X, gosh. Okay. Um, what well, else, tits? We got voicemails. And? Is that um, it? We, we did uh, tweets. We did tear-offs. All right, let's do the voicemails. These voicemails. are 702-586-7857. You can call any time. Leave a voicemail. Uh, here's the best of the best. Hey, guys. Just had a question for the show tonight, whoever's in the studio. I was just curious your opinion if you were going to ride the Canadian motocross series and you're in the 250 class. If, let's say, you're with KTM and you had full factory support, would you ride the 250 two-stroke or the 254 stroke? And that's about it. I just wanted everybody's opinion and why they would do that. And uh, also, someone in Canada, please record these races, put them on YouTube for me so I can watch them. Thank you. Okay. So what would you ride, brother? Two-stroke or four-stroke? They're legal in Canada, the same class. Uh, I'd ride a 252 stroke against the 250 four strokes. Okay. Yeah. All right. JT? Um, if I was, like, just kind of a privateer guy? Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely ride a 252 stroke. If I had, like, a Pro Circuit or a Geico 250F, I'd ride that. But if not, then I would ride the two stroke. Okay. All right, Tits. Hey, Paul, the next question is from Mathis and Berluti. Uh, you know, with all these new airports that are coming out, uh, my only concern is, is what's that going to do to the general public when it comes to aftermarket suspension? Uh, you know, obviously they're making this, designing this to make it easier for the garage mechanic, I guess you could say, to uh, tweak and tune his own suspension. Is there going to be any more race techs or factory connection where, you know, say a guy that's in a B class or a plus 30 class where he, the suspension off to get it done like he normally does when he gets a new bike. Is that going to eventually push that out where all you need is a air compressor or air tank and throw a few pounds in it or let a few pounds out and that's it? Uh, maybe that's a question you guys can answer. I'm a little leery on the Air Force person myself. Don't know why you got to change a good thing. It's been around for a while. But uh, yeah, that's about it. And then the uh, last question I have is, is who let that idiot on this week? When he asks a stupid question about what line choice you should pick for Bud Creek. The guy's a retard, he's stupid, and uh, the last question we really need to hear on the show. Thanks, and uh, have a great day. I think the guy was just kind of kidding a little bit. I mean, geez, I'm going to go really mad at the guy. Uh, there's, there's also oil and shims in Air Forks, not just all air. So plenty of suspension companies yeah, they're will, gonna, they're will gonna stay still in business. Them, yeah, they're going <laughs> to still know? send them off to get a valve. Yeah. The, the, the problem with the consumer, though, I, I do believe he's going to have to stay on top of the air thing because it does uh, yeah. the dude leak down a little bit, and that makes a big difference. So I, I talked to some guys who have them, production bikes, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, it's good, no problems. And I'm like, do you check it a lot? No, it's good. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I would check that thing quite a bit. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. But then you know how local guys are. They don't even check their sag or anything. They don't even check their air pressure on their tire. Right, right. Riding out there with eight pounds. They don't even put gas in them. Oh, that's a bad one. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that the Southwick National, this might be the last year for the Southwick National. Um, I live in southern Connecticut, so I was wondering uh, what the next best national would be to go as far as a spectator. We could make it to, like, Unadilla, High Point, or Buzz Creek. what would be, like, the best national to, I guess, supplement Southwick? I don't even know if it's true, but 
Um, I guess maybe you could shed some light on that uh, as well. Well, um, when JT and I go into that tree, it ain't going to be true much longer. Coming back. We're getting that thing I got back. news for you, bro. I ain't going into that tree. Oh, come on. <laughs> bro, you can wear your fly stuff. for the stuff. greater good. <laughs> I'm, I'm busy that week. The greater good. <laughs> that week, you're going to be up there a couple weeks. Yeah, probably. bro. Hey, listen, we'll, we'll get a chipmunk. We'll skin him. We'll fry him up. We'll share a chipmunk. Uh, to answer the guy's question, I would recommend Bud's Creek. I would go to Red Bud. He didn't mention Red Bud. Oh, was it the races he mentioned the ones that the only ones he had to go to? Yeah, he said those were the three he thought about he could oh, go to. Yeah, don't go to Unadilla. Yeah, um, I mean Unadilla is like a like obviously people up there love Unadilla. As long as you don't have to ride Unadilla, it's awesome. Uh, uh, go to Bud's Creek; it's good viewing. Yeah, and and you can go to State Capitol. You can go to Waldorf. You can go to a lot of things. I don't know if Waldorf's are really a draw. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. No, Where did he come a... up with that? They, they got hit by a hur- they got hit by a tornado about six there's years a, ago. There's a Chili's there. Are they really? Yeah, I came. There's a there. Chili's there. Yeah, that'll do it. Hookie, are you drinking another bottle of wine? She got two of them in her hand. That's number four. She may say it's only. Her three eyes are getting four. glossy. Are you working tomorrow? Now's, bro? Your, now's your chance, Mathis. Yeah. Yeah. She's really, going right? To work hungover. Don't worry about JT in the tree. Yeah. <laughs> hey, babe, I gotta go live in a tree with JT for about a month. Yeah. With JT? Yeah. Okay. She's fine with it. Okay. Um, all right, let's go. By the way, this is the man. It was for him. Yeah. The show wouldn't be the same. He's doing it back. Yeah, show would, I mean, the show would be epically different without tits. Hey, Steve, tits. This is DB. I just wanted to say it's always great listening to you guys on the Pulp Show and on the new Fly Racing 60 um, podcast. And with that being said, a quick question for you. When you had Jimmy Button on the other day on the Fly Racing Podcast, you had both said that you would predict Brown, if he was to race Muddy Creek, if he was to race, that he would probably finish about top five in the first moto and about top ten in the second moto, seeing as he is from Muddy Creek, the Muddy Creek assassin. But you guys also said in the same podcast that the national tracks changed so much from – the, what they are during the week to what they are during the nationals, the way they deal with the dirt, the layout, the dumps and all that. So if you could just answer this for me. With that being said, it seems like even the locals would be racing a different track than what they're used to. So what, what would make you think that somebody like Brown would finish so good at Muddy Creek Seeing as they seem to change so much from what they ride on during the week to the national, I was just curious about that. All hypothetical because, like we know, Brown's timing of racing. But I just thought it was interesting how you guys said the track changes so much. I personally never knew that. So, like I said, if you could if you could just shed some light on that, what makes you think somebody like Brown would do so good at Muddy Creek, even though the track changes so much? But thanks again. Great job. I look forward to listening to you guys on the uh, Pulp Show and the Fly Racing more than I look Make forward to doing the races themselves. <laughs> so uh, thanks again. Have a good one. Bye. Explain right. yourself, you hypocrite. He's Canadian, isn't he? No, I don't think so. He's Mike. Mike. He's drunk. What do you think, JT? Oh, I think that was horrible. 
That's he asked the same question six times. That's a listener, bro. That's a listener you're calling horrible right now. I know. I mean, I, his question was good. I just wish he asked it once. Um, I just, well, the thing about home tracks is, you know, the biggest thing is the soil and then kind of the line knowledge, too, and the confidence. Those three things are really uh, what it comes down to. You could change the, the track around a little bit and all that, but honestly – the track was really similar to how it was when I was there the last time in 1998. You know, there was a few new sections, right? But, the, but it was the basic layout. I mean, you could see the water truck lanes and the grass and all that stuff was the same. So, uh, I I think Brownie would have been just fine. Not top five. I didn't say top five. No, no whoever I, said I that, that. Whoever said that. I don't Steve. know. Steve. I don't said... think he'd have been top ten. You said Robbie Marshall cut the track. Yeah, he did. What in his qualifying? Right? Yeah, when he got fifteenth or sixteenth. Yeah, really. It's a hefty accusation. Who said to be that? Thrown around. JT did. JT, JT did. did he say that? Pre-race podcast. Uh, I mean, I, I was obviously being lighthearted about it, but it, I was pretty shocked that he was faster than James and Chad in a one-lap sprint on a two-stroke. <laughs> on a hilly track. I will say though. <laughs> what. I'm pressed that he was riding really well. Was he? And that and it was deep. It was yeah. really deep that day. He rode. He was riding good. Yeah. Okay. But well, it sounds to me like did you hear uh, James talking about um, investigating his 17th? He's like he doesn't think that happened. Um, that's what I got out of that. James is 17th. Yeah. Then he thought you know maybe he got jacked or something. Oh yeah, did you take it that way? That's that. I thought that's what I took. He says because then he said something about I'm gonna have to investigate it. Oh, I just thought he meant like just look into it, like as far as himself. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But maybe, like I said, maybe who knows? Maybe right. the lap times are jacked up there. All right, let's keep going with this thing. Yeah, it's Donnie from Arizona. Joe was great this last week. I do have to say, you know. You guys are getting on the TV package, find $9 somewhere so you can get your extra package to get the TV or whatever. I don't have cable. I got rid of it. So, But I do, however, I think there's an emerging market for Netflix or Hulu, which is what I do purchase because it's only 8 bucks a month. So that was the $8 I found a month uh, is the Netflix and Hulu. So maybe uh, Supercross could sell the package and motocross to like a speed or – Hulu, there's other moto videos on there as well. So, Also, Berluti, man, Berluti is such a great guy and he's a great co-host, but Steve, it's like you're, I feel like you're poking the bear a little bit. Like, I feel like Berluti's going to be kind enough to let you know he's going to haul off and knock the shit out of you. Like, what? Ah, Steve, you know, I really apologize. I'm going to have to beat your fucking ass if you keep telling me. No, you know. Jason told me to smack him. Edging in on him. So yeah, I'm still so, I hope what you do. I what the fuck is shit out of him. Boys after he lays you out cold, but, you know, love the Berluti, and uh, I just voted for him, too, so awesome. Later. I don't do anything but try to provide a great moto radio show. Yeah, you did good, job. Why do I get these haters? You provoke people. I don't provoke anyone. Yes. You try to get Berluti fired. Yes. You know my person. You do. No, but I'm, I don't. I'm getting keen to your bullshit. <laughs> I'm asking the questions the fans want to know. I disagree. I'm a champion for the fans' rights to know. That's very dramatic. Yeah. 
He's innocent in this whole Crap. thing. All right. Will somebody please take one of those guns and shoot Kelly Savitz in the head? <laughs> we can't be looking at trophies during the last three minutes of the moto. Something has to be done. Out. I mean, it's not. she's not say, producing she, the show. It's not her fault. It's nothing to do with Kelly Savist and shooting her in the head. Those guns don't even work, bro. I think she does a good job, though. She does a great job. I would hope those yeah. were real pow- powder she, guns. She lives in Vegas. She's coming on the show. Is she? Yep. She does? Yeah. Where, how do they all come from Vegas? We grow them here. With the, with the turtle. In the city. The, yeah. The, the okay. turtle. Okay. What, 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 what's his name? What's his name again? You found it. Yeah. No, my, my gal sent it to me. She was backing me, okay? She goes... It's Mojave Max. Moha- Mojave <laughs> Max. Have you ever heard of Mojave <laughs> right here. Max? Mo- hey, hey, and he just <laughs> Give died. Give me a break. Bullshit. Oh, he just died. Okay, anybody. I think I met him at truck stop once. <laughs> he tried, Mojave he tried Max to grab my ass. is the alternative to Phil. Puxatani. Yeah, Puxatani Phil. Phil, yeah. Mojave Max. Mojave. I've Straight literally up, never heard that you know in my what? entire life. Check it out. That's I'm not so saying it funny. doesn't exist. I'm just saying I've never heard uh, of it. Yeah, I know because you're out of the loop. You're yeah. too maybe it was, crashing on your mountain bike. Maybe it was during the time <laughs> that you were in East St. Louis. It's, and and it's you, missed, you missed the creation of this. It's I can't believe you went on a mission to East St. Louis. I, it wasn't to East St. Louis. It was just to St. Louis in the <laughs> neighboring suburbs. But either I way. met some Mormons a couple weeks ago. I heard about that. Um, one guy to go to Arkansas. Oof. Yeah, he, he was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like tits. I got to go to Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. I tits. thought you typically went out of the country for some reason. It, well, a lot of us do, but people here in the States still need the good word, right? I'm in a very, very densely populated Mormon area right now. Yeah, you are. All your, everything locked? Like doors and windows and shit. <laughs> no, seriously. Like it's there's Mormon temples everywhere. Like everyone you meet here is Mormon. Uh, Turn crazy. the lights off and lock everything. Hey, did you, did you learn all about Lewis and Clark up there? No. Uh, about no. Sacagawea. Are they Mormon? <laughs> uh, they're not Mormon, but he went to to St. Louis. That's where they started. Oh, I thought. What about the? Turtle? Oh, that's the same kind of deal oh. with the turtle. Here we go. You need to learn your history, bud. Uh, Steve, what's going on, man? Steve. Yeah. You talking to me? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Hey, your name is oh, Steve? Hey, well, I'm kind of like listening to uh, a little bit like on a late show here. So I'm. Are you in a tree? Talking to Tits. <laughs> and I got a question for JT. Sir. JT, I love you. You're quick wit. I love your top 40, top 20 performances in Supercross all over the world. And I really appreciate a guy that can go out and just has a wit and just travels all over the world and doesn't have any kids and all that stuff. Love I feel like this, this is going to turn right. bad for me soon. Is there a bus <laughs> coming? Are you, it sounds like you're asking him well, out. I don't like know if you're married or not. Uh-oh. No, no, I'm not. No. Oh, uh, okay. So, God damn. Will I mean, you go, will you you go out with married? Steve? Will you go out with Steve? No, he's uh, smart, dude. You got you to go for the, the upper scale. Like, uh, I can see you being a Monaco somewhere. Oh. Monaco. Yeah. In a suit. Uh, I mean, nice yeah, car. obviously, obviously find the right girl and, you know, getting okay, married. Well, that's where I thought you were, so like let's take do. it down a notch. All right. So you got a place in Florida. You got a place in uh, Idaho, Idaho, I think, right? Yep. Yep. So you don't have a chick, dude. 
Are, are you into chicks or what? Oh, what up, it did turn bad. It did what turn up, bad. Roger, what's uh, up, man? Roger, what's up? Yeah, what, I'm, I'm pretty fairly well documented I, as like a chick. I got a question about, <laughs> Is this about um, whether or not manufacturers pulling out of racing has hurt the development of the bikes as like the Yamaha or the Suzuki with the manufacturers not directly having a race team anymore. Uh, yeah, Roger, definitely. I think it's hurt Yamaha. Absolutely. We've talked about this a ton. Um, yeah, I just don't think they're aggressive enough and they haven't learned that bike enough like Honda did with the 2009 bike. So, yeah, I do think it's hurt them. Do you think it will hurt Suzuki in the future? Uh, that bike's been the same for a while. Um, Berluti, you'd be a better guy to answer that. Uh, if they don't change it, they're going to, their, their sales, they're not going to sell the thing. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they don't change it so drastically like what Honda and Yamaha did to make it bad. Cause it's a great motorcycle. So I mean, that's, that's another point is, you know, Honda had a good bike last year you know, and, and we've heard all the complaints about the bikes this year, but everybody knows up with Honda being there, it's going to get turned around within the next year or two and it'll be a good bike or a better bike here in the near future. But I don't think Yamaha and Suzuki are going to be able to maintain that level. Uh, yeah, I I agree, Roger. Thanks, man. All right, thanks. Thank you. Um, Lips. G'day, guys. How you going? What's going on, man? Lips. Hey, Lips, you, you you want to know the compression the bikes are running? Oh, sure do. Baluti, how much compression are the 250Fs running? Um, I'm not sure on the 250Fs. Uh, it's probably like 13 to 1, maybe. 14. Is that all? Yeah, I don't. I'm. We should. You should ask Mitch when he's on. But uh, if Mitch wouldn't have told you that, but no, um, he wouldn't have. <laughs> I'd say like, yeah, thirteen, fourteen, something like that. I've got fourteen five to one in my bike, and I'm running pretty standard fuel. I I would have thought. I mean, I I don't know, but I would have thought that'd have to be at least fifteen to one or something well, like that. I mean, I know on our four fifty, they must comp the crap out of them to get. The, the you know the bottom and the mid range out of them. You, you might you might be onto something. I I don't I don't work on two fifties that much. So, but I don't think so. I mean, that's that might be a little high. That sounds high to me. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not a mechanic, but that sounds high. Yeah. But they they do enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, is JT on the line too? Yeah. I'm here. Hey, JT, I just need you to know, why settle for one bird when you can have all of them, mate? Oh, my God. One bird. Yeah, that's, a, a, sorry, a, a lady, a chick. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Uh, oh, God. No, nah, I mean, long long story about me and, me and chicks are a long story. Hey, Lips, the, trust me, I'm on your program, bro. Yeah, that's all right. Anyway, I just, yeah, I'm looking forward to downloading your show and listening to it. Did you have Mitch Payton on? Yeah, we did. Oh, sweet. I'm looking forward to hearing about oh, him. we're looking forward is to, he trying to hide? Forward. Is he still trying to hide Adam Cincerello? Yeah, Adam. He said Adam should be back after the break. I'll tell you what. Um, Cooper Webb's going to... I don't know. He's done so well. It's going to be hard for Adam Cincerello to show on, isn't it? Lips, did you ever get your... thunder. Lips, did you ever get your poster from Kenny? Damn that son bitch. I got nothing. Oh, shocker. Shocking. Yeah, that's not the Kenny. I know, he's I enough. That's not the Kenny we know and love. <laughs> I would have thought that thing would have been first class Australian <laughs> male. 
Hello. And, and then he told he even sent me an email, and he goes, I've sent it to you. And I went, oh, that's really nice. I'll wait by my letterbox. Three months later, nothing. Yeah. Well, hey, if you can wait by your letterbox for three months, maybe you want to come up in this tree with me. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds, oh, like yeah. sounds like you have some patience. You can take my place, Lips. Nope. Nope. You're in, JT. All right. Thanks, Lips. And by the way, Baluti, yeah. you are an awesome co-host, and I like listening to you. Thanks, Lips. I appreciate it. Uh, see you guys. See ya. Later, Lips. Uh, JT, thank you for your time tonight. We appreciate it. It's late where you are, and um, you're very, very busy. And uh, we're lucky to have the time we had with you tonight. Uh, no worries. Um, Go, Woody. See you this weekend, buddy. Yeah, I won't. See you this week, JT. You're not going? No, I'm staying home. Uh, my daughter's graduating from school. So... Oh, nice. Congratulations. That's thank, awesome. Thank you, yeah. He just doesn't want I'll, uh, First race I'll, I've I'll missed. I'll stop over and watch, watch Tibble's bike for you. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'll <laughs> work. They, they'll probably need some help over there. I, we, we, we got the bike all built up, ready to go. Kenny, Kenny's got it. Kenny will handle it. He's yeah. got it. I mean, Mahoney going to put the mic down Mahoney. and go Mahoney. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Mahoney and Kenny are the mechanics this weekend. They're, team, oh, they're, they're teaming DNF, up. DNF, <laughs> DNF. DNF, All right. Th- thanks, JT. See ya. All right. See you guys. All see right, you, JT. Later. All right, Berluti, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Always a good time. Good deal. Uh, yeah, love me, me too. Love me some Tony Berluti, no doubt about oh it. Oh, my this God. This guy right here. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, uh, Mitch Payton, Optrix, Mitch Payton, Nick Way, Cooper Webb, James Stewart, Jason Thomas, John Anderson, Tits Legendary. Pretty much everyone. Yeah, we thank everyone. Don't forget, Thursday, 12 o'clock Pacific, Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Check it out. It's an hour of uh, straight moto talk. Maybe not as goofy as this show. Not much can be. Um, All right, guys. Thanks very much. Thank you for tuning in for this Tuesday edition of the show. Uh, We will be back next Monday, our regular time, regular place, outside the Lions Den, to break down High Point. And I think a Frenchman who goes by Le Cobra will be in the co-host seat. But I'm not sure. Berluti, thank you. I'm sure we'll see you soon. Sounds good, Steve. Thank you. Thanks, Tits. You're welcome. Bye, everyone. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.